Boom, 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 boom. Are we live? Boom. Beautiful. We don't need no fucking stinking music. We don't need it, man. We got us. We got us. Yeah. We were just discussing referees letting guys get choked unconscious. Mm-hmm. So we'll need to educate that dude from this previous weekend. Yeah, we, I think um, some guys have never been choked out. I think that's one thing. Even if you uh, you don't uh, have a martial arts background, you can be a referee. You're aware of that, right? You can be. Yes, you could be a referee. Hmm. All you have to do is understand what's going on. You take like referee classes and you'll learn. You can wow. start out taking referee classes as a... Um, complete total novice to i think you should have i think as a ref you should have at least been choked out once mm-hmm. and been knocked out once i mean herb dean had a pro fight i think one oh pro he had fight. several pro yeah, fights. Yeah. a couple yeah and, and herb dean rolls all the time herb dean's a, a real right. martial artist so is mario uh yamasaki he's a black belt yeah so is john mccarthy he's a black yep. belt in jiu-jitsu yep all those guys that we think so is um uh Josh, who's in, in jail right now. Mm-hmm. Josh no, he Josh, out. He's Josh out. is out. He's, yeah, out. he's out. I'm pretty sure he's out. Yeah, he is. Little Josh is very high level brown belt. Yeah. He yeah. Knows e- even shit. if you're a very one stripe white belt, you know what the hell's going on. A little man. bit. What you are you know doing? A little bit. Especially on a rear naked choke. Yeah. It's not like it was a darse or something right. kind of hidden you can't see. Well, he was face up too. It was a rear naked face up. Oof. So it wasn't like, you know, like sometimes guys get choked out and the guy's on top of them and they have their back and they got them belly down and you can't see the guy's face. But when the guy's <laughs> face up and you're looking at his eyes behind his head. Yeah. I mean, what are you doing? Yeah, he, he was out for a couple seconds. You know, sometimes people just don't make good decisions. You know, they just, they error. They It's not that they're bad people. It's just they, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. And in that case, look, if I fuck up, it's not good because a bunch of people are listening. They, they want the show to be smooth and entertaining. But if I fuck up, it's not that big a deal. No one's getting hurt. Right. If this guy fucks up, someone's going to get choked to sleep, you know, that wouldn't get choked to sleep, or someone's going to get beaten a few extra p- times. Which can make the, the huge difference. The, you know? the beatings, for sure. I mean, well, good g- thing it was in a joint manipulation yes. submission, because yeah. then you're talking about someone's arm <clears throat> being broken instead of just getting choked out. Well, in that situation, though, don't you let the guy fight out of it? Like, I let a guy fight out of a full arm bar, because the way I would feel is that if his arm pops, that's on him. And guys have gotten their arms popped and won fights before. John Jones got his fucking arm popped against Vitor. True. If you watch did that, it really? Fight, yes, he oh, did. Yeah. Fuck wow. yeah, he did. That was indeed. He got his arm completely hyperextended. Yeah, by then Vitor the had his whole body. Mm-hmm. Dude, it was bad. There's probably a, a well, if we play the video, they'll probably do it. There's, there might be a picture of it. You can find an image of it. But at full extension, <laughs> it was completely hyperextended the other way. And um, John's elbow was fucked up for a long time after that because i remember he had to uh coach the ultimate fighter and like that's one of the things they said like well this is good anyway because he can't really train right now because his elbow's fucked up from the vitor fight so he would well, he wouldn't tap it's probably the closest he's been to losing huh pretty yeah besides the decision the, with yeah that was alexander the but that's definitely the closest yeah, most the, trouble he's been in for sure for sure that was a bad 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 spot vitor's nasty dude you know a lot of people are taking him for granted versus weidman because the whole trt thing I don't fucking buy it, man. I don't buy it. He for looks good in his pictures. He looks way better than he used to. Yeah. Like, there was a period after he got off TRT where he deflated. When we saw him at those Wayans, mm-hmm. he looked like a straight welterweight. Yeah, but it looks he, he looks a lot thicker now. Yeah, he looks way better. So I know he's been doing a lot of... Uh, they say that the way you have to jumpstart your system, one of the big ways, you do a lot of compound exercises, like cleans and presses. Because it, it forces your body to produce mm-hmm. as, uh, testosterone. And estrogen. No. Testosterone, yeah. Yeah, big, big things. Like he was doing zercher squats, which is where, you know, you like, it's almost like you do, you put your hands together, like you're, and make your arms like you're curling. Mm -hmm. You put the bar 
you you hang it from your arms and you do your squats like that. They're tough, so you're man, on your core. Yes, very yeah, done. Yeah, I do them too. So he's doing all that kind of crazy shit. I don't. So you know, I'm I'm hoping this is how it. Uh, how he, this is one but this gives you an idea how here. strong Jones is he's just so weird strong he's ridiculously strong right but Vitor caught it at a perfect spot you know he might have he might have been able to win the fight if he didn't let up on it but I think he let up on it when it uh, popped look at that close. That was he, crazy. he said he let up on it and I believe him and then he got committed kind of instinctive. yep he got Kimura John Kimura him I mean after his arm got all fucked up so his right arm's all blown out and he still uses it to uh, Kimura him later on in the fight. So crazy. And then he's fucked up for a while after that fight. That was one of the reasons why he uh, coached the Ultimate Fighter. Right there. Well, right. Uh, Chael said Chael. See, he just wasn't training. Like, he'd walk by him. Chael would be training twice a day, all full of sweat. And John would walk by, crisp as clean, just nice and showered. And he's like, when is he training? Maybe he wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't, yeah. Chael, wasn't. That's, Chael said that's when he realized that. He's just not as good as John. He's he like, said he, he said he got in there. Off. Yeah, he said yeah. thirty seconds in. He goes, I I wanted to get out of that ring so fast. He goes, I just couldn't believe how strong he was. Yeah, just John Jones is no goddamn animal. joke. No. <clears throat> now think about him, and then think about what Anthony Rumble Johnson versus him is going to be like. Like that's going to be the most chaotic goddamn Insane. fight. Insane. That's the, my number one fight all time. Really? All yep. time? Yep. Dang. Yep. That really escalated. You think uh, why? Because he's got such knockout power, and if John yep. makes a mistake, <clears throat> uh huh. And um, because I've been thinking about it, I've been thinking about all the great matchups. Like there's been some great matchups, you know, for sure. Like, um, like uh, <clears throat> B.J. Penn versus George St. Pierre when it first happened. Mm -hmm. like, God damn, that was a big build-up, big matchup. Chuck Liddell, Tito. Chuck Liddell versus Tito. But those, I had a pretty good sense of what was going to happen. I had a pretty good sense that I trained GSP was too big. Yeah. I think GSP was too big. He was too hot. His wrestling was too good. And I knew that B.J. just didn't. That was before the Marinovichs. He didn't have that work ethic that he had. True. Like For a very short period of time when B.J. was in just insane shape. Like the Sean Shirk fight, he was in insane shape. That was actually before that. But he was in insane shape for that fight. The Diego Sanchez fight, he was a destroyer. Kenny Florian, yeah. Um, who else? There was a couple other fights that he had when he was in like the best shape ever as a lightweight. You know, but when he fought uh, George, I was like, George is just too big. This is just not the right fight. So it's this not... is, for you, this is the biggest this fight is the one. ever. To me, this is the one where I don't know what the fuck. First of all, I think John is the greatest light heavyweight champ of all time. Ever. Right? Yes, ever. I agree. And I think he's also still growing and getting better. That's he's what's scary. Spectacular talent. Because he, so, he just moved his entire camp to Albuquerque because mm -hmm. he used to live in New York. Now he bought a place in Albuquerque and he's training full time now. Yeah. He was just going to Albuquerque for camps. Huh? Think how crazy that's going to yeah. be. Yeah, it's the incredible. The question becomes after he beats Anthony Rumble Johnson. Kane. That's well, where he's got to go, if, right? That's The question is if. It's not after because I don't know what the fuck is going to happen right. when Anthony Rumble Johnson puts mitts on you. I don't know. I don't know who's going to be able to withstand that. I, I don't, don't see I, the problem is is John is so much longer and the mm -hmm. reach is a factor. So I listen, I th I thought Glover was going to be an issue for him boxing. Offered nothing. Because of that length, it's tough to deal with, man. Glover is very good. I said Glover is like at a, at a possible like stand-up challengers. When I was looking at him coming in against John, I was like, he's got like really heavy hands. Especially he's at really the time. Experienced, especially at the time. Well, he took a step back. He's not training with... Uh, he wasn't training with Hackleman for this last fight. He did it all in Connecticut. A lot of people yeah, in his thought, own camp, yeah, he yeah. had his own camp that he did down there. A lot of people thought maybe he wasn't prepared as well. When he fought John, though, there was a ton mm -hmm. of hype in the UFC. Pitched him yeah. like this is the guy. Yeah. Chuck Liddell signed off on it. Dana White, you know, everyone. Well, thought I felt he was the like guy. it. I felt like it. I mean, I feel. I feel like 
guys are as good as they are in their best performances, right? So, like, if you look at him, like, his best performance, like, he gets clipped by Ryan Bader, and seconds later he puts Bader away. Yeah. You know, you look at the way he uh, beat up Kyle Kingsbury. That was a scary goddamn fight. The Kyle Kingsbury fight was scary. He just came out, and he shows you what the fuck he can do. And True. Like, whoa. You're like, whoa. And you know that Kyle Kingsbury who's a very good athlete and a really cool guy, wasn't at the best of the best. He wasn't at that level, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he was dominated by um, um, uh, Pat Cummins. Pat Cummins recently. Him, yeah. Recently, yeah. Right. So, it's you, you know, there's levels. And then, you know, Rumble Johnson has bad times at 170, but you got to think that a lot of that had to do with him starving himself. I'm sure. And when you're looking at him as a light heavyweight, you know, the way he fucking destroyed Noguera, I was just like, Jesus. And then taking out Gustafson like that in the first round. Well, that, like, but although I wonder because it, he did headbutt Gustafson and Gustafson fell to his mm-hmm. knees. The like, like, it makes, like it it makes like you it. wonder at that point because I, I mean, Gustafson's still a killer. And uh, I don't, That's I don't obvious, know. We yeah. just didn't so get a chance to really a see it. You know, yeah. Definitely a factor. But should be a factor for both men, right? I mean, they're right. hitting each other with their heads. But I, I feel like every time John has a, a new opponent, it's like, oh, this is it. This mm-hmm. is the one. Look yep. at DC. I thought D, I legitimately thought DC was probably going to beat him in a decision. Three to two. That's, I thought he had the perfect setup, the perfect pedigree to beat John Jones. And then... I mean, John destroyed he him, took him, him down. He picked him up by the hips. He it really wasn't that, it really wasn't that close twice. of a fight. No. So then now it's like, oh, here's Anthony Johnson. And I love Anthony. He's a monster. But I feel like we go through this every mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Until well, he, we do. Until he fights Kane, I think once he, once he does, and that's going to happen, I bet. When he fights Kane, now we're talking. Well, I think Kane has to stay healthy. You know, I mean, that's one of the. I the, think he beats Kane. He wow, really? He might. I do. You never know, man. Look, My, he look. He he might very well beat Johnson. It might be very well one of those things you look back on it in hindsight, and you say, well, you know, maybe I should have, you know, figured that this could have happened or that John would have an advantage here. But dude, when I watch that dude lay mitts on yeah. people. I'm oh, he's telling the hardest you. hitter I, at 205. He's terrifying. Just, I don't think, a lot I don't of shit think, can happen when that guy's hitting you. I agree. I, I don't think that Anthony that John Jones is hearing a peep out of him wrestling-wise, though. I think John Jones will dominate. I mean, if he grabs him, holds on to him, he seems to this dominate This is why you should everybody. shut the fuck up. Did you see him fight Phil Davis? Yeah. Phil, he, the sprawls he hit Phil Davis with, ferocious sprawls. Yeah, but did you see, did you Dude, see Phil, what he did there's to a, a two-time Olympian? Phil, Phil Davis is a very high-level wrestler. Not close to, not, not like Daniel Cormier. Dan no, Cormier is a two-time Olympian, and, 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 and true, Jones literally, wise. sure, but Jones literally, I couldn't believe, he picked him up by the hips, mm-hmm. boom, dumped him, dumped him again, just out-wrestled him. And, and Cormier said, this guy is so much bigger than you think when he's mm-hmm. hanging on you, whether it's leverage or whatever. And Daniel Cormier is a guy who picks up heavyweights and throws them on their head like, uh, what's his name? Josh uh, Barnett. Yeah. No he, doubt. He no doubt. Guys. Look, Cormier wasn't a good matchup for him. John figured out right away that he could take him down. Yeah. Once he took him down, the first round, oh, was I was like, like holy oh, no. Yeah, once shit. that happens, like, okay. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. Jesus. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a goddamn wake-up All call. anybody who, was, who knew a lot about wrestling said is, there's no question that Jones is going to be on his back when Cormier grabs him. See, but Guess that's, what? you know what, when you got a guy who's super fucking talented and his big derailment is a family, I mean, that's what happened. He had a kid, and then he we got out of competitive wrestling because oh. he had to feed his family. But if he had gone on, the we, what I'm seeing out of this guy, like wrestling yes. with people, but he would have well, been. He was a, a very, Juco national champ. Juco national yeah. champion, which is no but, punk, man. No, not at all. What is Juco? Actually, junior college, know. junior college oh, okay, national okay. champion. But I think like he would have given f- people fits 100%. as a as a wrestler. I mean, anybody in the world, he would have given them fits. Oh yeah. 
I think it would have all been dedicated or like how much how much time he dedicated to it, how much energy he did. But if he was in a situation where he could train 100% enough to support his family, he would have been like a, a seriously world-class amateur wrestler. If, if not the best, especially in his weight class. You he's, look what he's doing in the yeah. UFC. If he decided to focus on wrestling, he would yeah. be the best. He's a, he's a fucking With stud. his mentality, man. And then, you know, you look at what Johnson's been able to do when he hits people, man. John doesn't do that. There's a difference between the way John hits people. John fucks people up. Make yeah. no mistake. John's about fought it. tougher guys though. Fuck yeah, yeah. Two hundred five. Hundred percent. He has. Yeah. He's like, John's fought everybody. John's, John's fought, fought everybody. everyone. John fights a little nog. It's right. It's not gonna be pretty. No, it'd be ugly as yeah. fuck. Especially now. Yeah. He'll be so confident coming into it mm -hmm. now. But you know, if you fought him back when Nogueira gave, um, uh, like, let's think about like his best performance in the octagon. Uh, Brills. <sighs> Maybe Brills. Brills Rashad Rashad was a good one yeah. Rashad was a good one Because he shut him down With his boxing yep. And Rashad was tentative Like afraid to commit Like people don't realize Like Little Nog was a, Like a, a national, national champ. champion In Brazil mm -hmm. He's like Really he, good he medaled. Both he medaled as an amateur yeah. boxer. Wow. Yeah. yeah, he medaled in like the Pan Am games yeah, or something like that. No, he's legit. Yeah. Super legit boxer. So, but Rumble at that stage, like Rumble's coming up, Little Nog or is getting older. I was in the dressing room while Little Nog was warming up because I was cornering Pat Cummings against Kingsbury in, uh, where was that, Sacramento, I think, San Francisco. Anyways, um, Little Nog was warming up, and he, I'm telling you, man, I was like, oh, no. Someone should stop him from going out there. He, could, he couldn't even hit the mitts. He couldn't hit the mitts. He was so stiff. Jesus. He a just sat there until Bert said his name, and then he started going. A lot of those guys, by the time they get to a certain age, they've, their body's gone through so much trauma, like so much physical trauma, so much damage, so many kicks, so many punches, so many takedowns. There's just micro injuries And they're not that everywhere. old. No. Him and his brother are not that old. They had ferocious, especially his brother, had ferocious wars. Oh, his brother, that fight with Bob Sapp. Oh, oh my dude. God. He was never the same after that fight. His neck was Picked always fucked and, up after oh. that fight. If you watch that fight, it's hard to believe he got through that. I, I agree. agree. He got pile drive by a 300-plus pound gigantic super guy. athlete. Yeah. They offered him the fight again. He was like, no, I beat him. And, yeah, and he was like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I'd never fight a guy that big again. He'd break his back, man. Ugh. He could have broken his back. Dude, he pile drived him. I mean, and it, just an all natural Bob Sap, just <laughs> fresh off. Are you those being sarcastic? <laughs> Dude, you're going to get us written up in MMA magazines again. This would be come the number on, one story. Come on. Brendan anyone... Schaub says Bob Sap was on steroids. That's an outrage. That's this ridiculous. This is outrageous. I should probably uh, address this Fedor thing because people keep bringing it up. Because we, first of all, um, I think it's weird that we have to, every time we have a <laughs> podcast and we just talk shit, it becomes like stories. We get in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, it's hilarious. There's stories, and one of them was that I said that it was prob it was highly possible that Fedor could have been on performance-enhancing drugs. I'm not saying that because he was cheating and everybody else wasn't. And when I say that, I'm just saying it only based on the environment that that guy was competing in. Right. Where you looked at the contracts, it said specifically, we do not test for steroids. Does that mean that anybody's on steroids? No, it absolutely doesn't mean it. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean the possibility is there. The if, if, if Fedor only comes just out, to but hold on a second, if Fedor comes out yeah. and he says, I never took steroids, this is a fact, uh, I have no reason to disbelieve him. Yeah. But we look at the environment that that guy was competing in, and there's no doubt about it. We just brought up Bob Sapp. He's the major one. 
He's the number one major one where there's there's the best evidence you ever need that no one's testing anybody. Come on. <laughs> you got a guy. <laughs> like, hold this, not even a human. 375. 375 with abs. Yeah. 6% body fat or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was ridiculously jacked. Yeah. Beat Ernesto Hoos that way. Yep. One of the greatest kickboxers of all time. Just Those uppercuts jumping in the air. Him. Just smash him with muscle and, and just test and D-ball and whatever the fuck else was in his veins. Uh. But... It's like you look at there was a lot of guys that were doing stuff back then. If you talk to the people that competed, even people that are clean, they'll tell you, man, I saw dudes that I know for a fact were doing shit. I know a good percentage of them were doing it. might not have been Fedor. It's yeah, very but it's possible. not crazy to assume that. It's not crazy. It's to not do. ridiculous to assume that. Second, so first of all, the, the big important point, it wasn't even cheating. It's only cheating by our laws. We're, right. we're talking, calling cheating by United States laws. They didn't even have it in their contract. Like it said in the contract, we're not going to test for steroids. They're telling you Which you can do whatever you says, want. Which basically says, yeah. So it's like, if the, look, let's put it in perspective with this whole Tour de France thing. The big argument, Bill Burr had a hilarious segment on Conan talking about it, is like everybody was on juice, that it's a dirty sport, that our psychopath beat your psychopath. <laughs> but you're all, everyone's cheating. And he's yeah. right. He's yeah. right. That's, the, that's what, if everyone just admitted what they were doing, then we would just be able to deal with it on the fact, well, to do that bike race, you need to have all this shit in your system. Yeah. That's the only way these That's guys right. could do it. We could tell kids that. Don't feel inadequate next to Mr. This fuck guy. He's got science. Because this fuck guy's him. got EPO in his veins. Yeah. And we should tell people this is the only way they can do this and compete. You know, but we make sure that their levels don't get above a, a safe amount. And then, you know, you let them compete that way. There's a lot of people that feel like that. Like, right. if you have, like, such a dirty sport. Whereas, like, when he had to give his, when Armstrong had to give his shit back, and they go back to 15th the people. Place. Yeah, it was like 15th place, the 15th guy who place. didn't test positive or something. So it's basically a level playing field. Yeah, it's, it's basically like, a level playing exactly. field. Exactly. Yeah. They're all cheating. It's just who's better at hiding the cheating, right. who's got a better team behind them. I don't think that's necessarily the case with fighting. Like I've said, I would bet a million dollars that BJ Penn never took shit. Mm -hmm. I bet a million dollars. I agree. He's the guy. 100%. There's a lot of other guys, I think, if they got injured. Like, this is Anderson's thing. He's saying that he took it because he was injured, and he was trying to heal his leg. He still can't do it because it's illegal. Like, yeah. you can't. It's like, it's not in the rules because they've, first of all, they've shown that if you do take it, I believe that you're only taking it to heal your leg. Don't get me wrong. But if you allow people that sort of loophole, there's certain steroids that you can take that in that they alter your body permanently. Mm. Like, you're going to take steroids that they've done tests on these. And it might be a small amount. And that small amount might be not even close to like the advantage that someone like has John, like John Jones has over someone like Eddie Brill. You know yeah. what I mean? Like just insane genetics, insane athleticism. Like even if you do take steroids and you keep a little bit of it, bitch, you're still not as, he's yeah. naturally stronger than you. Like you're fucksville yeah. with nothing, fucksville. With, no, with no drugs, he's way stronger than you. Right. So you're fucked. But you just can't let that, you can't let that be something that everybody does. Because it's not that we're because not, you'd have not, to no because you'd get into what you'd have to define what an injury is now. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, people would all have injuries. Well, not only that, people would do it in the off season and put on crazy strength. And Americans and would lose hate some of it. You. The exactly. world would hate the sport if they knew mm -hmm. everyone was cheating. Exactly, and roided to the gills. It's just not pure. People mm -hmm. want to assume they're they're heroes and the guys they see on TV or gals are supplement free. Yeah, and if we got to a point where everyone is like doing like it's all obvious they do it. Well, like it's listed in their stats. You know, he takes fifty. <laughs> milliliters of this fucking <laughs> chemical dioxymacathate, and he tells like the whole stack that he's on, and it's all about getting the right stack. But it, it really raises a really important, it, but, but it raises a very important question, which is, as we are pushing way beyond our biology, mm -hmm. and it's becoming exponential, and so you're gonna have high school kids like Ray Kurzweil says.
Gorillas who can inject themselves with tiny little robots that 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 like red blood cells that basically oxygenate your blood. They can sprint for an hour. Robots. Brian told me the other day that well, no, but this they is have true. technology to create. <clears throat> Uh, bulletproof flying dragon. No, I was just saying. They probably I, I do. was just saying synthetic biology. They probably we're do. All fucked, yeah. man. No, they, I mean, we're probably a hundred years away from them being able to create organisms. That, Whatever that, you can that come just, up with. Yeah. Craig Venter says twenty-five years. But the point is, he's that, probably smarter than me. So I go with what that guy says. The, the, the point is that you're getting to a point where you can, where where biology and technology is is just getting to a it, how do you deny it yeah, you're going to gene dope and do all the stuff so then what, what what does that mean when you're competing against another guy is it actually like race cars race cars have a whole team mm -hmm. of mechanics that but, work on that engine but it's like be race cars you have a very specific amount of cubic inches you're allowed to have yeah. that's true everything there's has a, a certain amount of, there's yeah. a limit to horsepower they they run into the, so it's all about the skill of the driver huh. like the sophistication of the team that puts it together i mean they have to adjust the suspension, calibrate the dampers, make sure that everything's correct as far as the weight balance and all this other jazz, and they build a solid engine. But the, the engine has to be like, you know, whatever it is, 500 horsepower. Oh, you, you have to have a, you can't. And here's a little news flash for you. If stage. every girl in the division at 135 took steroids, they're still not beating Ronda. You could be juiced to the gills and you're not beating Ronda. Mm -hmm. yeah, hey, you, guys at 205, juice all you want. You're not beating John Jones. It's yeah. just not going to happen, man. Right? Isn't that strange? There's, like, there's guys that, and, and by the way, that might have been Fedor. It's very possible. True. And when I say this, I say this at... I have like a few all-time favorite fighters. Brendan Schaub, of course, because he's my friend. Yes. <laughs> um, well, you didn't. What, you never saw me do Taekwondo. All right, I don't know. Uh, well, National just some Channel. video, I guess. Okay, we'll, we'll show you. We'll get to that. <laughs> but, but the the top two, like, there's maybe like three or four, like that I, that are interchangeable. And one of them is Vandalay, just because every fight was chaos. Yeah. I would, I'll be a Vandalay Silva fan to the day I die. That <laughs> I motherfucker was a be. maniac. In Pride, when he fought Rampage and he's standing in front of him, <sighs> like bobbing his head back and forth, a fucking stare Tito down. Short ah! Do this fucking thing. Axe the wiggle, murder, yeah. the wiggle, the gloves, dude. I can very clearly remember Eddie Bravo and I sitting in my living room, cross-legged on the couch, hands sweaty, when Vandalay was about to fight Rampage. It was a fight. It was a Fucking Son, man. war! Couple of balls it of estrogen. It was war! God damn, he was good. God damn, he was chaotic. He was just, he was just so ferocious. So he will always have a special place in my heart. But then when it comes to technicians, there's two guys that are interchangeable. It's Anderson and Fedor. Those mm. are my two favorite technicians. Anderson fell out of my top because of the steroids. I give him a break. I you give, give him, him a break. A break. I, I give don't. him a break on his past performances. I give him a break on the spectacular knockouts, like the Vitor Belfort front kick to the face, choking out Dan Henderson when Dan was dropping bombs out True. people. I give him. I give him a break. But, you know, before his chin went, before the the Weidman fight, when Weidman caught him, Weidman fucking hurt him, dude. He hurt him bad. And if you watch that second fight, it just does not look like he takes the same punch that he did in the first fight. And they're in the clinch. He gets clipped, and he goes down. And I look at him. I go, man, here's a guy who's struggling. Like, this is the end of the career. Look, he's 39. Yeah. This, is what, this is how yeah, we look yeah. at athletes. Right. You know I mean? This is the reality. Of, <clears throat> if you're going to be natural, this is the reality of athletes. They get to a certain point, especially after a few knockouts, and they're 39 years old. Like, that's what you're looking at, man. You're looking at the, the deterioration of the master. 
And at one point in time, Anderson was the fucking master to say anything else. The best I've ever seen. It's ridiculous. He's the best. Finished everybody. As far as performances, I I look at the way he put guys away, too, like the Stefan Bonner fight. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. He did it like he's a magician. He's standing with his back up against the cage. Waved him over. Waved him over. And then when he decides it's time to attack, crushes him with one Um, knee to the solar plexus. Imagine the confidence you have to have to do that. Bonner's huge, too. Bonner's 6'4", 235. Was on Juice. Bonner yeah. tested yeah, positive. He tested yeah. positive yeah. I mean, obviously, <clears throat> Bonner's not the best example. I mean, he's not the best fighter that uh, Anderson, no disrespect, he's not the best fighter that Anderson's faced. Right. But you look at what he did to Rich Franklin. Rich Franklin's a tough motherfucker, man. Look at Rich Franklin with Chuck Liddell. How about Forrest Griffin? Forrest you Griffin, th- right. Yeah. But do you think the, the Rich Franklin that fought Chuck Liddell was better than the Rich Franklin that fought Anderson? Because I don't. No. There's no way. No. So no. the Anderson that fought Rich Franklin, he fought the best Rich Franklin ever and just ran through Dismantled him. Stood, him stood in front of him, dropped his hands, and let him throw kicks at him and just died. In a fucking championship fight. In a world championship fight, his hands are down. The guy's throwing kicks at his head. It's insane. And he's bobbing and weaving like it's not even happening. So you got Anderson over Fedor. I got Anderson overall. I have Anderson oh, number over one. everyone. Always. He's your favorite. He's my number ever. one. Anderson's has, my has favorite. To, has to be. He's my favorite. Have to be. Who's your favorite? Well, this is just my my opinion. This no is my Gara. opinion. And in that mix, in that mix of of those great guys, is Anderson and in Fedor. I say Anderson overall, but is energy. I I've I had some fantastic enjoyment watching Fedor fights. Mm-hmm. Like what I'm saying, and what I said about it being possible <clears throat> that someone might have done performance enhancing drugs. It's not an accusation. I'm just highlighting the reality of the environment that they were competing in. That's it. Mm-hmm. As far as my respect for him as an athlete and as a fighter, I'm a huge, huge fan of that guy. I've always been a huge fan. There's a video of me on YouTube with that huge UFC hated because I was talking about what a bad motherfucker he is. This is what he was fighting for the other organization. It's a highlight video of me just ranting about what a bad motherfucker he is. Like, I've always thought he was amazing. I think Fedor's in everyone's to be, top. I have to be honest. I'm yeah. honest about everything. And right. even if, it's, if it could be possibly perceived to be disrespectful, it's not my intention. My intention is to look at the reality. I don't know whether or not someone took a performance-enhancing drug. I don't know. Right. I have no idea. I could take a wild guess, but it's all bullshit. Unless I see it or unless we know for sure because someone tested positive. Or his traps are ridiculously large. Well, even then, there's but some to, dudes to assume, that are just built to a certain way. that, though, it's not crazy. No one should write a story about you exactly. assuming that. Exactly. That's like assuming I'm the only one that tans in here. I'm you brown know, as shit. You guys are white. I you know what I'm saying? It's not ridiculous to assume I tan. You know there. Dimitri. Yeah. Dimitri's Ukrainian. Yep. And he's a built like a brick fucking shit. He really house. is. This dude and I have been friends since we were like 15. We competed together. We were in the same Taekwondo team. We tried. He was the heavyweight. We, I sparred that dude all you the time. You probably know him, Brian. You're on the same circuit. I, I yeah. didn't. I couldn't actually. I, went, I like missed a national tournament once because he kicked my shin and snapped Damn. my fucking. Not the tibia. The fi, Which is the fibula or the Ugh, tibia? Tibia is the fat one. The fibula is the yeah. small. The painful one. He was a. He's a. My point is, he's a stone. Just a big. Just, yeah. That motherfucker never did anything. I know. We never did anything. We were friends. We were friends back when he was competing. I mean, they didn't test anybody back then. Like, they tested you if you got to the Olympics in Taekwondo. You would know if he was on something. He wasn't on shit. I know he wasn't on That's, shit. I, but I, if I, you looked at him, just, yeah, he would say that guy's juicy. You, you can't yeah. do that. And I wish the public could, could meet certain athletes where it's like, no, these people are actually born different than you. Yeah. You meet Tim Tebow. You see Tim, and mm-hmm. it's just like... He, he, he won't take protein powder he's worried about. Ronda Rousey, you hang out with Ronda? No, she does nothing. And nothing. she's just built different than us. She's just Dude, a freak. Brock yeah. was at the UFC this weekend, and I shook his hands, and he picked me up in the air with a handshake. What do you mean? And I'm not bullshitting, dude. 
He picked me up in the air with a fucking handshake. I go, what's up, big man? I, we, I clapped hands with him, and all of a sudden, <laughs> I, was, I was in the air. Come on. Dude, I'm not fucking around, man. He's a man. monster. He's a monster. I mean, he kind of touched me with his left hand while he picked me up. <laughs> wow. But most of it was just Yeesh. him sack of potato in just me. Just a giant hand. Just giant. His, um, my hand disappeared. It was like a laptop. It was like I was shaking hands with a laptop. <laughs> that's, like, that's, like, that's like Shane Carlin, who picked me up and started to squeeze me. You were there. And I was like, oh. I was tapping, and he goes, that's I just hear in my ear, that's 20%, bro. Dude, Shane. He squeezed my body and Shane, I... we'd be on his boat. His hand's so big, we'd be on his boat. And, he, and I'd be like, hey, Shane, you need another bear? He's like, I got one, brother. <laughs> Peel his hand back. <laughs> I'm like, damn, bro. You can't fuck with that <laughs> kind of genetics. Jack so you just can't, you can't fuck with that kind of genetics. No, and it's I, just pe- guys that are just too big. And I too wish big. people could, could hang around with athletes yes. of this caliber. Because it's like, no, I'm, I'm telling you, they're just built different. No matter what you ever do, you're never going to be on the Nature same plane. Nature ain't field. equal. Mike Tyson in his prime. Yeah. I mean, just get the fuck out of here. He didn't need <laughs> yeah. to do shit. No. All he was doing was working out. Yeah. He was Eating getting up and, and shit. Well, I run at 5.30 in the morning because it's dark out, and I always assume that my opponent's still sleeping, and that gives me extra strength. <laughs> I feel confident. He's just confident. fucking running. Just a just fucking diesel, diesel, yeah. square-headed, <laughs> destroying Incredible. machine, Incredible. fast twitch muscle fiber and angst. And finally in his life, he's become special after years of neglect. And uh. that special talent is knocking motherfuckers out. Uh. And a hundred mil in the bank. And Can you imagine him in his heyday? He had 400 oh. mil, I believe. God, Jesus. At one point, then lost it all. Well, I don't think he all had it all at one point in no, time. I don't I think, think he had he 400 that, million yeah. in the bank. I think that's like his total uh, that he pissed yeah. away yeah. over his life. It's a lot of money. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, he, he had tigers. Charlie Murphy was on my podcast and told a story about Mike Tyson <laughs> and a fucking tiger. Dude, there's a video of it. Pull the video of it. Somebody made a video. Find out who the video was made by. Some fan did it. He did an animation. Of Mike Tyson and his fucking tiger. He's got tigers. Charlie Murphy pulls up and no one wants to get out of the limousine. They're all sitting there in Mike Tyson's house. This is when his brother Eddie Murphy was fucking gigantic. Yeah. You know, he still is. But when Charlie, people didn't know who Charlie was. Charlie was hanging out with his brother, who was friends of Are Mike. They close? They're pretty close, those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. close. I ran into them just totally randomly in Maui. It was really? the coolest shit ever. Both dude. of them? Yeah. I was at the um I was at the counter checking into a hotel and uh his cousin Rich was there. I was like, what's up, Rich? What are you doing, man? Because we went on that tour together, the Maxim Connie tour. Right. He goes, oh, shit, man, what's up? He goes, Charlie's here. Eddie's here. I go, no way. So I went and hung out with Charlie, and I had I, I sat down with Eddie Murphy. I was like sitting down with Eddie Murphy having lunch. <laughs> cool, it's dude. Cool, man. Funny, oh, he's funny the dude. nicest guy, man. He's so nice. Because Char- Charlie's a stand-up guy, right? Charlie is a fucking prince of a human being. Really? He's a gem. I love that That's guy. That's good to hear, man. He's such a good dude. Like I had, I hung out with that dude. We did 22 shows together, and I liked him more every night. Wow. He's a, just a solid stand-up dude. Charlie mm. Murphy is a. Where are they great from? Guy. Those two. New York. Charlie mm. Murphy's a legit martial artist too. Oh really? Oh yeah. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. He, he's really? a legit black belt in karate. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. He fought in like well, his dad point was a tournaments boxer. and shit back in the day, yeah. but. But he's well immersed in martial arts. Like you talk to him about martial arts, and he, he just recently got pretty popular, right? Cause, well, not Charlie? recently, but because the uh, Dave Chappelle show when yeah. he's on there. But, but before then, it's like, oh, cool, Charlie Murphy. Or, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I think his dad was a boxer, and and Eddie Murphy works out. That he boxes. You know, I don't know if he sparks. Does he? But yeah, but his dad was. I, I don't think he was a pro, but I think his dad was pretty close. Well, I don't know, but I know that Charlie's been doing martial arts since he was young. Like we had some great conversations about it. But just about everything, man. He's just a. He's just one of those dudes that you listen to him. Like, you want to hear him talk. Yeah, he has great stories, man. Could there be anyone bigger than Eddie Murphy? 
at the time in his no, heyday, no. Eddie Murphy was so big. Yeah, that donkey yeah. on what is the is Shrek? it Shrek? Yeah, he, I think he made well the movie made. They well, yeah, talking about he's how done much a lot of that, man. He's what about trading? He's done fucking Shrek. Done just Shrek? Yeah, he's coming to America. The voice Shrek, of Shrek? Are you a terrorist? Yeah. No, he's the Shrek. He's who the donkey. Are you? He's the donkey. Were you living he's in Saudi donkey. Arabia when all this shit was going on? <gasps> no, I know who he is. But coming I, I, to America, you know who he is. No, he's hold huge. on, hold on, hold he's on. He's huge. I'm saying, I'm Stop, saying, Shrek the, the donkey is where he made a, a ton. To he made thirteen yeah, yeah, million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to hit the brakes real quick. That's Can you name me one of donkey. one of Eddie Murphy's stand-up comedy specials? Raw, which I saw live. You saw live. Yes, you were in the did. audience. In DC. Get the fuck out. Yep. That's pretty. It was incredible. Whoa. I know. That's amazing. I know. How'd you get tickets? My friend bought them for us. It was a surprise for her brother's birthday. God. And it was incredible. Greg Belasco and his sister Amy. And we went there and I had I was so I was probably what, 18, 19? Wow. And he comes out in his leather suit. Oh my god. And I and I these are seminal moments because you could see him on the screen too and his acting and the things he did. It was shocking how good he was. Shocking. And they were all going crazy. And he went to one side of the room and he put his hand to his ear, then the next hand to his ear, and I was just like, Well, that's the coolest dude on the planet. And <laughs> the idea that I do that uh, in a small way that I'm a comic. Yeah. Is is still incredible to me. Yeah, but you know, for sure, his highlight of his career is not Shrek being the donkey. No, yeah. no, you no, fucked up. Dare you. You, you didn't, fucked you didn't up. let me finish you what I was saying. They were talking about how much he made up, for Universal. But you definitely fucked up, right? <laughs> no, man. Guys, hold, hold on. on. You hold went on. with Shrek. Guys, you, you don't think you fucked up? Guys, hold on. I, I'm I, sure he made a lot of money, but guess what? He was already rich as fuck. Oh, yeah. Forgot like Eddie Murphy. What? Come on, son. Yeah. Forgot like Eddie Murphy. He had a dry spell for a while, though, didn't he? Listen, dude, settle down. What is dry spell? What are you sitting back counting? You found out how much money he had. He got. Done. Yeah, yeah, he probably uh, counted about a thousand dollars a day, and he got bored after a while. And then he said, "Ah, let me start doing movies again." And he did that movie with Steve Martin. Everybody goes, "Oh shit, I forgot." Eddie Murphy's one of the funniest guys ever. Ever. He's amazing. Ever. He's and amazing. Brian's like the donkey. And Would you say, Jamie? <laughs> Yeah, Doctor Doolittle. No, no, the donkey. But those are like little kids' movies. I gotta go back to like Trading Places. Incredible. You know, like forty-eight hours. Forty-eight hours. Oh. Yeah, forty-eight hours is the big one. Beverly right? Hills Cop is Beverly huge. Beverly Hills Cop. One, two, three, son. But Nick Amazing. Nolte. Come on, him and you Nick Nolte. You fucking said Shrek, man. You said Shrek. You didn't let me finish. I no, was saying, you said a cartoon no, voice. Guys, wasn't hold even on. him. I was saying he he effortlessly made some insane amount of money just being a donkey. And I'm I was telling like, you, he got thirteen did. million. He didn't need it. I know. That 13 million, like a, a it, it, it went in a pile somewhere. Right. He doesn't even feel that. Have you a seen his like girl Eddie lately? Murphy? No. Have you seen his girl She's lately? the best looking woman sure. on the planet. I'm sure. He's yeah. still beautiful. Yeah. I saw him at the beach. He looks guy. great. He doesn't look like whatever old he is. God, He's older than he me. Has great but stories. I look older than him, probably. He is also a germaphobe. He, he'll use a bar of soap <sighs> once, throw it away. Well, he's just rich. That's yeah. all. Eddie Murphy, Charlie does shit. that with sneakers. Really? Charlie gets sneakers. They're in a box before a show, puts them on, and throws those bitches to yeah, the I'm side. Yeah, I'm not even rich. I only wear <laughs> socks once, son. I'm not even rich. I don't wear socks twice. <laughs> play, the, play the video of Charlie at uh, Mike Tyson's house, because this is how fucking goddamn funny Charlie Murphy is. Oh, I, I bet he has such good stories. Oh, he's a gem. seen that Tyson documentary. Is it just called Tyson? Music I, I think it's extremely yeah, yeah. powerful. You see a man it is cry. fucking incredible. Cry when he reflects on parts of his life. Yeah. A strong man like that. You have to realize that whatever was on him was no joke. Yeah, man. it's incredible. Right? That's a man who one Peace. time I went to his house, and it was five, it was six limos, and nobody <laughs> would get out the limo. And I said, how come nobody's getting out the car? They said, <laughs> You don't see that lion standing over there? <laughs> Mike Tyson had a lion in his front yard. Oh, <laughs> like hangover style. That's the only man whose house I ever went over 
there was a lion in the front yard, loose. Wow. He was on the steps like this with a heavyweight belt. No, man, no, that's not a cat. It's a lion. That's fucking real. Mike Tyson had a lion. A male lion or a female lion? Awesome. With a mane, a lion in his front yard, loose. Shit. It was walking. It was off the leash, man. It was not in the cage. It was in the yard. Oh my god. Then he came out and started wrestling with him. Oh my god. Damn, he wrestled. How big was the lion? It was big, man. It was a lion. He was wrestling with a lion. Came over there and grabbed him and started tussling with him and all. Jesus. And everybody was in the limousine until the lion could come up to a limousine and bust the window open and come in there. Oh, I'm sorry. Easy. He could just go like this, boof, and come right in there and just have lunch. So everybody was in the car. He couldn't back out because it was all like five limos. So everybody's in the car horrified, thinking that Mike is getting ready to be eaten by this lion. But that doesn't happen. He, just, he plays with him and he put, takes him in the back. Comes back out and I was like, you know what? I'm never gonna be around another man in life that's gonna do that in front of me. Oh, and, you know what I'm saying? Oh, fuck. that's incredible. Oh, Who's the that's animation? One of the funniest things uh, I've ever seen. Telepath slain at telepathoid. That's the dude so who funny. put it together. So Walking thank, the line thank you, back. buddy. <laughs> the line back. S line back. S L A I N at what is it again? Oh god! Oh shit! That he was just said, so you could just say, just say, boof. I just want to give this guy's credit. What it, what is it? What did it say at the very end there? Just want to give the guy because it's really cool. It's funny animation too. Telepathoid. So slain at telepathoid. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for making that. But yeah, so how funny! funny. I said, boof, oh, boof, dude. Boof. I've never used. I never heard anybody use that expression. Boof. A lion. Like lion. I be a lion. Heavyweight belt. <laughs> Heavyweight belt. Could you imagine? It's the first time I'll never see something like this again in my life. Imagine seeing him sitting there with a heavyweight belt. Imagine the experiences Mike Tyson had in his heyday and Eddie Murphy had in his heyday. God damn. Yeah, excess. Insanity. God damn. Yeah. That kind of celebrity brings out the aphrodisiac. Damn. Yeah. Oops. There's so many crazy fucking dudes in this world that have competed in MMA. So many crazy worlds that have fought, so many crazy dudes that have fought in boxing. Mm. Like their, their whole life story, if you had to like accumulate the wildness of like a Roberto Duran's oh life story. Johnny Tapia? You ever oh seen the Johnny Tapia no. series? Oh, no. Watch the documentary on Johnny Tapia. Really? Man. Oh it's my insane. God. Mijita Loca. Drug addict. Yeah. Fight, world champion. Yeah. Aaron Pryor, same thing. Just below. Mm. And just so many of these great fighters, just crazy, wild lives, so much nuts, chaos. Ending sometimes, like Arturo got to get shot and killed. Oh, kill, no, he got to strangle his fucking girl. Yeah. His girl killed him. Yeah, set him got up. got off in Brazil. Brazil yep. It was all in Brazil. Set him up for the insurance, right? Yeah, apparently he was hit on the head and choked. Yeah, and they're saying he did it to himself. Come on. Yeah. His family thinks she fucking killed him. Yeah, for sure. She's, yeah. They, they got a picture of her getting out of jail. She's laughing mm -hmm. and smiling. Like, that's not how that you feel. Right, that's if you If that is really your <clears throat> husband, you, you miss him and he's gone, You first of all, you feel horrible that someone put you in jail for that when you miss him so much yep. and killed himself. And second of all, when you come out, you don't, you're not smiling. You're it's like fucking, a celebration yeah, for her. Yeah, this ain't a celebration. Yeah. You're, you're still depressed because your husband's dead because he killed himself, and you were just accused of doing it, and people still suspect you of it. You should be depressed. Right. You should insane. feel terrible. You should feel terrible that the whole world is calling bullshit on you and saying that you killed him. You should be, like, you should be under pressure. I saw, she doesn't look like she's under pressure at all. I saw a statistic right. today that said in Mexico if you commit a murder, there's less than 5% chance that you'll do any jail time. Oh, my gosh. It, it, that's also because the people How insane doing, is that? 
the people doing the murder are a lot of times so well connected. You're talking about cartel wow. violence now, That's where, where the cops are involved stats, and everything. Son. So I keep my ass in America. <sighs> yeah, you know what, man? I, I I have a real, real terrible feeling about the way our our world is connected with like these borders of countries and we won't, won't let people in and we keep people out like on in some sense i can't understand what people are trying to do trying to manage what we can with our own space but if you're not managing your fucking next door neighbor if you're not helping you know like say if you live next to a crazy broken down trailer and there's some fucking and you can't move this is like you're you have a permanent permanent house yeah this is your neighbor, man. Yeah. What are you gonna do? You gonna help him out? You know, his kids need some food. Maybe he needs a little money for gas. Like, yeah, you're doing a lot better than him. Just give him a little every now and then, just to soothe this motherfucker's life. This soothe Me this Mexico's issue is life. not that. Mexico's issue, though, is institutions and the integrity of those institutions. Professor Callen at it again. It's really true, though. Okay, but I was I was making a point, you fuck. Yeah, no, but what, what, I was kinda, what, I was, what I was trying to say is these people. We should. They shouldn't be like another country. They're right there. Yeah. They should be people that we consider, you know, to be in a bad situation and try to help them. Whether it's help them politically, help them financially, yeah, they're help struggling, them. Man. But the idea that we're just we're separate from them like there's there should be like a lot of emphasis on trying to fix mexico and a less emphasis on fucking with countries that are on the other side of the planet well you want to fix them you legalize marijuana overall in the united states because the cartel drug war is what's feeding all this chaos Drugs. that's a big part, part of it that's a big part of it for sure you know and there's a big part of it is uh probably going to be dis like a lot of the corruption that you're seeing like pr probably a lot of that's going to go away when things become more and more transparent because of the internet. Mm. It's going to be harder and harder for people to pull off the kind of shit they're doing in Russia right now, where you see Putin's number one enemy got just got whacked, unbelievable, yeah. shot Dude. right in the right Dude. in public with a, with his hot hot girlfriend. Good someone someone just came Lord. up. Really? Good lord, sir. <laughs> he's someone Good just came up and Lord. shot homeboys. Lord have mercy. Fifty five, and he's got this. Smoking Russian girlfriend. She's 23. He's been with her for three years. Holla. So it's Holla. love. So it's love. So he's walking down. It's totally love. They're yeah. very compatible. He's walking down the street with her, and a fucking car pulls up and just unloads on him. You Kills know, her too, or no? I think no. Didn't even shoot her. I think more than one guy shot her. Yeah. Shot him rather. It was Damn. a hit. And yeah. she's just standing there while Terrible. they just shoot him in front of her, like bang, bang, bang. It's horrifying. The dude's man. dead. And. You know, and now they just left, let her leave and go back to her country. They, they allowed her to. Uh, you think to she leave. cried, or she's like, "Damn." She probably was freaked out. I mean, that's a terrible thing to say. She's probably completely freaked out. I, I mean, could you imagine you're dating this dude and he gets assassinated because she probably loved him. He was a really charismatic, awesome guy. From you know, I mean, yeah. he was all about reforms. He was a big critic yeah, of the I'm, Kremlin. I'm sure that's why she was with him. Well, back, you know, who knows? When it's cultural. Everybody's got a different yeah. uh, way of looking at things. Police oh. question girlfriend. What are you doing, Jimmy? She is, that's, yeah, that's That's what I'm saying. That's as crazy as I've ever it seen. It just hit red hot. Murdered Putin critic. That's the murdered Putin critic. Imagine, imagine if that's like your title after you're dead. You're the murdered Putin critic. Because that's all people are going to remember about that cat. When Well, on CNN, it's tough. When, I was, America, doing, when I was doing the ice bucket challenge, I did it. How dare uh, you? Benching 315 pounds, right? You did the ice bucket challenge while benching yeah, 315 pounds? Yeah, and I had Callum pour the water on me. Oh. And the only thing I was concerned with is I said if it slips, like it cut, falls off and hits me in the neck and I die, will mm. it be on CNN? We'll be like, guy tries ice bucket challenge, dies. <sighs> That's the only thing I was worried You're about. You're not going to die from 315 pounds. 
I want to drop it, drop it on my I'm not face. Not gonna totally drop it. Like your arm's gonna stop working. Well, you know? with the water, let's say it slips off. Yeah. Have you seen that the yeah, USC the football player? Yeah. It's not gonna be good either way. Yeah. That guy was benching some stupid amount of weight, like 600 plus pounds, right? Wasn't he? No, this dude, the homeboy had, I think, maybe 400, 300 something, and it slipped because the way they would do it, they wouldn't wrap their fingers around the bar. They would just like this. Mm. Oh, God. Oh. And his oh, arms man. failed and it fell. It just slipped off. Oh, no. And he, he died? takes it off the bar. No, he was a, he's supposed to be a pretty high draft pick. Yeah. Oh, fell on him. Obviously, he's not really can't do anything, and it's just like jacked him up, man. For, he can't talk anymore. Broke oh, every Jesus yeah, broke Christ. his neck. Oh my trachea, God. everything. Can't speak. Oh fuck! I've saw a different one. I saw it was a white guy. It was a powerlifter dude. Oh, I've seen that. Ooh. He was so fat that I think he's good. You oh. know, what I'm <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm let's be real, bro. He's so fat. I think he's good. <laughs> I think he's good. Ah. There's an advantage to being that thick. Well, man. a lot of guys get punched in the belly when they're fat, and the punch never even reaches them. I mean, they've got fucking five inches of layer. It's crazy. Like, if somebody punches you legitimately, if somebody, like, you could fuck somebody up with one of those Taekwondo body protectors on. You know, I've seen people get kicked and yep. go to the hospital yeah. to the body. But if you're a fat guy, you gotta, you're walking around through life with a Taekwondo uh, body you protector You ain't dropping on. Roy Nelson with a liver <laughs> shot. I'll <laughs> tell you that right that. now. Roy's gonna laugh if you hit him to the body. So. Yeah, well, especially to the the front of the body. Yeah, you like, no one has keep ever him like, to the front. Roundhouse kicked that dude in the stomach and really fucked. He's him the up. biggest mystery. He fights Overeem I mean, next. That's a good fight, son. Dude, that's in Dallas. Dallas. That's gonna that's be a big crazy. card. That's a good card. What are you doing that weekend? You're around. What weekend is it? March thirteenth and fourteenth. I will be in Chicago at the Schomburg Improv. And this weekend, Sucks for you, buddy. where will I be this weekend? I don't know. You tell me. Come on, man. You're you supposed to do me. my advertisement. Well, Lexington, Kentucky. Wow. Brian Callen, Off-Broadway Comedy. Oh, is that the name of the place? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, mm. Sunday. Off-Broadway in Kentucky. Huh? Brian mm. Callen. It's really off-Broadway. Yeah, it's it's very off-Broadway. Off well, it's in way, Kentucky. Far as shit away from Broadway. You don't want to do comedy on Broadway unless it's only you and you open with the exact same shit every night, oh, and you do it as a performance piece. Yeah, you'd have to do a performance with art a, piece. with you a box of wigs. Yeah, it's for them. It's very important if you're going to do a one man show performance yeah. piece. Like guys do stand up. Like there's there's guys that have made a career off of doing stand up as a one man show. Yeah. Like that defending the caveman yep. guy. He's made a fortune, load of money. Yeah. Well, also you might be a redneck. He did the same thing over did and he? over, right? Did over he? and over. Yeah, one man show. Oh, I didn't know neck. he did that. Yeah. No, uh, you talking about uh, Larry the Cable Guy? No, it's no, not Larry the Cable Guy. Uh, Jeff no. Foxworthy. Jeff oh, Foxworthy. you didn't even know your goddamn film. No, he he. Uh, How dare you? you no, know, he was always Larry just a stand-up, guy. I think, wasn't he? Foxworthy he had yes. that show for a while. He's still a stand-up. Yeah. He was part of the. Blue is he, st- is he still doing stand-up? Fuck yeah, yeah killing it still. Yeah. You never stop. Oh, yeah. I'll never stop, dude. Well, fucking Larry the Cable Guy killed. Nobody talks about Larry the Cable Guy. He flies under the weather. Under the weather. Under the radar. Under the weather. He's got a. He's got a fucking. There's a picture that Josh Wolf showed me. Josh Wolf and him did a tour together, and they did a goddamn football arena. God, and it's him standing on yes, game. it's yeah. him standing on stage. Josh Wolf took a selfie of him standing on stage in front of oh hundred thousand fucking people, what? or whatever the fuck How it was. You, and, and I mean, just what is one of those ninety percent mullet? Fifty thousand. Let's say it's fifty thousand. Yeah. How many did they get? One of those hundred thousand. Okay, filled. For Larry the Cable Guy. What? Phil. Yep. Is it 2004? Look, look, look at that. Look what you're looking at. That's the look craziest what you're thing I've at. ever seen. That's Nebraska. That's a big-ass stadium, Are you bro. shitting the me? Big red. Look at the size of that fucking crowd. Is that from uh, Josh Wolf's Twitter feed or something? Okay. Dude, that's look insane. At that. Look at that. Yeah. Dude, that's a sea of human. That's an w- army. He could start a war. Yeah. He could take those Larry the Cable Guy ads. 
and send them overseas. They could conquer countries. Dude, One of his crowds. I didn't know. I, I got to be honest. I thought he was dead. Yo, that's the entire. <laughs> How dare you? That's dare the entire you? population of Boulder, Colorado. Yeah. That is. For real, man. It's 100,000. He's killing it. I didn't even know. Honestly, I didn't know he's still doing stand-up. Dude, stand he does up. that all the time. Yeah. He does that all over the country. Yep. He doesn't do that like once a year. That's not like the once a year Larry Get the Cable guy. No, he's. Dude. Dude. You hey. think he, you think he's that redneck when you just hang out with him? No, it's not even who he is. No, he's been... Dan Whitney. <laughs> he's he's a real look. Pull the video. There's a video of him doing stand up, and you have to watch it. It's him before he did the Larry the Cable. First of all, he's a great guy. Not dissing him at all. He's a super nice guy. Yeah, always cool. Very down to earth. Always has been. I met him like way back in the day in Montreal before he was ever famous. He was cool as fuck back I've then. I've heard that. We had some drinks together. Hung out at the Comedy Works. Just. Very, very cool guy. He might have a line at his front door. But he had a... Oh, yeah. He's killing the oh, game. But he, he, he's, he's married and, you know, he's having family and all that shit now. But if he wanted to, yeah, he could. But my point being is that this guy, like, created a character and was doing it on the radio. And then the, that character became super successful. And that's just, like, who people think of him as now. Right. But it's a kid, like, this is him. This Wait. is him doing stand-up. Good to be here. I'll tell you what. You know, my... Uh, I just went to visit my... Uh, Grandma, she's got Alzheimer's disease, so I had to put her in a home. Uh, it's a nice place, it's called, huh? <laughs> yeah, she laughed when I told her that. Wow, yeah. So I, I thought he was just born a pure redneck. No. Grandma's just like, nobody gets along with her. She's just like, sneep, sneep, it's not fair to him to play this old material, so let's just cut it right there. You got the point. Nobody but wants still, to see man. anybody's material from 1987. Not still doing comedy today no. when you started out like two years in Oof. and you're on some terrible TV Think show. Think about when he's having a bad day <laughs> and just has to play a redneck. He's like, all right, rip the fucking sleeves no, off. Give me this mullet. Listen, that dude's having fun. He's having yeah, fun. He's having <clears> you don't think he gets sick of playing redneck? No, because he's he's, he's performing. He's he's a character. It's a really funny character. Super funny. And he's he's got good jokes. He's always writing new stuff for it. I can't believe he's selling out Nebraska Stadium. <laughs> Dude, he makes he's over gigantic. $20 million a year easy. Yeah, he's gigantic. For sure. He's yeah. gigantic. Just doing stand-up. And, he, you know, he's his own boss. He does whatever he I wants. I think the goal now is to get a lion in my front yard. <laughs> That's right. Callan, you want to go in on one? Yep, I do. <laughs> go in on a lion. Yes, I do. You can't go halvesies on an apex yeah, predator. Yeah, I'll, I'll have it Monday through Friday. You get it Saturday, Sunday. All I'm right, good you, around you gotta, the kids. That kid, No, the cat's going to have some fucking problems. It's going to feel weird not know where it's real houses. There's a guy in New York City. Cats can't have two dens. The, the, That's true. No, the dude in New York City who had a tiger in his apartment? Uh, he had a crocodile, too. <laughs> did he? Yeah. This guy's awesome. Motherfucker had, like, alligators and shit. Feeding it whole snakes. chickens. Whole yeah. What the fuck did you yeah. think was going to happen? <laughs> what, did, what was best case scenario with this giant alligator in your tongue? You might want to plan. <laughs> you might want to plan for it. You had to call the cops. You had to call the cops, man. Well, the tiger fucked him up. The tiger <laughs> scratched him. Yeah, the tiger yeah. was like, bitch, I'm, out, I'm living in a fucking apartment. I need some exercise. <laughs> it was being a tiger. Yeah, you can't have a tiger in your goddamn apartment in the in Harlem. No, <laughs> in, in his no. one bedroom studio. The, yeah, the lion, the tiger freaked out. Son, you needs could fucking see, run. See some like crazy dude who like thinks he's Neo in the Matrix and he's got some long coat on and he doesn't want anybody to know. He's got like extra bolts on his door and you go inside and he's got a menagerie of fucking animals right. in there, tigers and lions and shit. In his apartment, I told you I got a tiger in my house. His, like his, this motherfucker really has a tiger in an apartment. His thought cloud over his head is constantly, I win. Nobody knows, but I win. I have the best pet. I have the strongest pet. Not even that. He's like the, the fucking neighborhood mystery. 
You know, nobody wants a he bathtub. Has he has zero friends. If you have an yeah. alligator in your bathtub and your best friend's a tiger, a pet tiger, you have zero friends. Okay, but let me look at it from his point of view. What would you rather have? An alarm system that you know no one's going to give a fuck because the cops are never going to answer it anyway. Like, you're, they kick in your door, your alarm goes off, whatever. Yeah. By the time or the shit, no one gives a fuck. You're yeah. dead as fuck, okay? If someone's going to try to harm you and you're in the Harlem, they're gonna, the, the cops are going to stand outside until the dust settles and then move in. They're not right. there for crime prevention. True. They're there to write tickets and shit, okay? So w would you want an alarm system that everybody knows is bullshit or a fucking tiger in your house? I'm going <laughs> to say, how confident are you? With a pistol, you're gonna yeah. walk out with a stereo while you're holding off a tiger, bitch. Bro, and with that tiger, it's not like he was trained. It's like, all right, someone's breaking. I better let this tiger out. That tiger's fucking the robber up and you. No probably, one's getting out alive. Well, it'll probably once it realizes how fun it is to fuck the robber up, it'll just want to fuck you up yeah, too, man. Yeah. You know, be like, why don't I wait for this motherfucker to crack open a can of ham for me? <laughs> they just decide. <laughs> fuck him up right now. Yeah. I want your stupid chicken. Eat that Tired face chicken. Off. They just decide. Well, they want to kill things. Yeah. That's what we, we ignore when we put them in zoos. The most torturous aspect of zoos. It's like taking a man in his prime when he's just unbelievably attracted to women, right? And then putting him in like a glass zoo enclosure and parading naked women around him back right, and forth right. and some people say that that's not an, that's an unfair example but it's not because nature has reward systems true and the cats yeah. are the cleanup crew when you get a limp when you fucked it your design didn't work well guess yeah. what people with thicker anchors th they survive yeah the thicker ankled people survive you thin ankled motherfuckers gotta go that's okay right. thinning yeah. the herd yeah can't thinning the herd. Talk, talk to a fucking samoan babies that can run fast i mean that's what's <laughs> going to survive if tigers are everywhere yeah. in the san diego zoo there was a jaguar and the the woman who tends to the cats was there and i said uh, if i walked in that cage would that thing uh, attack me and she said it would kill you and i said you didn't seem to hesitate she goes nope it's a predator it'll kill you and i said uh what are the chances you think of a human fighting or something like that? She goes, well, she said, what it would do is it would bite you and it would keep adjusting its grip because its, its canines, or whatever you call them, have nerves where they can sense where the juggler is. So it would just keep adjusting and then get on your juggler and you'd go to sleep. My boy Cody Donovan worked at the, the he was like in the morgue in the hospital where they put the bodies in. And then at the Denver Zoo, the lady at night who would feed the tigers and all that shit, she didn't lock the... She didn't lock it good enough. Like, she, whatever, threw in the fucking T-bones or whatever they give them. Uh -huh. And then she thought it, was, it automatically locks, and it didn't. Something it messed up the door from closing. Damn. So she's wheeling the cart. This fucking Jaguar sneaks out from behind. Boom! And they said she died instantly because its big-ass canine went all the way through her skull through the back of her neck. Boom! Oh and Co well, Cody had to get the body, and he said they had to look, and it was just like this giant hole from, from the cat's oh canine. Yep. Straight through. A jaguar, too. I mean, that's not even a particularly... Well, they're, they're pretty big. They're a couple hundred pounds. They're not oh, like... Oh, yeah. huge, no, Jags they're are not huge, though. No, they're, they're not, not like a tiger. They're bigger than leopards, and that, they're very powerful. Well, they think that... that yeah, le jaguars are way bigger. They're, yeah. And they're in South America, too. Yes. They're going to creep what up. You know about a One liger, while son. we're sleeping. I think they say they're the, the most pound for pound. I believe a jaguar is the most powerful cat. I think the most they're powerful so cat pound for pound is a house cat. I think they said if house cats were big, if they were big like a lion or tiger, we would be fucked. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. You never you tame them. You never domesticate them. They they, yeah. they they still have all the same traits as a jungle cat. They're just smaller. They're very powerful. <clears throat> like when you see the, how far a house cat can leap for its body size. It's crazy. Well, have you ever seen that video of the tiger that jumps like? 12 feet in the air to get a piece of meat. Mm -hmm. 
There's a video of them holding this meat like above this truck for this tiger, and this tiger just leaps through the air to get the meat. Well, look at how high the wall was in San Francisco when mm -hmm. those kids were shooting that tiger with wrist rockets. Tiger was no, like, they were throwing pine cones. Is that what it was? And the tiger yeah. was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna." I thought the, what they were shooting with wrist rockets. No, they were throwing pine cones at it supposedly. Yeah, that, I mean, it was a bit from my act. And he Remember got I had out, that bit out. about it, it about jumped. the tiger getting out and what yeah, it, the look in the guy's face when the paws hit the top of the glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Like, like you can't. They killed two of them. I don't care if you're Daniel Day Lewis. I don't care who the fuck you are. Like, you, like I, I would have loved to have seen that guy's face because no one can pretend that. <sighs> Killed one guy Just and one fucked guy. up another one. Guy, I think one guy, I don't know if the guy tried to help his friend or what happened, but the second guy got killed, not the first guy that got attacked. <laughs> and the these were the guy guys throwing the pine cones at him? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Damn. The thing jumped the fence. Apparently they can jump 14 feet, but this, this fence was only 12 feet. And there was a big lawsuit because or threatened a big lawsuit. I don't know if it was settled, but because their fucking fence was too short, man. The tiger just had never jumped before. He'd yeah. never given God. a shot. For sure someone needs to map that out better. Well, well my, you, my bit was if you got a monster in a box in the middle of the city, put a top to the box. <laughs> That'd be like you, you went through all this trouble to build all this shit this way, and you're like, is that high enough? <laughs> yeah, let's get out of here. Like, at least yeah, someone, okay. someone decided the 12th, why did I put a fucking top on it? You yeah. got fake rocks. It's true. You got a fucking pool in there for them. How about a roof? How about you a roof? fuckheads. Why, roof? why make it so it could jump out? Jesus That's so here. ridiculous. That's the dumbest fucking thing ever. Zoos are lame in general, though, man. When's the last time no. I went to the zoo? I went to San Diego Zoo. That line was pissing on everybody. Yeah. Pissing, yeah. man. Walking back That's and forth. That's as good pissing. a zoo as a, as a zoo can get, but yeah. I, don't, I don't like zoos. That was the most exciting part, yeah. by far. Zoos suck, It's man. good for little kids. I like. I, I take my kids. That makes sense. They like to look at the animals, but it's yeah. depressing. If you go... Bums, it, bums me out, man. Yeah. The especially the primates. It's very depressing. I was surprised at what how poorly they actually eat, especially the primates. They're not fed the kind of food. They're not. It's very hard to feed them their natural diet, mm. especially in certain ratios. I don't think they feed the uh, chimps. Um, like, well, they, first of all, they give them mostly like vegetables, right? They give them. Sh they don't. A lot, of, a lot of them develop diabetes in captivity because they there's no real set standard for how to feed a chimp like as far as national zoo you know. Well, what do they eat? In all the zoos wild? different. And I I read Damn, I remember reading about I was so shocked at how they fed these chimps. It was not good food. It was not. You know what they really like to eat, man? They really love to eat monkeys. That's right. Me. Other monkeys. <sighs> Dude, it's hard to watch. You know, they didn't know it until the 1990s, I think. There was that guy, David Attenborough, yep. is that who it was? Yep. Did a, a nature documentary in the Congo or some shit. Yeah. And they followed these chimps, and they they had this hunting party. They took down this monkey, and they're ripping the monkey apart and eating it alive. A little colobus monkey. To see the thing screaming, the look on its face, <sighs> while it's eating it like ass first. It's yeah. chewing on this thing. Pulling it apart like Pulling this. Pulling it apart. Like... And the, ch the monkey's screaming like <laughs> you can't believe it's getting eaten <sighs> apart. It's God. one of the most fucked up. Disturbing videos I've ever seen. Even like, so you, I can't handle. You see them looking up in the trees, yeah. the, the main one looking up in the trees, and they're 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 mapping where these monkeys are going, and they cut off as a group. They mm -hmm. were they, they they cut them off like a well, gang. They, they, yes, they funnel them. They they yes. beat the trees and they they get them to go in a certain direction, and then they they box them like in. West Side Story, yeah. and then they just tear them the apart. First. They also found Dude. that the monkey, like chimp, young male chimps will band together and go kill other chimps from other trot, like mm -hmm. other. Uh, I didn't groups. know this. Man. Yeah, they'll even <laughs> occasionally cannibalize. They'll cannibalize people from other or chimps from other tribes. Yeah, our ancestors are assholes. You yeah, know, so yeah. are people a lot yeah. of times. They do a lot worse. Well, of course, but or I mean a bipolar ape. 
we, we're not but, we're not killing eating people though, really. Well, we are, but we it's certainly so rare. are. Watch, the, watch, but if watch you look mice. at the numbers, see how many fucking chimps there are in the wild, and they're doing this fucked up shit to monkeys, and then look at how many people there are. If there was as many people or chimps as there were people, it would be chaos. You wouldn't be able to leave your house. If there was as many chimps as there were oh, people, you would never be able to get me? to your car. They would oh. mug you every chance you. they got. They would rip your fucking feet off oh. and, and fuck your ass. They would do whatever they wanted to. <laughs> rip your feet they would do whatever they, they wanted. They, to. I think that would be the one animal actually you definitely don't want uh, to have gorillas and chimps. You may as well choose a croc because they'll kill you right away. A chimp will just take your face off well, and your genitals your, yeah, off. Yeah, don't rip your. Yeah, gorillas are off. less likely to attack you. Yeah, they are. Gorillas will fake you. They'll yeah. fake charge you. And you have to stay Just in the ground. Just to scare you, right? It's a mock they want, charge. They want you to get the fuck out of here. Just get the fuck out of here. You're staring at me, you crazy and asshole. And the chimp's going to rip your dick and well, face off. Well, we're so yes. soft. We think it's okay to look at a wild animal in its eyes. Mm, That's how shit, stupid we are. Me. Hi. It's a hey, challenge. we're cool. We're cool, man. We're from National Geographic <laughs> Society. We just come to make sure your baby's okay. <laughs> 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 fucking crazy 800-pound silverback What's bursting wrong with through people? the trees. Gets <laughs> <laughs> right in your face. He's got fangs, and he only eats vegetables. I know. And the shredded. Only designed to fuck you up. Oh. And you can't even imagine what an 800 pound gorilla's strength is like because you would think of it as like an 800 pound man, but it would really be more like a 3,000 pound man. Yeah. It would twist your yeah. head off like this, man. Like, just Boom. rip you to pieces. Probably more than 3,000. Probably like a 5,000 pound For man. Sure. Some ridiculous number. Look at the muscles <laughs> on a 200 pound chimp, man, when they, when they, have, when they lose their hair. Oh, they're disgusting. Oh. Troll looking fucking oh, horrible looking beasts. Stared at those muscles forever. If we had. As many chimps as there were people. Everybody's always down for chimps. And I, I don't, I look, I'm not saying we should exterminate the chimps. Don't get me wrong. But let's just be realistic. If chimps were everywhere and they had full freedom, the way people do, we'd have that a noise. fucking serious problem. Yes. Yeah. Well, the first problem was someone said that was okay for those chimps to fucking hang out with us, man. And if you don't think chimps will steal babies and eat them, you haven't been paying attention to the literature. That's yeah, great, sir. I, I haven't yeah. been paying they, attention. Yeah, because I'm they terrified. Will, they will oh, steal they will. babies. Baboons will From steal each babies other. for fun. From baboons, each other. I knew. Baboons They're are wild as fuck. fucking yeah. cunts. Yeah, yeah baboons Evil, evil cunts, baboons. When you baboons. carry your baby on your back, it's not a good idea. Baboons are creepy dog fucking monkey things. Nobody's got a pet baboon. No, some people do. (laughs) Do they? Yes, they do. I don't know about New York City. Well, they do in Africa. I know. There's like baboons with fucking masks. I feel like every time I'm in here, I'm terrified, man. (laughs) I know. Every time. Last time I left, it was volcanoes. It's like you're gonna die any minute, bro. Listen, this is what you do: keep away from volcanoes. Don't run for office in Russia. Make sure. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure. Don't get a baboon because it will challenge you eventually. We keep the chip population to a minimum. Yep. Everybody was down for chimps. If chimps were like squirrels, you'd be fucked. Yeah, you'd you would be fucked if chimps were running through the fucking look park. Look at the muscles. Look. Oh, good this is my googly favorite. moogly. Look at that thing. Look at the muscles. Oh, my God. They're so strong. Go to a, well, there's a male. Where, look, at the, look at that. And what's really, that's look the, the same chimp, I think. Right but what, yeah, but what's oh. really fucked is. <laughs> like, balls on him. He's got some balls and no That's dick. what they all look like. Yeah. We just usually see them covered in hair, and we don't realize it. That's right. It's got some thick wrists on that guy. And those hands, built for brutality. Look at his nuts. Built to pull your Look eyes out of your head. With with no dick. No, just, well, no, no he has wonder a dick. he's ferocious. He has a dick. He's probably playing with it, man. He's probably holding it up with his extra long fingers. You're not putting him in a rear naked choke. Well, you're not doing anything to him. No. You, he, oh, my God. He would laugh at you. Bro, look at that gorilla yeah, the down there. a different thing. Yeah. And what? Oh my oh God! Lord. Jesus fucking Christ! He's so big. Oh my God! That thing's so big. Six foot, six hundred pounds. Oh. Again, not Could messing you, with a very big piece, though. Ma- oh no, they have tiny dicks. As tiny, a matter of fact, there's a yeah. difference. And notice how he says tiny balls too. Here's what's interesting. Give you a little science. 
there's the, the and with primates, there's a direct relationship with the size of the testicles and the promiscuousness of the surrounding women. So the more the women are just fucking everything, buck wild up in here, the more the dude's balls get big. And that's, that exists in cultures as well. Oh, for sure. I live in LA. Yeah. My balls are <laughs> Look huge. <laughs> <laughs> Humans have the largest dicks, though, of all the primates per, per capita, yeah. you know, per, per size, right. per measurement. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, if you measure this pound for pound, our dicks are the biggest because we're the biggest hoes. Yep. Not necessarily, we like fuck. us and bonobos. Bonobos fuck a lot, huh? But our dicks are bigger. Yeah. The thing about gorillas' dicks and balls is that the gorillas are so fucking unchallengeable. They could have little tiny puds and they still get all the pussy. Makes sense. There's no one coming oh. along. There's no giant gorilla just stroking it, sitting by the side of the fucking pond, nope. eating bamboo shoots with a giant <laughs> shillelagh, just letting <laughs> all the other gorillas know. Like, with a Shiva-like lingam. Get over, fuck this one-inch killer you've been fucking with. Because gorillas have one-inch dick. That's so disappointing. But if you look at it in a gorilla's way, a big dick is a big target. You want yeah, to get your dick bit by a snake. <laughs> Might be the difference between survival and death when you're out there living in the fucking jungle. Okay, guess, but... You want a tiny dick with a pee hole so small that one of those little ball-eating fish can't swim up there That's and true. eat your ball sack out from the inside That's... like they're known to do. I, I heard That's back true. in the day, like in the, the Roman times, a, a big dick you were you were made fun of is like looked down upon. Is that true? No. Of course. No. It's the same today. It's That's like the internet. It's like the internet. The Roman days were like Twitter. If you have a big dick on Twitter, yeah, but you fucking, the blood goes to it, you become a retard. <laughs> body, no, it, it's been the, proven the body can't support a dick that big. The Roman statues, <laughs> the aesthetic stupid. was to keep the penis small because it took away from the body and how hard it was to chisel like a realistic body and foot and all that out of the marble. So you kept that area. But so I heard, that's I heard the it, story. I bet the there's story, a bunch yeah. of dudes jacking off on a statue of a giant <laughs> cock. They probably took the cock and they were butt-fucking the statue in the middle of the square, like backing each other up on the statue of this giant cock. I just heard back in the day if you had a big old dick in the Roman times, it, like they made fun of you, like you're an outcast. No. Pff, that's hilarious. I don't think so. Fun, make no? fun, boys. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh. Real funny, fellas. So yeah. Funny Real funny, man. Sorry, about my jokes. heavy dick. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if that that is the one per that's the one group of humans that will never get sympathy if you mock them. It's dudes with big dicks. No I matter know. what. No I matter mean, what. I mean, just <laughs> different races, different nationalities, different genders. There's all sorts of categories where you're uh, you're you're not allowed to mock people because right. it's rude. Even white people. There's people get mad that you're mocking white people. Like, man, right. why don't you fucking leave us white people alone? You know, all the privilege that white people have, it's still not enough for you to be able to mock them. Take but your four dudes with dick giant and get dicks. Here. Dudes with giant dicks, you got a green light. <laughs> if you can find something off. about that guy that you can make fun of, if you can make fun of that. That dude, nobody's gonna back him up. We did. Nobody's gonna come along and say, "Hey, dude, with hey, the big man. giant dick." Yeah. You know, man, I feel your pain. It's the bullshit. They're mocking your giant, super fucking alpha hog. That giant dick super that all the women hog. want. That huge, veiny monster of destruction that your, you're swinging in your pants. Your giant, your giant boof. The, the one thing that a dude cannot own up to. I mean, we just can't. No, no guy. No matter what you do, you make all the money in the world. That guy's got a giant dick. And if he if he bangs her, she's gonna remember. We did a we did she's a remember that we, giant thing. <laughs> and you can't pay for it either. How about love nothing line? You do. We did love line, and the open forum was does size matter? And literally every girl but one was like, absolutely. Dudes <laughs> will tell you it doesn't matter. It's wishful thinking, well, bitches. Everything Drew, matters. Doctor Drew was like, no, it doesn't matter. Silly boy. And we're like, well, silly boy. No, he said it does matter. I thought. Well, he's got a piece on him apparently. Well, that's what they told us. Yeah. 
But at the end of the day, it was I funny. I need proof. I need a dick pic, Dr. Yeah. What's a piece? Yeah. You know, it's like, guys, I took karate in high school. Okay. Yeah. Define, yeah. Yeah. How, how define, much, how much define piece. You really do? Well, yeah. I've been doing martial arts since I was a kid. What'd you do? You and your brother hit a brick with a fucking flashlight in your backyard? Yeah. Like, yeah. Every guy exaggerates how much the they bench and how fast a runner they were. Oh, I ran a 4 or 5 40. Mm. Well, the NFL. Uh, how about how really your fast. friend goes? Yeah, I ran a four six in the forty. I went. Well, no, you didn't. He goes. <laughs> he goes. Oh, I benched three eighty five though three times in high school. Oh, though. Why would he say that though? That means he said, he's admitting the first one was a lot. For Listen, sure. that was bullshit. But I'm an Eagle Scout. <laughs> I'm an Eagle Scout. <laughs> I made that shit. I did make Eagle Scout. I got a badge. I, I saw a grown up. man who was an Eagle Scout at the airport, and he was pushing. 45, and he was an eagle scout. Using the full get-up? Sure was. Oh, he's molesting kids. Yes, he 100%. is. 100%. Well, he's a scout master. He's is that not what a, it is? Yeah, I mean, he might have earned the rank of eagle scout, so but he's, he's not in scout the Boy master. Scouts anymore. Right. He's, like, running these scout trips. He can make, a, he can make fire out of two sticks. shit. Oh, dude, weird guy. Join the military. I remember what? I was a kid. I was a kid, and I was in the Boy Scouts. I was probably, like, between... I guess it was between... So when I was living in Boston, so I think I was probably, like, 13... That was when I was in the Boy Scouts. I was only in it for like one year, whatever yeah. it was, 13 or 14. I was, a wee I was living in Jamaica Plain, and my mom took me to the Boy Scout thing, and this fucking dude who was a scoutmaster was hitting on my mom, like hard. And my mom was like blushing, and she was trying to be polite about it, but I remember like, this is creepy. This dude's hitting Damn. on my mom in front of me, and I got to go camping with this asshole. And he was like, hey, what's up with your mom? Like, she's married to my dad. Yeah, Fuck you're off. You're getting you know? extra marshmallows and shit. I didn't get any extra marshmallows. I went to camp with a bunch of fucking hoodlums. It was a scary camp. Really? I, I, I didn't do any of the shit we're supposed to do. I hid during the day. Like, we're supposed to do all these different activities. <laughs> Took my fishing rod, went down to the lake. I checked out early. Joe, the individual. I, I checked yeah. out right Doesn't away. Doesn't play well with us. Dude, team no, player. no, no. Dude, there was ricochets, okay? Dudes were, he gave kids 22s, and they were shooting at rocks. What and we're hanging fuck? out there, but there was like an archery range. Jesus. And while we're hanging out by the archery range, I hear, Pew! and I go, what the fuck is that? And someone goes, it's a ricochet. I go, what do you mean it's a ricochet? Like someone over by the rifle range probably hit a rock. I go, it goes all the way the fuck over here. Like, what are you talking about, yeah, man? Yeah, just keep fishing, bro. This is the Boy Scouts in New Hampshire, okay? Yeah. Listen, the survival <laughs> of the fittest. They yep. would take kids, pull them out of their cots, like pick, pick their cots up, and um, tie them up and leave them in the middle of the woods. And it was pitch dark. You couldn't see your hand. You <laughs> I went to camp hand. out there. I got molested. Mm. Did you? Yes. What happened? Oh, I you talked know. about this. Know, you didn't matter. tell this story on the podcast? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It wasn't. I mean, it doesn't molested matter. What was, are you, a girl? You're going to tell us a story? Yeah, dude. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Tell, tell the story, though. Didn't he? Well, didn't yeah. Didn't, like, I Officer up, Greg suck your dick? So, well, no. Someone I woke sucked up, your dick? I woke up with, yeah. with Dan. His name was uh, uh, with a fist full of my dong. And, uh, and I had and I had, a, I had a morning boy hard on, and I was like, what's going on? And he was like doing this. I was like, I do this usually. Why is he doing this? I remember going, I do this. Why is he doing I didn't even didn't occur to me. So I go to my buddy Donnie. I go, uh, probably 11. And I go, I go to my buddy Donnie. I go, hey, man, this guy, you know me. I'm like, this guy, Dan, was playing with my dick. And my buddy John goes, he's playing with my dick, too. And Donnie goes, he sucked mine. And I go... I'm telling my mom. So I waited like a little tiger in the he tall grass. He sucked mine. Yep. Donnie got his dick sucked. Yeah, he's getting yeah. it done repeatedly. He wasn't like Real a quick, violent. Callan got molested as a kid. Sure did. Uh, wasn't a violent guy. Oh. He was a, He was probably a guy who he had a beard, I remember, with a bald head, terribly athletic, uh, not athletic at all. I threw a ball at him and he, and he clapped like he was clapping at a bug. And then he, he just loved boys. And I went and told my mom. Did, what would you tell your mom? How'd you tell your mom? Well, my mom wasn't there, so she didn't come for about two weeks. And I, he kept asking me why 
I wasn't going on more trips because I was just taken. I was like not signing up for any more canoe trips. Was it trips. just that one time? Because oh you were there God. for two weeks. It was Did just you get your dick sucked no. Back I was right? there for longer than that. I was in camp for two months, I believe. Did I he sucked your dick? No, he never sucked my dick. Um, How just close did he get to it? He just had it. He just had it. Well, he was. It was hard. We were all in the tent. It was probably me and like a couple of guys, and he had his hand in my, in my sleeping bag. Playing with my, my little my so, little wiener. Give me like a jujitsu position. Does he have you in side control? Nope. I'm lying next to him. Is You're he ski pulling? And oh. he's looking. He's ski pulling. He's looking. Yeah. Tents are small, bro. Yeah. There's three kids. He's probably like this. Two oh, fistfuls. Oh yeah, maybe. Sucking Donnie off. Well, Whoa. I I know that I was looking. You were in a threesome with Donnie. I was look. I had woken this up like this. Weird. I wasn't a threesome, probably. Probably. And. Uh, <laughs> This explains so much. I know. I know. <laughs> Why are you fucking rubbing your head? That's got to be an internet meme. This I explains know. so much. <laughs> so much. Calvin was molested. I was molested. I don't know. It's fucked up to laugh, man. Why are you laughing at that? That's so weird. There's a big difference between being molested and then being fucked. And so, you yeah. know, for me, and I knew minorly that. molested. You're crazy if you don't yeah. think... Donnie was fucking him, too. No, I think Donnie... We Donnie need to reach want, out to Donnie. Donnie didn't want me to tell anybody. And I was like, I'm telling my mom. I and almost got molested by a guy. Yeah. Came real close. Didn't realize that the guy was uh, creeping on me until the very end. Neither did I. I, I thought he was nice. <gasps> I thought he was nice, but he was getting weird. He was getting weird, and he was showing up drunk. How did you know to, him? I used to go fishing near this place called Jamaica Pond. And Jamaica Pond was this uh, place in Jamaica Plain, where I lived, that had really good fishing. Like, I could walk to it. Seems weird, but that's, you know, Boston, it rains a lot. You, know, yeah. you have, like, ponds and lakes and shit, mm. like, sometimes near cities. And this was a, a real legitimate trout pond. And we would go fishing there all the time. You'd catch bass there, trout. But they would stock it with rainbow trout. And I loved fishing back then. I'd fish all the time. I'd fish every day after school. So much fun. It was just peaceful. And it's fun catching fish. You know, yeah, it's like one I of those things. Too. Kids love it, you know. Mm -hmm. When I first caught my first trout, I was like, holy shit. Like, I brought it in, and I picked it up, and, you know, I took it home, and I cooked it. I couldn't believe I caught a fucking trout. Right. You know? And then I, it was very exciting to me. Anyway, this dude used to jog by. And he used to talk to me and my friend Josh. <laughs> Brendan can't stop laughing. <laughs> we, used go, we used to go. Uh, we used to go fishing at this place all the time. Dude's probably dead now, because I was. It was before I moved to Newton. I moved to Newton when I was fourteen, so I was living in Jamaica Plain. I was probably thirteen-ish, mm -hmm. somewhere around that. And he's probably in his like late fifties. So he comes around, and um, you know, he'd ask us about uh, fishing. Like, what do you catch? Like, sit down with us for a little bit and talk with us. Very friendly, and then he'd take off. And he kept doing it, like, over and over again. Come by, very friendly. Softening you up? Yep, softening us up. Feelers. Uh, he would offer us some food. He would give us some food, like a, like a cake or something. He'd probably, like, rub his balls all over <laughs> yeah. I have no idea, right? Yep. He'd probably give you, like, a cookie that just had deep in his ass. Uh, like, I had no idea. I, just uh, ran, I ran it over my crack. Who knows what he did, right? Mm. But I didn't know any better, man. I was 13. I just didn't know any better. I had one experience when I was younger, when I was, like, uh, seven years old. I was at a library in San Francisco. And uh, I was looking at these books, and I was looking at these monster books, and this guy came up to me like, you like monster books? And I go, yeah. And he goes, I got monster books out in my car. I go, oh, really? And I start going out to this guy's car. And um, the lady who's a librarian screams out, Joseph, you get away from that man. Damn, Damn yeah, That dude. man just got out of jail. So I run away. Damn, dude. He's probably going to. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? Fuck, man. Most likely molest me. I dodged. In the, if, if it's a good Or day, kill you. Could be killed me. Yeah. Dang, I'm like man. seven. At the, most, at the most, I'm eight. Yeah, I'm right? not I'm laughing anymore. Ugh. Scary shit. So I had, I had had that in my past. Like, I remembered that, that I dodged that bullet. So this dude, man, I'm so stupid, man. I had lunch over this guy's house before, just me and him. 
Uh, <laughs> I, I, this is where it started getting weird. I peed in his bathroom, and one of the things he said to me, he goes, he goes, uh, you're very developed. And I said, what? And he goes, you, your penis, your penis is very developed for a, a boy your age. That's a, that's a very good thing. I was like, oh, okay. But he didn't get creepy with me. I mean, I was well, over that's the creepy. house. It was creepy, but you know what I'm saying? That's like creepy he, as fuck. He didn't try to fuck me. He probably just loved like, He just like said he, that. He, dude, he wanted to. Yeah. Whatever it was, it was, re it got real weird after that. So that was the, probably the beginning of the weirdness. Hell so, yeah. So I, uh, I I definitely told Josh. I was like, dude, he, say, he said that not like my dick was developed. Like he's looking at my dick, and Josh was like, whoa. And Josh was an interesting character, too. Like, he, he that kid knew a lot of shit. He knew about, like, weird sexual shit, like, way early. Um, because uh, his mom was a lesbian. There's always one of those guys. lived with this woman who looked like a truck driver. It was mm. it was hilarious. Like he he knew he knew he some knew shit. Stuff, he was yeah. he was a sharp kid. He's like, dude, he's trying to fuck you. Like, <laughs> this, this is gonna get ugly. Yep. And you know we were talking about it. Like, do you think he's a pedophile? Like it was like some weird shit. So then, anyway, I just, I started avoiding the dude. And then one time I'm fishing, and uh, there was two areas. There was one area where Jamaica Pond was was the big area, and then there was this other smaller pond that was off like you know like a few blocks to the left. Sometimes we would go to that pond because no one ever went there and it did have some good fish in there. And every now and then, like it had different kind of fish. It had like pickerel and all these different kind of fish. So he shows up, it's just me and him. And this is a kind of an isolated area. There's a lot of trees and shit. It's not like Jamaica Pond, which has this big running track. This is like- sweats? This was sketch. This is sketch. Yeah. And he tells me that he loves me. Uh, what? And, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know what to do. Like I'm sitting there fishing. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I like you too, man. And he goes, no, no, I, I love you, and there cannot be no true love. There can be no true love without sex. Holy shit. Now, I remember shnikes. him saying that. And I, I remember going, what? Like, what? And I remember I had a knife. Uh, I had a Swiss Army knife, one of those little red plastic mm -hmm. handle Swiss Army knives, and I had it in my pocket, and I put my hand on the knife. And I didn't want to pull it out, but I, I, but I wanted to have it on me. You know, and I remember thinking, I might have to fucking stab this guy. Chop like, that dick up. I don't know. I mean, first of all, I'm probably going to get killed. I'm 13. Dang, I didn't know how to fight back and then. He's a big I wasn't dude. big. He was bigger than me. He was yeah. an old guy. Yeah, grown ass he's man. He's a grown ass man. Yeah, sweat And if he knew how to fight at all, I was fucked. I yeah. didn't have any martial arts experience back then. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why I started getting into martial arts is after this. I just, I figured I, I have to know something. Like, this guy, if this guy beats me up and fu fucking kills me and stabs me, like, no one's going to hear me. I'm out, I'm in this, like, really kind of wooded area. And so uh, I told him, you better fucking leave me alone or something like that. You know, whatever words I was able to muster being scared out of my mind at 13. And then uh, years later, after I had moved, this is where it got really creepy. He sent a letter to my house. And I was like 16 or 17 Relentless. or something like that. Yeah, he sent a letter to my house many, many years later. He found out where I moved to, found out where my house was. I had never told him my house in the wow. first place. And this guy sent me a letter. It was really creepy, man. I read this long, it was almost like a love letter to me. Oof. It was really creepy. And I just thinking, if I see this guy, Jesus Christ. He, he was truly in love. Red alert. I, my, me and my buddy Ooh. Michael in Saudi Arabia. He fell in love with that dick. What? He saw my juicy dick. That's what it was. And that's the turning point. That's what he lost. I, I, that's an insane story, though. One, one of the most traumatic experiences for me, I was in Saudi Arabia, my buddy Michael. And in Saudi, there was nowhere to play, so he would just go play in these like abandoned lots and you know whatever we'd find cars that were old but you'd break them up as you're doing what 13 year olds do 14 13 and I, i'll never forget i see a guy <laughs> i couldn't understand what the guy was doing at the trunk of his car i was like what is that guy doing and i realized i got closer it was the most bizarre thing 
There was a guy in the trunk of the car with his ass out of the car. So oh he had his God. ass sticking out of the trunk of the car, this giant hairy ass. And another guy had his robe lifted up, and he was standing there. In Saudi Arabia? Fucking, yeah, fucking the guy in his ass. How old are you at the so time? I couldn't, I could just see an ass sticking out of a trunk. And he had his, I was 13. 13? Me and my friend Michael, and he was jamming. <laughs> He was fucking him standing up, and I was like, and I go, I remember I go, I was kind of the leader of us too, and I go, I see it. He looks at me, and he didn't say anything. He just looks at me with a blank expression as he's just drilling some poor gimp in the, in the, in some Cadillac. Some and I, remember, I go, Michael, let's run away. <laughs> I just, I've never oh run faster. You know when you can't feel your legs? I was just like, <gasps> scared, man. Yeah. Dude, I don't have any molest stories. I, I do. I have another one. That's I was a in crazy one, one though. So that guy, what did he do when he saw you running away from him? Nothing. Did he try to finish did real he fast? he continue? Just looked at me with heavy eyes. <laughs> and I, kept banging the dude? Uh-huh. Kept, kept thrusting. What do you think would have happened if he just stood there, like, unimpressed? Like... <laughs> Oh, that That's what you should have done, like That's rap you style. Oh. You just stood him down. <laughs> yes, and just went like, Let me know when you're friend. done. I'll show you how, like, it, how it's done. Let me know when you're finished. audience member ever at a comedy club. You know, these guys? <laughs> oh, That's like I the bet. last thing you'd ever want to see. Imagine <laughs> that. Are you doing that to him while he's fucking a guy in the ass in a trunk? Nah. Seen better. Poor you, got, you got molested again, Seen though, Callum? Weak well, strokes. Well, no, I remember I was I met an older dude and we were we were he was cool guy. We hung out. <laughs> That's how, like how it starts. I always starts with older dude. We were in Wisconsin. <laughs> in a sweatsuit. We're in Wisconsin, Wisconsin, the North Woods of Wisconsin. The North summertime. Woods. And I remember I meet this guy and there was this girl there. Oh, two girls, older. And we were like, oh, we were, I don't know, who cares? Let's say 40s, 13 or something oh, like Jesus. that, 14. It was so hot. And I was How 11, 11, 11, 10, something oh, young. they're not that Even old. younger, younger. Because I'll tell you why I know I was younger. So I, I'm hanging out with this guy. And uh, we kept, we keep, we keep, and I'm, I was such a little pervert. How old is he? Let's. I'm, well, I'll tell. I don't know, man. but I'm going to tell you how I know he was a lot older. Ready? This is how you. I'm, this is this is why I'm going to. This is the point. So, we start. I actually say we should try to have sex with those girls. I'll try to conspire. I don't know how old I was, or at least I was like, we should try to see their boobs. I don't know what I was saying to him. He goes, right. yes, that's a great plan. So, so we're talking. He goes, come. We have to go to the woods and come up with a plan. So I'm oh, like, no. yeah. So I'm like, all right. So we go to the woods. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and no the, wonder you've been molested several times. The next thing I know, I, th this is coming to me now. The next thing I know, he pulls his pants down, and I notice how hairy his ass is. <laughs> so I go, that's weird. There is, there's his dick and his ass. And he, <laughs> and he lies down, and he goes, do you want to rub on top of me or no? And I go, I don't, th I don't think so. I was like, I was like, rub on yeah, top was like, of me or no? And I was, I was young enough. To, I was young. Uh, no. I was young enough to have to think about. It. I was Imagine like, if that's his like fucking go-to line. I swear it's to like, God. You know how do you get these kids to fuck you, dude? This is all you have to do. You lie down and you go. Do you want to rub on top of me or no? I saw. And they always just start fucking you. And then a couple they kids just, go, Yeah, they just sure. Spit on your asshole and start pounding away. They it, but, all do it. It's like if, hypnosis. But he laid down with his legs straight. It, it wasn't like he was bent legs straight. Lay down. You want to rub up on top of me or no? And I go. I don't think I, I looked just at his hairy you? ass. Yeah, I saw the crack and I was like, and I was like, do I say yes? I was like, this is vaguely sexual. And I go, no, I don't think so. So then he gets up. And he goes, all right, well, just hold on for a second. And he starts, I'm going to show you something. And I go, all right. And he starts jerking off. Oh, jeez. And I go, <laughs> I go, all right, I've done, I, I go, I tickle my tutu, too. I, I used to rub tickle it on the bed. Tickle my tutu? Yeah, yeah, that's what my mother called it. So um, I go, so he's, he's, he's wanking off, 
and that was the first time he goes, hold on, ready, ready? And I go, yeah, and he comes. On he, you? He no. busted in your face? No, not on my face, he just shoots. And I go, what the fuck? I go, what's that white? I couldn't believe it. seeing white stuff. It was the first time I saw somebody ejaculate. Bro, hold on. Jesus, you were watching this dude jack off in the woods for a solid four minutes. <laughs> hey, man, and it just came to me. Him? What were you saying to him? I, I don't remember. It was so long ago. He goes, yeah, but he kept Jim. going. He, he yeah, kept get going, it, hold Jim. on, hold on. What do you call this, mister? Yeah, hold on. He was like, watch this. Wait for it. Wait wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> wait for it. Well, yeah. And then What's going to happen? And then we went. Then we left, and we went and spied on those girls. You hung out with them after that. I did. I sure did. You yes. watched a grown man jack off, bust near you, not on your face. Yeah. Then you went to go find chicks. That's with them. right. So you know what, man? When you're 11 years old, weird shit can happen to you. Not yeah. to this you 11 year old. You got <laughs> lucky. Hell no. You got lucky. But I'm not <laughs> saying that would have happened. You would have stood around while the guy jerked off. But I am saying no. it's possible that a guy, when you were 11, could have lied down and say, "Hey, you want to rub on top of me or no?" <laughs> and you would have been like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. You would have said, "No, 100 percent no." Nah, I didn't say. I didn't say. No, for sure. No, I don't. I thought about it because I thought that looks like pure pressure. Like the guy would be, be down there. You might be surprised. Right. They'd be like, well, I was like, I was like, I would not be surprised. I just thought I could pretend that's a girl. I could rub against that and you pretend it's a girl. You can pretend it's a girl. What? Wait, hold on. It was a crack. Where the fuck? Are you revealing? Just like, is this a confession thing? Guys, like, you wanted to let a little bit of it out and we were talking about funny shit you're like no no no. i still have to add some stuff that i did that was kind of i, I okay. was thinking about There's just a couple million a people listening this biggest was, podcast this was, ever Not this was deal. last week guys and uh what the guy looks like the iron sheik in his prime <laughs> <laughs> thick as fuck jacking off the gown monster hairy asshole oh, smells like wood and leather fucking i'll tell you what bothers son. me about the story is you watched him for several minutes jack sure off did. and ejaculate yes. sure did i didn't yeah. know I just didn't know what was going to happen. We found video of the guy. We have the guy. Pull up that video of my uh, on my Twitter feed of the Russian dude doing kettlebells in the snow with no shirt on. What? This is why you shouldn't fuck with Russians. They're, They're tough a different shit. kind of human. Yeah. And everybody's freaking out about this Putin stuff, like Putin assassinating, or allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Putin's actually investigating it, and he's quite upset that he's this happened. He's very upset. He wrote a letter to the guy's mother. So, anyway, bottom line is... <laughs> Russia is a different fucking. Yeah. It's a different beast. He's Look still stuck dude. on. He's still stuck on the jacking off. Look I'm at this video of this Kevin. dude. There's a video of this dude. He's in the fucking snow in Russia, and he's doing the man maker. It's on uh, the Keith Webel, Weber uh, kettlebell cardio workout series. He does the entire uh, the entire man maker. No fucking shirt That's a rough on. Guy. That's a rough in the guy. winter, hard to tell how much that kettlebell weighs. It's e it depends on the construction of it. It's either 35 pounds or 50 pounds. Is that an on it, Bill? No, no. This is the, the motherland. They don't want on it up there. It's probably about, it's probably, it looks about 50 pounds, that right? That dude's in shape, too. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, he is. Watch him do this shit, man. The dude's stacked. He does this with no shirt on in fucking Russia in the winter. And he talks Russian to his dog who waits for him. You know what? You know it's why? Because this man. guy is throwing this fucking fifty-pound kettlebell around like it ain't shit, yeah. and he's doing it over and over again. Switch hands. If neck you survive Russian history, that's dude. That was a distillation that's process. A deep this squad. is some warrior genetics you're looking at here. Yep. This guy's all fucking stud. Oh, by the way, he might be seventy. Oh, and both of you are lucky. This isn't the guy who's trying to fuck <laughs> both of you. As kids. By the way, you're damn right about that. Well, he doesn't look like a tall fella. He's not yeah. a very big fella. No, he's short for sure. But. 
this guy's a tank. Yeah. Because he's rattling these fucking, I mean, I don't know how much that weighs. It might only be 35 pounds. Dude, in which case, it's not as. It looks heavier than 35. I think that's heavier It looks like a 50 to me. It looks like a 75 No, it would be 72, I think. 70 or 72. It looks heavy, Joe. I don't know. It might be. It's the size of his head. Yeah, but there's some ones that they make that are really light. They look like that, but they're really light. I'm going to say that's heavy. Like, if you see those colored ones, you ever see the ones that are colored? Yeah. Those are light as fuck. And they're big. Big. They look like you're you're using superhuman strength, and it's like thirty pounds. But that I've thing seen... that thing is as big as that his Russian head. He's got a yeah, big Russian head. That looks like a, like a real like Dragon Door style or one of the Onnit ones. It's all cast iron. If that's the case, that's probably fifty pounds. That dude's just way tough for them. Yeah, look at this motherfucker. He's just switching hands, clean press the whole, entire time we've been talking. This guy has never taken a break. He's just throwing around this fifty pound kettlebell. Kind of awesome. I gotta, savage. I gotta take my kettlebell workouts way more seriously. Are those ankle weights look at the people behind him. That's the only thing I no, question. No, those are fucking. Let's get physical socks. <laughs> <laughs> look at the people behind him freezing, a lot covered of fun up to live like there. they're Bedouins. <laughs> That's a good time to live there, huh? Yeah. This guy's an animal. This what, is the best way what to else like, you gonna stay do, warm yeah. in the winter. Just keep doing this. Maybe this is a strategy. You know how you go to those cryotherapy places and they keep the inflammation down? Yeah. Maybe if you do like fucking heavy workouts like this. While you're in the middle of a snowstorm, it might actually aid your performance. Bad idea. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you think about what this guy's doing. This is all about the burnout. These are all, like, high rep exercises he's doing. The blood's flowing. Yeah, blood's flowing. It's cold. Mm-hmm. Pushing the inflammation out. He's doing one-arm presses and then full deep squats. So this guy, in the course of us watching him, we're assuming that's about 50 pounds, has probably done, like, what, 30 or 40 deep squats with with that 50-pound kettlebell over his head, and he continues to do it? He's an animal. Yeah, he's an animal. Look at him. But doing it like this while it's freezing out with no shirt on, it also it makes you keep the pace up. You don't want to get cold. Those socks. That's a chow. That's a chow. The dog is a chow, ladies and gentlemen. Socks are perfect. He's got Olivia Newton-John blaring in his Russian-built car. <laughs> I think their ankles, their ankle doing uh, windmills, son. Windmills oh, after now. all this with that 50 pounds. Oh. That shit is not easy. I guess that's a chow. That's one of those. Yeah, that's a weird Russian, Russian dog. Yeah. Nah, it's a chow. Nah. Dog. It's 100% chow. 100% chow, by the way. Are they, are they Russian the descent? No, they are, they are Chinese. Which yeah. is right next to Russia. Good point. Mm, well, all right. Motherfucker, that thing wandered into his yard one day. <laughs> Come with me, your friend, comrade. <laughs> comrade. You live with me. Hey, I hey give you scraps. Kettlebells. You bark when people come to me and I kill. I kill oh, and he's, I feed He's struggling people. a little bit on this side. Of course he is. This motherfucker's working hard. That's 100 reps deep, though. Yeah, he's working hard, man. Yeah, he's a stout <clears throat> little man. This is a savage fucking workout for a no-shirted man in the middle of Hell snow. Yeah. That dude wants raped kids. We're all fucked. That dog doesn't give a fuck about the cold, by the way. Look no. at him. That dog might Look as well be in Tahiti. on, man. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty dope to be a dog like that and live in a place like that. Yeah. Everybody else is suffering. You're like, oh, this is what I was nap. thinking. Do you think homeless dogs have the best, just the best lives of any dog? Because they're outside all the time. And so they do feed them, but they're out. You know what I'm saying? Like as long free. as their dogs are pack animals, so as long as they have a pack to be with, yes. If they're alone, no. But no, no, way, no, no. I'm saying they have an owner, but he's homeless. This Russian oh. motherfucker has not stopped. That's Somebody crazy. needs to dub us talking about this guy over his video <laughs> and send it to him. Respect, comrade. Respect, dog. respect. We give to you respect. It's true. He's a badass. Fucking savage. Look at him. He's Look still him. going. God, he's still going. That guy. That's a lot of goddamn reps. This guy's he's done in really five good minutes. Shape. He's a CrossFitter. Please, don't insult. Please, from motherland. From motherland. These are kettlebells. Then I drink this vodka. This is Russia. I drink vodka all all night. 
Have you ever seen that picture of young Fedor in front of kettlebells? No. Maybe one of the, the best pictures ever of a fucking post-training session. Oh, I need really? to see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Post-training session, great super athlete. Because the kettlebells being a, a Russian <laughs> invention, mm. you know, like you see Fedor with all these kettlebells around him, it sort of signifies, like, this was a different motherfucker. A man made from Russian iron. Sambo champion. Look, oh. at, look at that fucking photo. Oh. God damn, son. And he was thin. Well, he had Not very little body thing. fat, but he was very thick, muscled. Look back at then. the back on that. He had uh, less body fat back then, but more muscle. He was a big fucker. But that's also he's pumped. Like he's probably just worked out, in which you get real thick because you're True. all pumped up. With you don't blood. get more masculine than that, dude. Yeah. No. How about the fact that he never gave a fuck about his gut? Uh, he's just didn't give a fuck. He's Russian. Didn't give a fuck. Just went in there dropping bombs. Is he married? On people. Yeah, he's been married and divorced a couple times. He does paintings and shit, yeah. too. He does? He does art. Yeah, he does, like, drawings and Is shit. It it's not the best yeah. shit you've ever seen. Well, it's not bad. It does, like, cartoons. It's yeah. weird. It's weird. It's like the shit, like, a, a real serial killer thinks of. For sure. When they're, they're not there smashing people's heads in. Well, his brother's a fighter and was spent a lot of time in jail, I think, right? His brother's a maniac. Yeah. His brother's a different level. prison tattoos. Like his, his, on his back, there's a picture of, like, the angel of death holding a baby. It's well, like, that's not gangster shit. Yeah, it's shit. all prison tattoo shit. you never seen it? Look at, pull, pull that up. Alexander Emelianenko's tattoos. He's in jail right now for rape. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't know really whether, whether or not guy. he did it, but he has, he's definitely an alcoholic. He definitely gets drunk. and He's very different than Fedor, whereas Fedor is like completely composed, like very disciplined. Alexander also had some like some significant losses. Like He lost in pride to Mirko. Mirko head kicked him. Yep. Yeah, but this is like, look at his back. That's like the angel of death holding a baby. Oh, It's no. weird. Yeah, he's got weird, like... He had these ones on his um, on his shoulders, but he had them taken off. It was like they had these gang tattoos on his shoulders, but he had them removed and changed to some sort of pattern. He's a he's a. <laughs> you think anyone's stud. fucking with that guy in prison? Jesus nah. Christ! Not a good idea. He's he got, that guy knocked James Thompson out in about fifteen seconds. Highly oh, skilled, that's right? Yeah, he's a beast, dude. Alexander Milianenko is a beast. You know, I mean, he got knocked out by Krokop, but he fought Krokop when Krokop was just on fire. Do you think that there's, there's dudes that just, like, they hit this, like, BJ Penn level, like BJ Penn when he beat uh, Sanchez, <laughs> BJ Penn when, you know, he was, like, at his very best. Like, this is only, like, a couple of years you can keep that intensity up. I think it's only a couple fights. I don't think it's years. Really? Yeah. Do you think that maybe that's where Kane is right now? That's why he's getting all these injuries? That yeah. these fucking Junior Dos Santos wars were just so insanely On taxing? On both of them. I think Junior, you, Junior's not the same after those wars either. No, I don't think so either. But that, you got to remember, too, back in those pride days, those guys were fighting a lot more frequent. So mm -hmm. we got to see the very best of when they were, you know, at their prime. Yeah. And now in the UFC, you know, you fight. If you're, if you're a star two times a year, maybe three. Mm -hmm. Granted, people would say, oh, cowboy. But I'm talking about, you know, when a guy, a superstar, he's fighting maybe twice a year. Now, think of us back in the day. We'd see him three, four times. And you remember when they used to make these fights? They they put the fight together within like three or four weeks of the fight. Yeah. It was like, it would like what happens in the UFC when there's a fallout would happen in Pride all the time. It would all happen in Pride instead of like you having like eight weeks to prepare. Like, they would tell you, like, a couple weeks out. Like, occasionally there would be, like, a long wait you knew. Like, when uh, the um, Open Weight Grand Prix tournament, pretty much we knew who it was. But then last minute, like, guys were getting added. Josh Barnett, I think, was uh, one of the later additions. I might be wrong about that, though. But, I mean, you look at that lineup. Barnett, Noguera, Crow Cop, Hunt. Like, Jesus it's fucking insane, Christ. Man. Those days, man. Toughest motherfuckers on the planet. 
Yeah, it's 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 interesting when you you think about that time, the Wild West days of uh, of Pride. You know, head stomps and soccer kicks on the ground when Vanderlei fought Tamora. And he was holding onto the rope and stomping on his face. Bro, he was Krokop fought Ron Ron Waterman and soccer kicked him in the face? Oh yeah, man. Oof, I forgot Good about that God. fight. Yeah, and Ron Waterman ate it too. He ate a couple of those. Water, Waterman was one of my first training partners. I'm a big he fuck, tapped me dude. out with his titties. <laughs> got in my guard and just smothered me with his titties. That Whoa. that strong man almost God broke my nose. Damn. Jesus, I knew nothing at the time. That's my training partner boy. was Ron Waterman and Shane Carlin, my first two training partners. That's and they just rotating on me and just no. dismantled That's me. That's a terrible idea. I wish I was your friend back then. That'd been did nice. You have to, did, you have to, did you have <laughs> that? Did you have that? Yes. I would have said, "Listen, man." No one said this shit. Is not the way to do this. Shane, okay. Shane was like, "Now nah, it's making you tough, man." I'm like, "I know." Oh. I'm like, "I know, man." But he like tapped me out with his titties and super embarrassed. Okay, <laughs> the tapping you out the titties is the least of your concerns. That is the least of your concerns. We didn't spar. Oh, thank God. But you know what? Ron Ron used to whoop my ass. And then four years down the road, B-Shop was working on stand-up, and he comes in to spar. I'm like, yes. Oh, yeah. me and Shane put it on him. Well, he was a big guy, but he didn't move that good. No, he's real stiff, but yeah. so strong. Oh, yeah. S crazy strong. Do you remember Dan Bobish? No. God damn. Dan Bobish was a dude who was in the—he lost to Mark Kerr. In the UFC, where Kerr got on top of him and stuck his chin in his eye socket. Damn. You used to be allowed to uh, stick <clears throat> your chin in someone's eye socket. So dudes would get a hold of your head. They would shove their chin, like get, like they get the mount or something like that. You know, any position where they get on top of you, and they can balance out. And oh, they would get their hand behind your head and then get your fucking chin right in your eyeball and just squeeze. And you know, your your eyes on fire. You get blowout fractures of your eyes. Guys are seeing sparks and That's shit. Some meathead shit. Yeah, you got a giant man like Mark. I never Kerr even thought of that. That's so vicious. See if you could find that. Is uh, Mark Kerr taps Dan Bobish with his chin? Yeah, I was there, dude. I interviewed him afterwards. There was the the glory day. Was his I eye jacked up? Oh, he, yeah, he had a tap, man. Still he may have the best body. Still may have the best body in those American flag shorts of Super any. Super nice guy, too. Yeah, great guy. Steve Kerr? Nicest guy. Mark Kerr. Super, super 260, nice guy. 260, about yeah. 260. Always a very, very cool dude. Regardless of what was going on in his life, if yeah. you saw Mark Kerr, he was always your boy. Super your boy, Ken Shamrock's fighting again. Yeah, he's fighting Kimbo. Crazy. He's fighting your boy, Kimbo. Yeah, and you know what I said? I liked about what he said. He goes, uh, he goes I've earned the right to fight for fun. He goes, yeah. yeah, I'm doing it for money, and I'm, you know, I'm a professional, but I've earned the right to fight for fun. He goes, I don't want. He goes, I don't want to go play golf. He goes, I don't want to go hiking. I don't want to go hunting. I don't want to go fishing. He goes, I like fighting. He goes, I like the camaraderie that comes with preparing for a big fight. I enjoy it. But I love the way he said it. You know, it's like very honest and refreshing. And it's true. He has earned it. it. Ken Shamrock's goddamn all-time great. He's a legend. He's a legend. You know, and Hall of Famer. And he had some fucking great technique back in the day, man. Ken Shamrock, man. Go to the early UFC when he tapped Pat Smith and fucked his leg up with that heel hook. Oh, Ken Shamrock. Dropped down for that heel monster. hook. Yeah. Pat Smith had no idea what the fuck was going he on. He was fighting in Japan, right? Way before. Fought in Pancrace. Fought, uh, yeah, he fought a bunch of... He fought in Pride for a while. He had some good fights in Pride, man. Ken Shamrock had some... He was developing some pretty decent um, stand-up. Like, remember that fight where, um, you know, like the PD, my heart, like he had something going on with his heart, like his heart was beating too fast in one of his fights. Remember that? Like he stopped the fight. I think it was Fujita. But he was putting it on him before that. Like, I was really impressed with his, stri his striking. Like, Ken Shamrock doesn't get enough credit because he fought Tito Ortiz when he was already, you know, past his prime and his knee was fucked up when he fought Tito. The first time he fought Tito, he basically didn't have an ACL. Wow. Like, he was fucked up. I like, was at that fight yeah. with you. And, he, he, and Eddie. Was, 
after the fight, it was crazy. Like, you know, Tito was still mad at him. And Ken said to him, he was just real honest about it. He goes, hey, man, we made some money. You know, we made some money. Let's let it go. You, you won. Congratulations. Yeah. And he gave him a hug. And, like, you could see Tito, like, noticeably calmed down. You know, Tito was still mad even after he kicked his ass because all the trash talking. Ken's like, but look, look what happens. Like, all this trash talk, we, mo we both made a lot of money. It's over. You won. You know, like yeah, Ken but was then like, it rekindled. Very mellow. About then it, it rekindled, yeah. though. Then they the second time. Where is more money? More money. Get some more money. Come on. Yeah, you're right. Get this money, son. I remember you and I were. We talked to Tito after that fight. Remember that a long time ago? We went yeah. there. Well, I yeah. ran into Ken, to Ken at, the, at a diner at like one o'clock in the morning, the night of the fight. He was eating. And uh, night of the fight. I'm after like, how do you before it? The, you know, the, like, you know, it's into the morning. Oh, it's okay. 1 o'clock in the morning, the day of the fight. He's going to fight the next day. Damn. And he's out at a diner. And uh, he was real. He had been through so much. He had oh, fought yeah. so many times. It's what he he's does. Like, he goes, hey, man. And he goes, it only hurts after it's over. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. And he's, like, laughing about it. He's like, so I'm going to go fight tomorrow. Like, that was his attitude about it. This, so this is Mark Kerr and Dan Bobish. Let's see if we could see the video of him putting his fucking cheek in his eye. So he got him in side control. Beautiful back. Look at the size he of this certainly guy. did. And Dan Bobish is goddamn enormous. Look at it. Look at Bobish's So legs. see the way he's grabbing his head with his arm? So he gets on side control, and he gets on top of him. Can you see it? Do they have a good angle? Poor production team back then. Full mount. Chin in the eyeball. You can't see it in that angle, man. Well, maybe uh, can't see it. I don't think. I don't think they well, have. Well, if a, he goes to mount here, we'll be. Well, able that to see was it. it. I mean, that was the tap. It's over. But this is the full sequence. Let's see it. Look how strong he is. Dude. He's like, bitch, he ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Mark Kerr I think back Mark in the Kerr day. Mark Kerr wrestled at 188 in college too. By the way. Well, you know what, man? He had a lot of creatine in his diet. He certainly did. And um, He's, he, he, he said fought to in us. pride, and he definitely um, did, didn't take steroids then, right? right. No, nope. is that true? It'd be no. crazy to assume that. Right now. Well, you know what, man? That documentary was super brave. Smashing machine. Yeah. Super brave of him. Yeah. I mean, he basically let them document his ascension into drug addiction. Yep. And a lot of that came from fighting, like painkillers and shit he got addicted to. And yep. it was everything. Steroids, painkillers, like. Yep. He is a great guy. Though, I haven't man. seen that documentary. It's good, Such huh? A nice yeah, guy. it's pretty good. Yeah. This is actually pretty fucking good technique here. For the day. For passing? You know? yeah. yeah, hell yeah. Kerr was, Kerr was a hell of a wrestler, big collegiate wrestler. We saw like Bo, see, he can't really see it here, but he's got his chin in his Damn, fucking eyeball. Son. Look at him grab his eye. Look at him grab his eye. Damn. Look at him, see? Jesus. Yeah, man. I remember that, man. That was back in. Look at the size of that motherfucker. Oh Jesus Lord. Christ. Jesus Christ. God damn, that's a big man. Yeah, because I said, you wrestle yeah. at 188. He goes, yeah, I put a little miracle grow in my cereal. <laughs> huh? Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's a different animal. How's he doing now? now? Not so good. No one? He was selling cars for a while. Lost a shit ton of uh, weight. Um, he fought a few times since they got knocked out by King Mo, and he looked like really out of shape. Oh, that's right. Remember that? Yeah. King Mo smashed him in the first <clears throat> round. It was, it was really not fun to watch. It looked bad. He went to sleep. And you could tell like he was in a bad spot. And then um, and he, he wound up retiring from MMA, sold some cars. Damn. I don't know what he's doing now. I hope he's doing well. <clears throat> I hope so, too. He's he was a good, a good dude. Yeah. He's always a good dude, but he definitely had his demons, man. Like a lot of those dudes. I mean, you were talking about it. You know, the, it hit you for a few months. Those goddamn pain pills, man. You can get, you can get, those demons can fucking haunt you. Mm -hmm. You can get sucked Dude, in. Dude, pain, pain pills are the most dangerous drug in the world, hands down. 
There's they're, nothing more dangerous than prescription pills. They're trying to slow that down. They're trying to cut back in America. I mean, there's, there's, they're starting too much, to pass some too new much legislation. Money to be made. Well, there's when you say painkillers, you're talking about and codeine, also oxytocin, what? All that. Cotton, oxycontin, oxycontin, oxytocin. <laughs> but the um, the thing being, there's still so much profit, even if they cut back. Yeah. There's still over too much money. Them, yeah. Yeah. There's just too many. I mean, I get the I get the idea. Like, what would you rather do if you had like severe pain all the time? Would you rather be addicted to opiates and just deal with that pain and be fine, or would you rather be absolutely miserable and sober all day long? And I think you have the right as an adult to choose to be yeah. fucked up on opiates. And yeah, just... but they're addicting. Mm -hmm. Like you, you have yeah. to depend on them. And then exactly. you also got to realize when you take painkillers. It sends a message to your body. It says, oh, we're doing fine. It's healed. We don't need to send those receptors to heal the muscle or bone, whatever it is. So you're fucked, man. Or you could smoke marijuana. God damn, dude. Damn. Or you can eat marijuana. You know? Yeah. You don't even have to Whichever. smoke it. You can mm. get that CBD oil that people are using to help tumors. But it's, it's crazy addictive, Pain Painkillers, yeah. you get stuck on them, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Yeah. It's, uh, they're going to come up with a way to heal injuries that they don't have today. And we're going to look back at these days like it was the Dark Ages. Like, you know, how we look at back at using leeches and shit. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and they when they had to saw people's legs off oh. and they broke. They didn't, have to, they didn't have to put rods inside your bone. Like Anderson yeah. Silva's leg. Guess what, son? We're going to have to take that sucker off. <laughs> we're going to take that sucker yeah. off. They would do back then. It would of fester course. and rot. They wouldn't know what to do with it. And you'd die most yeah. of the time I mean, for antibiotics. Maybe they probably braced it and some people survived. What are the yeah. odds of you getting both legs connected perfectly? I mean, Ooh. his leg, both bones, rather. His, his leg snapped in half. That's I had an true. orthopedic surgeon tell me that if, you, if you're, like, in the wilderness, somebody gets a compound fracture, mm. I said, what do you do? And he said, pull. So what do you mean? He said, your bone wants to go back in place. Take that ankle, pull it out. Pull it out, and and the bone will reconnect, and then splint so it. So you're just supposed to line it back up? Yep. He said, pull that fucker right out. Ooh. And I went, oh! And that's exactly what they do to you. They will pull. Really? Do you ever see somebody, the, uh, a doctor reset a shoulder when it comes out of the socket? No, but that's, I had a, I had a pretty significant weapon. break of my arm when I was a little kid. And I remember them setting it. It would freak me the fuck out. Pull your, my, my arm went like that. Mm -hmm. Like it was like bent up mm -hmm. like that. You know, I fell. It. I fell on the monkey bars, and I, you know, tried to block myself with my hand, and it just my forearm just snapped. Damn. It just went crack. Oh, yeah, it happens a lot. It happened to my daughter. It happens oh, that's a right. lot to say. kids. Yeah, a lot of kids. My um, friend's daughter. It happened to um, another kid that's their friends with. It happened. To. But when you're a kid, it's swinging. all good, right? Because they're so young. Oh, they, no they heal so quick. It's amazing. Their bones just go. They just yeah. fuse up. Yeah. They take the cast off in three weeks. They're Damn. soft and dude, everything. Yeah. Dude, they grow like wool. And the the thing is, um, with little kids. What's uh, one of the big issues is not even the bone healing uh, that quickly because it heals so quickly. It, it, as long as it's set correctly, it heals very quickly. But it's the stiffness. Like, you don't want to lose the range of motion. Yeah. So that's, like, oh. what my daughter had issues with. She had to go through some range of motion stuff that takes, huh. like, a couple of weeks before their motion comes back. But you compare it to, like, the way you would be if you broke your arm at 48. Take a long time. It would take a long fucking time. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. rough, especially if you don't use help which is one of the reasons why i was willing to forgive anderson and i'm not I'm not forgiving anderson he doesn't need my forgiveness i'm just saying like one of the reasons why i go look man i'm i'm judging the dude before he fought chris weidman i'm judging him up to this point when he's 38 years old and he gets knocked dead by this young stud i agree i go that guy before that is the best ever yep. it's, and this the, guy the is the post fail test the post Sad. fail test is what sucks i can't I can't speak about this because I know some shit that I'm not supposed to know or that I'm not that's not out there yet. And once it does get out there, then we can talk about it. Cool. But the person who told me about it, uh, legit, legit, and we don't have time. We just move this on. is one thing for sure. For sure, he took some shit he wasn't supposed to take to make his leg healed. For sure, 
can't explain that there's a there's a really goofy explanation i'll explain after the show cool but it'll all come out moving on how about burt watson yeah that sucks i don't know what happened there man i heard a couple different stories i've heard story but i'm just saying we don't have to talk (laughs) details it just sucks he's gone man yeah he quit apparently that's the word is that he quit he got in an altercation with someone or something i don't know what happened or he just get tired of it, man. The guy was traveling to fucking China and traveling all over this man. place and that place in Brazil. He was the manager of Joe Frazier. Yeah, he's been around a long time. Crazy, right? And really? He's the nicest guy. One of the best human beings you've ever met. One in your of the nicest life. guys ever. I don't know what happened. They don't make two two Burt Watsons ever. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Irreplaceable. I gave him that nickname, Babysitter to the Stars. Oh, really? Yeah, that was my nickname. Oh, I used wow. to say it when he got on stage. When he would get on stage, oh, that's right. I would say uh, Burt Watson, Babysitter to the Stars. Because that's what he does. Man, he babysits everybody. He yeah. makes he makes everybody's experience at the UFC smooth and easy. He takes care of all your shit, and so that like when these fighters would fight, like they would have this welcome feeling of like being at home because Burt Watson was there to take care of. You were talking about that. How just you, when you'd see him, everything would be okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean when you're going to fight these monsters and you check into the fighter hotel and it's like chaos. There's fans, and then you see Burt and he's just like, "What's up, baby? Everything's smooth, man. It makes mm-hmm. you feel calm." Even in back in the locker room. Don't yeah. leave it to the judges. Like before I fought Trash Brown, remember that? Don't leave it to the judges, boss. Don't leave it to the judges. They they made you cry last time. I told you. And he, yeah. he talks to you. And there's this comfort level where I don't know if anyone else in the world could do it, man. And he was so damn good at it. He's yeah. a re- he's a genuinely really nice guy. Great human being. So when he's doing that, you know, he's pumping everybody up. That's his nature. Yeah. His nature is to pump you up to make you feel good. He wants you to feel good when you see Burt Kreischer. Every there's not a time that I saw that guy that I didn't give him a big giant hug. Burt Kreischer, you talking about? Or no, Burt, Burt, I'm sorry. Burt Watson. Burt Watson. Who said Kreischer? Did you I said say Kreischer. Kreischer? Yeah. I think Did so. I? I was like, oh. yeah. yeah. Well, he's another one. I, I was love. like, that's probably a good yeah. guy. He's gonna too. be here tomorrow. He's a great guy. Nice. Yeah. But Burt Watson, sorry. Burt Watson, um, Burt Watson was no, the guy who just he, he would guy. make guys on the undercard feel like they're the main event. He would yeah. everyone. You felt like you were literally the only guy fighting that night. Like he was just amazing. But every time you would see him, you would hug him. Just like that's what he was. Those just such a sweet guy. Intangibles, those intangibles. Some people just have that that quality. That sort of. Well, you know what the problem is, man. It seems like a job that other people could do. So it says that, like you know maybe sometimes people think don't appreciate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. It seems like it when you look yeah. at it. Like what's he doing that's so important? You know, like, why is this guy, why is he getting all this attention? You like, can't some write it down on it paper. No, you can't, you can't. What he does, yeah. you can't, like, it's not, there's not a job description. Okay, mm-hmm. oh, you deal with uh, divas and you deal with some of the toughest right. guys on the planet. And, you you know, you make sure their week is smooth. I get it. Yeah, I can do that. I'm telling you, man, it's going to be a beast. Yeah, I mean, I think other people probably could do it, but no one's going to replace him. He no. is his own unique individual. And, you know, he's a beautiful guy to be around. Like, I just think that's worth something, you know? I don't know. I would have never let the Some guy Some people quit. have a weird, like, they, this guy, we used to train American Bulldogs to uh, for attack training. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he had this dog on a leash called Axe, and we went and saw all his dogs, because at the time I was thinking about buying an American Bulldog. And he said, you can't go near that dog over there. I said, oh, okay. He goes, yeah, he's, he's by training. He's a, he's, a, he's a mean boy and, and everything. And then they were talking about how there was a guy who just could walk up to every single dog he had in that whole lot. He had a bunch of them. And at one point, Axe was just the only person that Axe lets near him is this dude. And they didn't tell him not to go up to Axe. And he walked up to Axe, and the next thing you know, he saw the guy get down on his knees and open his arms oh, and no. hug Axe. And Axe was wagging. Oh, no. Axe was wagging. And Axe didn't rip his throat He out. just had a, he had a thing with dogs. That's bird, no man. No matter how, yeah. Same That's thing. bird. Some people just have a, I wonder if it's a, 
They're retarded. The dog recognizes they're too stupid to know any better. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're so the dog crazy. doesn't bite their face off. God, man. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. When I was gonna do a movie, when I was gonna do a movie a long time ago, I can't remember the name of the movie. It actually got released, and it was about a French soldier <laughs> in the desert who meets a leopard, and they have directed by a woman named Lavinia Courier. And I had a meeting with her, and she said, well, we're looking for an actor. Um, the, the only issue is that the, the leopard will either like you or it won't like oh, you. God. If it doesn't like you, it'll never like you. If oh, it likes God. you, you'll be fine. And that was a huge part of getting cast in the role. And I God, said, dang, what is it? What is it? How does it enough. know? How does it know? And she said, we don't know. It's maybe a scent or however you move, but it likes you. You get the part. Yeah, so getting the parts one thing, and then you have to go through the leopard test. Oh, fucking like, Christ. Very interesting. Did you go through no. the leopard test? Sure didn't. I didn't get oh, the part. No. <laughs> Not that good, good an actor. <laughs> so what were you thinking when he gets on his knees in front of the dog? I'm sorry? What? I didn't see that. Oh. I didn't see it. I was just told the story. Oh, God. That yeah. as soon as I don't you like those stories leopard. that you weren't there for. Don't yeah. tell those. Yeah, I know. Don't tell another those. guy's story. Yeah, those are yeah. not good. You know why? All, because yeah. they might be bullshit. I know. I hate those stories. No, because somebody else was there. Yeah, but it might have been exaggerated. Uh, no, I, the I saw, dog might have been super friendly. Uh, I saw a video. Yeah. It, was a, it was a wiener dog, <laughs> I went so there's my no friends, threat at all. I went I over to my videos. friend's do house, and they're like, yeah, everybody's like, oh, his dog's scary. And look why, because it's a German Shepherd. It's yeah. a friendly dog. Yeah. comes over wagging yeah. his tail. Yeah. Everyone thinks they're sweet. Well, yeah. we were yeah. you and I were talking dogs. about the difference between a liar and an exaggerator, right? Yeah, you just you just took me down a journey where you don't know. Sorry, if, you have no veracity. You're like, you're Brian Williams of the podcast. Damn it, man. Do you see the meme of Brian Williams saying he's Escaped one of Ronda Rousey's yeah, arm bars. Oh, really? Yeah. That guy's fucked, huh? When you're a new guy. He's only guy, out six months, man. What the fuck ever? It doesn't Dude, matter. Dude, it's over, son. Yeah. You think? First, fuck! Yes. Yeah, you guys over. are crazy. America, forget him. Oh, no. Do a press yeah, conference. Because no one can do that. Listen, if I wanted to be a fucking newscaster tomorrow, if it wasn't for my checkered past, if I wanted to do it <laughs> tomorrow. You ain't doing it. Tomorrow. I'm yeah, listen, a clean team. record. Yeah, listen, there's way too many uh, like endorsements of illegal drugs of mine yeah, online. Also, you, and, things, you but, and I are friends. We're friends. If, if you found out I told a major lie like that. Like that dog story, the Taekwondo yeah, one? Yeah, the we're Taekwondo still one. I mean, oh, I've told a lot of stories. But, but if, you, <laughs> <laughs> um, if you found out that they, I was just a liar, right. there's a big difference, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's where you go. I think Brian. Oh, I got to reassess everything now. Brian Williams yeah. is doing it for ratings. Mm -hmm. Like, it, there's care. a lot of competition out there, and he went. Yeah, I was in this helicopter. He heard of a helicopter crash, and he just put himself. He didn't need the ratings. See, I, I he didn't think, need ratings. I think you're giving him too much credit. I think you're 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 saying that yep. he's like this is a calculated move, but that's stupid. You know why? Because the true story is still awesome. Okay, here's the true story. The true story is he's in a helicopter. There's a helicopter convoy of three helicopters. The one in front of him gets hit with an RPG. They have to force land in a fucking sandstorm, and they're stuck in the sandstorm for two days. That story's awesome, and that story's true. No, That's a true it's story. not, though. What, what, you're not? Missing, what you're missing is, yeah. is he was three and a half hours behind the one that hit yeah. with RPGs. This is, but this is what the, the pilot said. The pilot said that's not the case. The pilot said they landed an hour late because they had to get rid of their cargo. They had a full load of cargo. Cargo. They landed, they got rid of their cargo, and then they met up with the other helicopter that got hit by the RPG. That's why they were an hour behind it. Yeah, that's they were a dope story then. But this is what the guy says. They were all in a convoy. And the helicopter pilot even said that the, the, the helicopter that Brian Williams was on took small arms fire. Okay? Then when he landed, he, uh, or then when he told his story, two other people came out and said, no, they were the guys that were flying Brian Williams around, and he didn't fly him around. And so he's like, you know what? 
I don't even know anymore. He said, I have suppressed this so much. And this is a guy who's a totally legit guy. And he said, I'm starting to get nightmares again. And I had already put this behind me. Now you're making me relive this experience from 12 years ago. And I'm starting to question my own memory, Damn. which is super common in traumatic situations. Yeah. Like for Brian Williams, let's be real. I don't know that dude, but I guarantee you he's a pussy. I guarantee you, 100%. You're alone, he's never been in a fight in his life. The way he apologized, the way, I mean, this, I mistakenly told you. I listen, conflated the two stories. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. That's not the way a goddamn man apologizes I for agree. fucking up. I what agree. he should have done was, instead of doing it online or that way, where you're in some constricted time of 15 seconds, they allot you to try to clear your name, you should do it on a YouTube video. Yes. You should put a goddamn camera in front of you, and as long as it takes to get your full thoughts out about how this possibly could have happened, or that you did lie, or what it was, or that you got caught up in it and somebody repeated it, and you almost forgot because you kept telling the story, whatever the fuck it is. The actual story is pretty goddamn good. Yeah. At least according yeah, to the helicopter legit, pilot. Man. The helicopter pilot said that his, and then the helicopter pilot came out the next day and said he's not even sure of his own memory, and so he doesn't want to talk about it anymore, which is that guy's fucking prerogative, So right? what do you think should happen to Brian Williams? You don't think he should report? Never! It's over! No! Get out of here with your news! You're not telling me the news. You're a really? bullshit artist. You lied. Yes, do something else, he lied. man. Go host a talk show. Yeah. Go host a talk show. You, you think he's the first one ever to lie? No, but you can't, can't get caught. You can't get caught as a, as a news liar. Yeah. You, you know lied. what I mean? It's like he's the face of NBC News. Okay. How about this? What if you found out that a dude was pitching for the World Series and he got paid off by some gambling organization yeah. to throw the game? Would you ever trust that guy to fucking pitch a legit game again? Would you ever? No, but Anderson Silva told me he didn't take steroids. He's still your number one guy. But Brian Williams can't tell the news these Fundament days. I think it's fundamentally Anderson different. Anderson Silva, though. at the end of his career, definitely did take steroids. Yeah, at the end of his career. It's also and, different, and, though. And it was when he had a broken leg, and he's 39 years old. Yeah. Which you, you heal slow as fuck. And I'm with you. I it's get all, it, man. You yeah, shouldn't but, do but, it. But, it's totally illegal. I'm with you. I, what I'm saying is... When I say Anderson's the best of all time, I'm not taking away his previous accomplishments because he fucked up when he was 39 years old. What I'm saying is, if I look at him in his prime, from Chris Lieben all the way to Vitor Belfort to, to fucking Stefan Bonner, if I look at his fights, Dan Henderson... And we assume he's clean. Uh, we assume he's clean. Right. We, do, we do not know. Okay. okay? We obviously we don't do know. We do not know. We yeah. do not I'm know. not saying he did it. If he really was clean... I, I give him the benefit of the doubt. He never failed a test, and I say that he was the best ever. So, I so give, Brian I also Williams give had Fedor this one the benefit up. of the doubt. But Fedor has more benefit because Fedor never tested positive. True. Even though he was in a dirty league. I mean, we could call it a dirty league, right? Pride. 100%. 100%, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing fighters. Legit. When we say dirty, we don't mean it disrespectfully. It was no. the, the environment that they were competing in. I say awesome. Okay? <laughs> so Fedor has way more benefit of the doubt because he never tested positive, but he wasn't even tested until he came to strike Bro, all I'm saying is, so Brian Williams basically tested positive for this one time. No, hold on. It's so very, we're just going to assume all no. of it's bullshit? Well, wait, wait, wait. No, wait, it's wait, not wait. that. You trust Brian Williams to give to deliver information. He is a journalist. Yeah. That a people journalist, tell him to deliver. A journalist's credibility and an organization's credibility is everything when it comes to the news. When you're a journalist and you have a story, you have to have, I think, they, they, depending on where you're at, they, they cross-check your sources, references. Yeah. You've got to get very, very good uh, sources, and I think uh, an editorial board has to okay it. That's why we trust the news. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, when someone like Brian Williams lies, and he blatantly lied, and it was self-aggrandizement. It was yes. about making himself look not only a, like a sympathetic character, but a grandiose character. He exaggerated. Say what you will. He exaggerated. It's more than an exaggeration. It's a lie. It's it, an no, it's... absolute blatant lie. And everybody uses these euphemisms. And, and like, well, he, he wasn't
wasn't forthcoming. No, it's okay that you lied. It, I, what I if he's dumb as fuck and he really thought that he was in the helicopter that got hit by he the He might have been too like, bad. Oh, shit. Too bad, right, though, right? Right, too right. Bad. But what if it's like the O.J. Simpson thing? Like, people thought that O.J. Simpson literally believed at the end of his, you know, time as a free man that he hadn't killed his wife. There's people that knew him that had said this in interviews. They mm. said, I really believe that he doesn't believe he killed her. Like, he got it in his head. Like he he twisted I mean, his brain. Up. He didn't though. But then, Who the, knows? but that that would be. But it, not civilly. The civil lawsuit. That's even. true. But the courts have recognized that too, right? They mm -hmm. recognize some. That's the degree of mental delusion or whatever it is. All I'm saying, Brian Williams out. shouldn't be out of a job for lying. Once. I don't want to hurt the guy. I don't think he's a. You well, know, I don't think he should be banned for news. Let's be honest about this. First of all, he made a dossier of Brian Williams' lies, investigating yeah. his suspense accounts. Okay, he's. There you go. He's done. They're, if they're doing that, what's the date on that again? Well, so last month. Last wait, month. so he's, he's lied more than once. That's yeah. what it looks. Oh, then he's, the dossier then he's screwed. Of but that's right, how it always screwed. is. That's yeah. how it always is. That's well, I thought maybe you just exaggerate this no. one time. People don't Let's do it that pass. way. That's not human behavior. Yeah, that's not human. When people steal, when you somebody steals money from you, they go in and they take money. I they're promise you, forever? they got they got a history of that. I disagree. Well, and when you don't know the makes, situation. You don't know if they're stealing you're right, money. You're right. Sometimes there can be an we exception. We don't know his if situation. He's desperate right. for money, I can understand that. I'm just saying that typically, when people behave a certain way and they get caught, they've probably done something like that in the past. I yeah. disagree. I don't think you know the situation. I, it's it's very possible that he has, but it's very it's very possible that he hasn't. But if they do have a dossier of lies on him, then your suspicions have kind of been confirmed. Yeah, yeah. he's screwed. Yeah, he's yeah. fucked. Yeah. yeah, but it's also it's like it doesn't mean that he can't work. And by the way, he was making ten million dollars a year. He's He's, yeah, he's, fine. he's making a lot of fucking money. Fine. That guy's gonna be fine. I really don't give a shit if my newscasters are. Oh, you're crazy, man! I don't, I don't want it. That's a bull. You, it's you gonna make you angry. You should, you're gonna Brandon. watch this puppet, this fucking state-run puppet. All of them are puppets, the, but they're not. They're not all puppets. Dude, he makes, they're not. CNN and Brandon, 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 you think all ten, these guys? Brandon, he makes ten people. million dollars because you trust him because he's a face of credibility. The reason Brian yeah. Williams made ten million dollars a year is because he was the face of NBC News, and when you brought him into your living room, like every did what what happened was you do that because when you get news from him you believe it well, that's see, why I you're don't. watching I, the I didn't news trust you're not from watching the fiction I, I didn't trust him from the get-go I don't I, assume these are world-class great Americans give delivers well, the news well, you're a dummy for basically a corporation we're telling you what to say you exaggerate it's not how the news is no I mean you're being okay. you're also being sympathetic oh, uh, sim simplistic about this okay but he's not really because all Brian Williams' credentials, I mean, what, what does he need to be able to do that you can't do or that you can't do or that I can't do? So reading off a I'm not good at reading off teleprompters. There's evidence online. I know what you mean. But that's all he has to he's do. Telegenic, you get, right? you he's telegenic, right? You get used to doing that. He looks like someone's dad. He's a yep. good height. He's got good facial There's structure. There's a reason for that. That's he, what they hire. Yeah, his, yes, his, yes. his speech. Is, but he's not particularly a brilliant guy. I had a conversation off the record once. Uh, I won't say the guy's name, but he's a, one of those news guys. And I was shocked at how dumb he seemed. Like we, we were having a conversation about, and I and I questioned him on a couple of things. We we're just like throwing some, you know, just shooting the shit back and forth. And I forget what came up or what the subject was, but I remember thinking, this guy's a—he's not that bright. What was he? Was he hesitant or what was it? Clumsy. Clumsy, like clumsy in his thinking. I can't really tell you what it is, right, then right. you'll know who the fuck I'm talking about. Okay. He's not a bad guy. My, my favorite is Cooper. Off, he's good, but he, you know, look. 
Anderson Cooper is, but, a, is another one. He's, well, he's Williams, on television. though, was considered by people. I've only read this. I don't know, and I can't give you examples. He was cre- He was recognized by a lot of people who wrote about this afterwards as a pretty good journalist that got him to where he was, to, got him to be an anchor of NBC. He had. He was a credible journalist who did good work, who, did, who wrote good articles and good, did good investigation. And that's why it was such a bummer for so many people. Uh, See, and that's by a not, lot of accounts, but other God, accounts that's not shit. true. Other yeah. accounts is not true. There's other people that said that he was an asshole, that he was uh, pretentious. I mean, who the fuck knows? Yeah. Whenever something like this happens, two sides. You can, you're going to get bullshit on right. both directions. I mean, but all I know is <clears throat> we, we, we don't really need those guys. We don't need someone that's a credible voice. I agree. We need information. That's what we need. And it's almost worse when it comes from a personality, especially if we think that personality could potentially be manipulated. It's that charismatic father figure that's reading you the news. It's actually kind of creepy in a way. Yeah. But a free, honest, and open press, and knowing that you can trust the information you get, say, from the New York Times, because they they, they work very hard at making sure at least what that that the stories or the information not the stories of the slant but the information presented so I, so for example somebody gets shot a 12 year old gets shot we know that's true we're not going to say they're making that up there has to be a certain amount of non-cynical trust in a society where we just give people the benefit of the but doubt. You, you can't go through life believing that CNN and Dateline is the best source no, of news no. and they have no, no. hidden motivated. Absolutely. You know well, they not. certainly do. But here's the other part of the problem. The format is incredibly flawed and antiquated. Yeah. The format of getting the entire world's news in an hour with 18 minutes of commercials is ridiculous. Yep. You can't get it that way because they're going to pick and choose the things that are exciting. It's an Ratings. entertainment show yep. about events. That's what it really is. Yep. It's an entertaining show about events, yeah. and that's why you have this asshole with a tie who speaks like your girlfriend's father. Mm. Like, oh, this fucking guy again. You know what I mean? Like, this is this is who he is. And He's there's a reason weird... Kim Kardashian posting a selfie, signing a deal for $100 million is the start of the news. That's the If catcher. it bleeds, it leads, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what they say. Yeah. And there's no Get doubt that, that political <laughs> leanings by journalists bleed into... The news. I mean, the, the, well, I think no we give them too much credit. It's a shitty. I don't assume they're it's good a shitty people. way to get information. That's not how I we agree. Should, any of us should get information. No. They shouldn't have it anymore. It was important back in the day when they didn't have fucking reading. You know, and they would get on TV and nobody. I mean, you'd read your newspaper in the morning and then in the afternoon you would listen to the news or you would yeah. watch the news. It became on television. Yeah. And that's we are at war with Japan. What yeah. did you hear on the news? We're at war yeah. with Japan. Now well, you would get Twitter alerts like way before that shit would happen. When you see Walter Cronk back in the day it was just very matter of fact he got on and read the news and one of the things there's a famous story I think about the the uh, guy who um, was ran 60 minutes and he came in and he said good news and bad news good news is got very high ratings last night bad news is we got very high ratings last night and the news will never be the same so in other words we now have a lot of pressure to get ratings what does that mean sensationalize things yeah what does that mean focus on what's wrong not what's right For self sure. fear Negative. all these things well yeah. not only that it's, it's an in is it it's a disproportionate and a, a not a non-accurate view of the world mm. because by only focusing on these negative things and not focusing on the fucking hundreds of millions of positive things that are happening all the time all over the world you're getting this distorted version of reality that threatens people and makes people alert and uh, react to stress you're reacting to danger. A sense of fear like, all constantly. the time. ISIS, I feel like ISIS lives next door in Marina Del Rey. And more importantly... Uh, I better more, get a fucking lion. You hey, rant get... killer, let the guy fucking <laughs> rant about ISIS. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you just can't stop. Rant killer. He's trying. He's trying.
trying he's to do trying. some comedy here, and you're just tripping all <laughs> you're over. Trying like to go you're trying to after ISIS. No, you got this, man. Carry the on. The guy's going on about ISIS and fucking Marina Del Rey. You're like, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. My, my, my uncle. No, I was, I was going to say that what, what I think the, the damage done is that you don't get any real information. Like, like I was having a conversation with somebody who really knows the Middle East, and they were like, nobody ever talks about the biggest problem with two things. With first of all, the Middle East is the Sunni Shia schism. The idea that you start there. Some, we don't even know where to start with the debate. We start talking about ISIS. We start talking about the problems that bother us and. And we don't actually really know where the source of the problem is. We don't know how it started because we're not, you don't get it from what you were saying. You don't get it from watching TV. You get it from CNN and Dateline. And you assume this, guys. You're not supposed to. You didn't, you you know, it used to be you had to wait for the news to come out. You had to get a newspaper and then you got alerted to the important stories in the radio or on the the news on television. We don't need that anymore. It's just antiquated. And it's dangerous because it gives you a version of the world that's not entirely accurate. It's very slanted because that's what you're scared of, so that's what you tune into, so that's what they can sell. Advertising, hey, we scared the fuck out of 100 people. Did you see Nightcrawler? Yes. It's fucking excellent. No, it's so dope. excellent. And it's all about this. Nightcrawler is all about this. Yep. First of all, Jake Gyllenhaal is a bad motherfucker. How did he not win a... Uh, he should have won an award. I, what, he's a who, beast. I think awards, awards are, are stupid. stupid. I agree. He's, he's, just, he's just excellent. It's an excellent movie. It's really? amazing. Really, 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 really well done. And a dope-ass Dodge uh, Challenger makes Ooh, yeah, an appearance. Right? Yeah, it's not even a Hellcat. It's an SRT. Yeah. yeah. Once what is he starts that? balling, he gets a, a nice red Challenger with black To get there faster. Dude. I love how he talks to his sidekick. Yeah. It's an amazing. He's like, Jeremy, if don't, you don't, want... Don't, 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 right. don't, don't spoil it. He's never too good. He's never good. But folks that are listening, there's people listening. Oh, my bad. It's goddamn Oh, I'm a good. spoiler alert. Oh, I, I, and I see every movie. He ruins I my... ruin shit for yeah, people. you ruined my time when I go, don't tell me about the fights. Whatever you do, don't tell me fights. I'm just disappointed. 14 you. seconds, it, that's all I'm going to say. It pisses me <laughs> off when he misses the fight, so I text him all the results. He says, you know, that's part of your job is to be pay attention to I'm aware of that. And when he doesn't see it, I'm like, fuck that noise. I'm aware of that. I'm taping. I'm, I'm taping his defensive stance. Because I'm aware of his fucking get, cobra. He's bracing for impact. Because I get mad. I'm like, Brandon, don't tell me anything. We're on our way to play. On our way to play volleyball. I go, don't tell me anything. He goes, Cain Velasquez ends up winning. He punches him in the face. I, I like, gotta you discipline you, man. I gotta teach you. He runs God, through the whole no. thing. No. How do you not know? What are you doing? You're out there in the wild? Yeah, I, dude, my workouts are at, at night a lot of times. Whoa, so what do you hard. do? You run Just, the beach? Think I about do, death? No, I do the Alexander Emelianko workout, not the Fedor one. <laughs> What's the difference? Just both, a lot, a lot of back work and crime. A lot of back crime. <laughs> Chin-ups and crime. Just crime. <laughs> Just do crime. Oh, oh my Damn God. That's hilarious. Yeah. How about Brendan's part? It's beautiful. It's got it, a goddamn full head of hair. If I had that much hair, I'd do weird shit. You, with you know it too. what, man? Because I, you know, I've been taking a break from training, and I haven't grown my hair out since I was in. I don't know, man. So for me to pie, be huh? able to grow it out, you can't have really hairstyle and train a ton. Mm-hmm. Putting gel in your hair, feel like a, you know. Dude, I've been. Uh, I don't know. I know you got a. You had a neck injury for a while. Yeah. I've been getting um, this. Uh, this dude does rolfing. And he uses, uh, he's got this fucking crazy, it's like this metal piece that's wrapped in like a soft plastic, like a thin sheet of uh, plastic around it. You know, so it's like semi-soft on the outside, but underneath it's iron, Oof. steel, whatever the fuck it is. That and shit he breaks hurts, up scar son. tissue. Woo! That shit hurts. Doggy! Okay, so now here's God, my you're question. A, you're a beast if you can sit through that. Oh, I had it done on my hamstring I get once. it done once a month, or Dang, once a week, you're rather. gangster. Not once a month, you once know, a week. You know what's weird is people be like, oh, shop, your neck hurts, and I'll... This is my fault. I'll have random people like, oh, let me see it. And I'll just sit down. And they this start cracking. Random 
this random girl was grabbing my neck. She's like, your ribs out, your ribs out. Oh, God. I'm sitting there, her weight's on my shoulder, pushing on my head. Oh, my I'm thinking, I don't know this woman. I let her do it. You can't yeah. do that. You can't do I know, that. But man. what do we know? You know a lot about this stuff. What do we know yeah. about, like, when, so if my lower back hurts, mm -hmm. is that a function of inflammation? Well, here's the deal. Yeah. You, you don't know until you get an MRI. Right. You need to get an MRI. Okay. I got an MRI recently because I wanted to get a look at my back, know exactly what's going on, and everything's cool. Just some disc degeneration, minor disc degeneration, a little bit yeah. of soreness and inflammation. There's really nothing you can do for that. But, no, not much you could do. So it's right. all it's all fine. Like it's yeah. fine to push myself, but you got to know that you're fine to push yourself. Yeah. And but I mean, you how bad's your but back? If you, no, I'm fine. But if you don't, you say that, but if you don't know, it's just guessing. Like people that have sciatica, they're like they keep going, oh, my sciatic nerve. Well, do you know what that is? Yeah. That's a <laughs> bulging disc that's yeah. pushing on your nerve like you're making it look like your nerve is acting weird you know your nerve is that's being squashed deal. by your fucking the, 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 the soft shit Jeez. in between your bones and your spine is pushing into your fucking nerve Jesus. like that's serious shit yeah and people that ignore that or try to work through it like you can fuck yourself up yeah. i know three dudes that have had significant neck surgery because of impinged nerves where it was causing atrophy to their muscles three dudes very close guys from my gym I know one dude that can't, he can't do jujitsu anymore. Can't can't roll. Can't do anything. It's a fine line though. Like a lot of guys, they'll they'll be messed up and like, nah, I'm not gonna see a doctor. And then now, you know, with the UFC insurance policy, I'm like, damn, my wrist hurts. I get an X-ray. Like, damn, my, my nose hurts. I get an X-ray. You should do that. The You're people, a fucking professional fighter, the man. People at the UFC must be like, fucking shop, man. What's wrong with me? Jammed his thumb. Hey, look, <laughs> man. You're not the only one. A lot of dudes are doing that, and they should. Yeah. They should. That is a giant part of what you do for a living. They probably have awards. You gotta know. Behind you our gotta backs. know whether or not biggest it's pussy or not. of the year. They're, Big they're Brown. Silly. They're silly. That's silly. You, you look. This is what you do. like. Uh, that that's antagonistic sort of relationship with people when they have injuries. Yeah. yeah. That's a very fucking tricky thing to be. It's, it's like, weird though, man. Because because you you know back in the day it's like oh I want to be tough so now like even and it's my own ego mm -hmm. when I, when I have to call my manager be like dude I gotta get MRI or I gotta get my neck checked out it takes usually three or four weeks for me to talk myself into getting yeah. the doctor because it's like this ego thing where you're sure. like God I want to be a bitch man a like 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 Mitch Rome was in town he's like you want to train I really can't go real hard wrestling right now I want to with him and Barnett yeah I, I just can't and that, so I was like oh, I'm busy man well that's smart man when yeah. dudes try to ignore pain I know there's a lot of dudes that try to ignore pain their their bodies wind up falling apart true we had John Wayne Parr on and he was talking about Ramon Deckers Ramon Deckers they got him Ooh, to a point a where they fused his fucking ankle to his shin bone because he had broken it so many times just full power kicks he would kick so fucking hard and smash into elbows and knees and shins and he shattered his ankle so many times from his right kick that they had to fuse it so he would hobble when he walked and he would tape that fucker up and get in there and they told him they're like you can't kick with this or we're gonna have to fucking amputate your leg if you break it again and he would wait a little while fighting in a southpaw and he'd say you know what fuck it switch stances and just start attacking with it again Dude, fused. That's a bad motherfucker. His right fucking there. ankle didn't bend. He's Good still. God. Ah, ah, Did he pass away? Yeah, he passed away, right? At 43. Oh, no. Died of a heart attack at 43. Oh, boy. Riding a bike, apparently. He was one of the all-time great kickboxers. Oh, phenomenal. If you don't know who he is, research. That's a compromise Ooh, against your arteries. Ramon Deckers. Woo! Oh. He was good. Woo! Dude. It's just Ramon savage. Decker. Savage. So, so aggressive. And he was like. He was uh, a Dutch guy, but the Dutch people were very big. Yes. Like, the average height for a Dutch man is six feet tall. Tallest people in Europe. Yeah, the tallest people in Europe. Oh, wow. And a lot of big—and he was little. 
So he he had to be tough, and he was one of the first guys to go over to Thailand and beat the ties in Thai boxing. Well, he think about how tough he is. Your ankle's fused to your fucking leg, man. Your Bone. ankle, yeah, your foot what? and your knee and your ankle, like all the way down is one piece. Yeah, that's not good. The fuck Don't use it. That's <laughs> definitely, that's Don't def use it and then gets in a fight and fucking It's definitely it. a guy who doesn't know what to do with his time. Like, he's just not going to quit. That's you tell him we might have to amputate your leg because you've yeah. shattered your bone so many times. The whole thing's like, I got to be honest. It's kind of just not that tough. It's, I'm well, like, ah, cool, <laughs> man. No. It's kind of how I feel dick. about Madonna at 56 showing her ass off like an old oh fighter who won't God. quit. Ooh. Just take a look at this. You, I how, won't give first up. Of all, how dare you make that comparison? Sorry, well, guys. He, Madonna, no, he fucked the whole thing up with Eddie Murphy, Shrek thing. That yeah, but this might just be just damn. as bad. Madonna's an oddity at this point. I think and so. When people go yeah. to see her, it's an oddity. She's a 60-year-old woman in her underwear oh. who's dancing around with a bunch of gay guys following Come her everywhere on. she goes and hanging on her every word. She got yanked off stage the other day. Why I know that? I don't know. I think fucking Brian Williams told me. What happened? She uh, she was dancing. The thing was supposed to like yank the cape off, but mm -hmm. it like got her neck. Oof. Oh my god! It yanks this bitch right off the stage. Damn! Is there a video of that? Oh yeah. Oh, we got to see that. Damn! Play it for us. Yeah. Play it again, Jamie. She is she is decapitated. She'll be eighty, showing awful. her body off. She's you best believe awful. that dude got Jamie fired. Queen. Whoever made that cape, it's probably fired. Dead. Oh. Yeah, he's probably dead. He's probably dead. She probably beat him to death. They put, remember Madonna beat someone to death with a hammer, and they just they, you see the body just scooting out the back door. It was like the 1930s. Just a little hammer. Just... It was the 1930s. Oh, no. She just had a carpenter's hammer just uh, fucking impaled into oh, the head. Oh, that's not good. shit. Let me see that again. One more time, please. Oh. Look at this. Bitch. Yeah. Oh. Oh, my God. She's old, dude. When you fall like that and you're old, you could break a hip. She wow, got up, though, and keep on like keeping champ. Oh, my God. That's crazy. She, was she, that? Oh. she handled that really well. Yes. By the way, she fell really She's well. She's a professional. She really did. Yeah. She she could have got her. Fucked that tailbone up because she has zero ass. She could have got her. She got some muscle on her ass. I was filming um, <laughs> this movie with Kevin James, uh, Zookeeper, yes. in Boston. And we had a bike chasing scene. We had a bike chasing scene, and I kept hitting the front brakes on the bike because the front brakes were my left hand, the back brakes were my right hand. And I'm riding this bike, and I'm hitting them with this thing. And I hit the front brakes and go flying over the handlebars on Ooh, the concrete, damn. like tumble into the grass. I did it like three times. So you're doing the, you did your own stunt, in other words. Yeah, I did all of it. Oh, well, okay. There's one where a guy jump made a bike jump, where it was a stunt man, right? Like, where he had to he had to ride down this hill and then hit this ramp and jump over this flight of stairs and land on the ground. And he did that. He was like a stunt jumper. Sure. But all the other shit I did, and they wanted to have a stunt guy do the fall. Like, because that's what would eventually happen yeah. was was he was supposed to jam his uh, flag into my wheel and then I go flying and then he takes off. But I fell so spectacularly that they used my Dude. actual fall in the, Let's in the see actual this. Look movie. Look at the body. And did, did you do a judo roll or what happened? Yeah, I, I got to see rolled. this. Look at you. <laughs> Sick, man. I, did, I think I rolled in one of them and one of them maybe I, um, oh, I, I fell awesome. a bunch of times. One of them was cool because I landed in the grass. Like I hit the curb and went flying. I got to see this grass. movie. I can't believe I've seen Kevin James is a good dude, huh? He's a very good dude. He's a very, yeah, very, Kevin's very good great guy. Dude. dude, how about stuntmen? They're fucking crazy, yeah. man. Stuntmen are crazy. Oh, yeah. I have people tell me all the time. I'd probably say once a week, dude, you should get into some stunt work. No. What are you fucking crazy? Crazy? That's how Boss hurt his neck. Yeah. One of the things I was going to get to is Boss, when he f um, was on, I think, Sons of Anarchy, yep. one of those shows, mm -hmm. he did a stunt, and he's doing his own stunt work, and they landed him on his head. 
and bang, and he just <sighs> fucked his neck up, and then he's, he had to get his discs fused. Didn't you have a friend who does stunt work, and he, like, was in a coma for a grip, yeah. can't taste well, food anymore? Yeah, Ooh. he got hit the back of his head and uh, lost his uh, sense of taste and smell and has never come back, Ooh. and his testosterone went, vroom, so he had to go on, uh, you know, he had oh. to, but um, I, I was doing I was doing the Goldbergs, and this girl had to fall down on her, just fall on her back. And I thought, and I said, she was a girl, and and I and I and it was on a linoleum floor, like a real cafeteria oh. floor. And I said, how are you going to do that? And she goes, just fall. And I said, I know, but and she just boom, just hit. hit and her she head? did it five times. No, she was a stunt woman, five times. And oh. I said, I said, I said, how are you doing? She goes, I'll be sore tomorrow. She was falling. I remember when I did Death Valley, and I, I had to judo flip this That's giant guy, Joe Arnaz. Oh, this guy, Joe Arnaz, who is a... Uh, well, this is this was crazy. This guy, Joe Arnaz, who's a giant stuntman on Death Valley. And I'm awesome, works all the time. Just big, big judo guy. And I he, we had this desk like this uh, uh thing and i had he's a vampire he jumps on me and i had to f flip him over and i thought it was gonna break away furniture it really wasn't breakaway furniture it was as hard as it gets and i just would throw him and he would th flip over me and throw himself and fall on his back he did it over oh. and over and just uh, you know do they get paid well to do that yeah they, they get paid well not well enough not well enough yeah. i would it, never for, do that it depends on what you have to do i mean if you have to do something like that is definitely not well enough. Yeah. Oftentimes they wear padding and yeah. they do their best, but look, they're taking bumps no matter what, and their their heads getting jostled they're getting around. Concussed. No being, what. being dragged by a horse, they say, is the most dangerous. Really, dude, yeah. fuck that! Yeah. And they have to do that for some fucking movies, yep. man. There's not Multiple much you can do about too, that. Right? You yeah. get dragged by a horse. You 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 got to do it very specifically. You got to be really careful because they can't really stop the horse. They got to be. How do you control the horse? You control it with another horse, but you got to let that horse go for a while. Oh my and god! And they spook the horse. The horse is trained to run, and you get dragged. Oh and that is they consider the most dangerous. Well, yeah. car, how about car shit when they're doing Oof. car chases and shit? Oof. Like fucking. Can't right. be safe. Guy in the Hangover too. Uh, well, who was in? A, it was never the same. Someone was in a movie. Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. They were saying that that fucking movie that was not CGI when they did those car accidents in that movie, all the car accidents in Nightcrawler. I'm pretty sure it was him. See, please Google that. Just there wasn't. In a, he he wasn't in too much crazy. What, what about the fucking high speed chase? I don't want to say anything more. Oh, yeah. I'll say that that one yeah, time that one there's time. some serious shit. Yeah. Enough so that you like get the fuck out of here. Mm. Like this is real. This is not CGI. Apparently that was one of the things that the director wanted to do. I'm pretty sure I'm, that's the case. I, in I that know movie. people clown on Tom Cruise for for kind of being a sissy, but he did all his own stunts in Mission Impossible. I heard when he hung from that building, that's pretty gangster. He does his own driving stunts too, and he does, running, and everything. he's a powerful. He kid. did whatever the fuck that movie was that he did with Cameron Diaz. He had some crazy movie with Cameron oh, Diaz. Oh yeah, with her, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I like that movie. About. End of all, Days or whatever. No, was no, that, no, no, no. That's no, a great movie. No, that's a great movie too. End of, no, the Edge of Tomorrow. Yes, that's, a, that's, that's very a underrated. That is a good movie. That's a movie that almost suffers from him being too wacky. I agree, man. Yeah, man. That's a beast of a movie. Yeah, like if that movie was like someone else, like Will Smith. Yeah. Will Smith's a little wacky, too. The Cameron Diaz one was night, night and Day, yeah. right? Yeah, Night, night and day. day. Good night movie. Day. Yeah, if you, if like who would have been, who would have, like, Tom Cruise killed it in that movie, by the way, Edge yeah. of Tomorrow. He oh, killed yeah. it. So good. Killed it. Oh, yeah. But if someone else did an equal job of killing it, like, yeah. okay, here's John Travolta. Example, Daniel Day-Lewis. If Daniel Day Lewis was he's doing too that movie. serious though. Too serious for Way a fucking sci-fi crazy movie. <clears throat> that was a realistic sci-fi movie though. Yeah, it, was. it wasn't. Good. You know, I mean, it wasn't like so stupid that you, you put it you put happen. that heartthrob from Thor in there. That, that thing's oh, gonna do well. Heartthrob. That boy's a, a beast. But I'll tell you what, man. Tom Cruise. I did a reading with him, and I, <laughs> for I, reals, I, I took his body in. I took. I spent What'd a good four hours. With Tom Cruise. Him. Oh yeah. I spent a good four hours with him. Well, he'll tell you he was there. We talked. How tiny is he? 
he's not he's not as tall as I am, but he's very stout. He's got wide center of gravity, thick hips, thick shoulders, What's slope his dick shoulders. Like? Uh, I'm glad you asked. I would make out with him. Would then, you make out with him well, if, it, if it all went down? If you were like on a, this, on a canopy. Well, like under a canopy, you gotta like push me. You gotta, you gotta get me in a corner, don't you? <laughs> you gotta put me in a corner, don't you? And you're, you're playing a, a gay lover in Damn a movie, it. but in the movie you don't ever make out. Right. But he wants to make out with you just one time, just Damn so you could like pretend. Damn I mean, that this way we're gonna look. We're together. We're gay lovers. Well, this is, this is our movie. I, I, after I did the reading, I see him six months later at this big hoity-toity party. I talked to him for a good hour, maybe an hour and a half. Did you wake up with your pants down? That means I, ten minutes. I remember saying to myself, <laughs> an hour that and a half. That means Brendan, five minutes. Brendan, Brendan, Tom Cruise have an hour and a half. Yeah, right? right. Tom Cruise like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. have an hour and a half by himself. Just we talk Who's about, talking we're to talking Brian about, one-on-one for an hour and a half at a party? Talking about our kids? For an hour and a half. Oh, I kept him there. You know how long that is? Dude, I kept him there. Are you lying a little bit, though? I got a witness. An hour and a half? We'll ask Jeremy Piven, you tell him. Anyway, he's got a funny story about it. doesn't matter. Okay. But we're sitting there talking for 15 minutes, and he... <laughs> and I remember looking at him going, I, and, and, and he was complimenting me on my job I did in the reading. And Jeremy goes, he said, he said you did a good job 13 times. I said, 13? He goes, yes. I said, good. So we talked for a long time. We talked about kids everything else. And I remember thinking to myself, this is so lame. And I was a grown man. And I remember thinking to myself, I go, I just really want to be his friend. I hope he says, let's hang out again. Whoa. I remember saying, oh. I would love to just, I was so starstruck and I really liked him. And he was so nice. And I figured, you know what? That's what we're happens friends. when you get molested. We're kind of friends now. I mm. kind of know him, kind of. Uh, that didn't happen. And I remember so I said to him, was gonna happen? I looked at him, I go, I go, <laughs> you I go, it was gonna happen? I, this is what I said to him. I go, so how you been? What's it like just to be the king? Is it just generally boring or a lot of fun? He just looked down and he went, it's, uh, you know, it is what it is. And, <laughs> and we started talking. I tried to make him laugh, and I did. I've seen him in person. He was, the, he was the first time I've ever been like, I was at this party. Everyone was there, athletes. And I was going to the bathroom. I wasn't expecting him. And I saw him. I just went, oh, first time ever. Went, oh, shit, Tom Cruise. And he was tiny, tiny. Like Not five, a big six? Uh, yeah, five, yeah. Five six one sixty. Yeah, tiny. I think thicker than one sixty. I think I give Not him five eight, but then again, he's in shoes. Probably might have some weird shoes. Probably hundred percent. But he's thick. He's thick. He's yeah. got a. Hey, I'm a fan, man. Yeah. I'm a fan. He's got a dick on him. Oh, Guys, got a kiss. Get a, we did take a piss together. What about we took a long piss together? Yeah. <laughs> Sculpted the, obliques. You didn't look at his dick. I'm I didn't disappointed because it was, you I was at the urinal Hold right on. next to him. We were ah, talking about. He took a long piss together. What the fuck yep. does that even we mean? We talked about Dan Gable's how do you wrestling camp. How long your piss is? We talked about Dan Gable's wrestling camp because I went to Dan Gable's intensive wrestling camp in Iowa, <laughs> my, between my junior and senior Fucking year of God. high school. And he said he would have loved to have, but he couldn't afford it. And we were holding our dicks, and I remember, I remember thinking, <laughs> yeah. I'm pissing with Tom Cruise. I pissed with Dennis Miller once. It's not bad. That's my story. He's right next to me. We're somewhere in like NBC or something like that. Hey, Joe, you got a hip on your hands there. It was like Fear Factor first got on the air. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm pissing right next to Dennis Miller. I wanted to ask him, man, what's up with all this fucking George Bush shit? Your buddies with George Bush? I didn't have the balls. No. I wanted to ask him. It's when he became George Bush's buddy. Is there anyone now that would startle you or make you starstruck? Yeah, a lot of people. Really? Man, for sure. Yeah. Anthony Bourdain. Because you meet everyone. Right? I got, yeah, I got weirded out when I met Anthony Bourdain. That was a few years back, but I got weirded He's out. He's at all the UFCs now, a lot of he, them. He, that guy trains jiu-jitsu every day. Wow. He trains jiu-jitsu every day. He does two-hour classes every day. He does an hour of classes all over the place, even when he's on the road. Really? He was, do, run, he was rolling in Budapest, Hungary. 
I'm he, a bigger he fan put of a him, picture man. of him on Twitter with his fucking white belt and a gi showing up at this fucking awesome. jujitsu place at Carlson Gracie's place. Wow. He told me he was they were doing all top game. He said he was shitting out bone fragments. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> he said they all have old school Carlson Gracie top game. Oh my god. And he said Just I'm shitting out bone <laughs> fragments. That's the <laughs> message he gave me. <laughs> So, so you were a little starstruck with them. Who would you be starstruck with, though? Because you see everybody. I got starstruck when I met Arnold Schwarzenegger and he knew who I was. Oh, he did? Nice to meet you, sir. Dang. Oh, my God. I was like, what's up, dude? I got that dinner I enjoy with him. I'm so starstruck. Fuck, you do really? a very good job. I was like, yeah, Ar- I mean, Arnold's right. a UFC fan. He's a UFC fan. Yeah. Wow. Arnold's yeah. one of the, I mean, yeah. That was a big one. That was a big one. Um, if I met Clint Eastwood, even though I think he's a silly bitch, you know, that thing he did with uh, Obama when he's talking down to him in a chair? It's still Clint Eastwood. I mean, he's yeah. a crazy old man now, kind of. It's Clint Eastwood, still dude. Still Clint Eastwood. You give him his props Outlaw right now. Outlaw Josie Wales. One of the great movies, period. Dying ain't much of a living boy. Yeah. Oh, High Plains Come on, Drifter. Son. Come on, son. Well, I, I got to be honest with you guys. I'm a lot younger than you. Yep. Clint Eastwood's not that big of a deal. Well, oh, dude. I know. If you're I know a it's a fan, shame. Yeah. If you're a fan Million of Dollar Baby. Though, Million Dollar Baby. Unforgiven. Did you ever see The Unforgiven? No, I didn't. The good, the bad, the ugly. It just goes on and on. Yeah. Yeah, it's no, a different I'm time. Way younger than you guys. No, it was before our time, man. Yeah, yeah. Clint Eastwood's old as fuck, dude. Don't try to put it in. Uh, He's Clint old as fuck. But you, you, he, in he his heyday, you guys, dirty Harry. When, when we were kids, when we were like little kids, every which way was loose. Oh. Every which way but loose was the big yes. movie, which meant that he was already so old he wasn't doing the cowboy movies anymore. Yeah. He was like this old school bare knuckle boxer. Killer, dude. Back in those days. Oh my god! He put his girlfriend. It was in every movie. He had this ch- chick, Sandra Lockhart. Yes, was that who yes, she yes, was? with the, the blonde. She was oh. in every fucking movie he did. Right? Every beast. movie he did. Dirty That Harry. was his girlfriend. The motherfucker had this one girlfriend who was an actress. <laughs> every movie. And he put her in every movie. Amazing. Every movie yep. was him and his girlfriend until yep. they broke up. And when they broke up, like part of their breakup was that he had to get her some sort of a development deal. And then she sued Hell him. Of a deal for her. She sued him because she said that like. Allegedly, I should say this is all allegedly. I'm reading this online. It could be, all be bullshit. But she thought that he was blocking her movies from being made. And <sighs> Damn. Yeah, it was like he, it was an ugly he breakup. He composes man. his own music, all the jazz and those, all yeah, the music, the scores. Anymore. Sure, sure he does. He composes in in uh, what's the movie? Uh, High Plains Drifter. That's his. That's his score. Have you really? seen interviews you with sure? him lately? Have you seen interviews with him? Well, lately? he's very old now. I don't that's know. what I'm saying. He did American Sniper. That's what they say. Or was he on set, and no. they just gave no, him credit? He directed, oh, he directed it. He directed it. it. You know, he's not. He's not so old that he can't do that. He's amazing, I mean, that's dude. what he's not he all up movies. in there like freaking. Excuse you me. think he's all Excuse up in me, there, sir? sir. Are you American, right? <laughs> Mind your P's and Q's about Clint Eastwood. Do me a favor. You hated on Chris Kyle, motherfucker. Well, I think he lied. Uh, well, you you listen, guys listen, in listen, line. Hold on, hold on a second. It's not hating on someone to tell the truth. It's it's hating on the rest of the population to pretend that truth doesn't exist and to not take those facts into consideration when you're discussing a story. I, I can't I say hating. hit that, but he's the I greatest American that. sniper ever, ever. Mm-hmm. Whether he's okay. lying or not, that's true. Okay, those okay. are facts. Okay, what do you know about that? I know what America tells me. <laughs> <laughs> what know, do you know about Clint Eastwood directing American Sniper? What do you know about well, it for sure? It's a movie. That's what they all, tell us. And it's uh, a good movie, according to some people. It's a and great not a, movie. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. You want Ari, me to tell you Ari, what happens? Ari Shafir no. fucking hated it. I have a video of Ari Shafir and Tom Segura arguing. Tom Segura says it's amazing, and Ari Shafir says it's retarded. I listen to Ari on your show hate on it. Yeah. He's fucking crazy. Well, it he should like join he's gonna, if, if what he said was true... Does he not have a point? Was there a rubber baby that was like obviously a rubber baby? Yeah. Not really. Whoa. Not really. <laughs> I thought it was a real baby. 
Not I really. He was a real Jamie, baby. Jamie, have something to say to him? Yeah. I don't. I don't go to the movies and be like, "God damn, that baby looks fake. This is ridiculous." Hmm. Clint Eastwood, come on. That is splitting hairs. Well, that's just one thing. I mean, Ari that's had the a bunch least of, of my worries Look, when I go to the movies. The, the fakest baby. The fake baby. The fake okay, baby. let's come let's on, see guys. The fake baby. That looks real. Hold me. on, we'll see. You just saw it for a brief second. If you're staring at the baby, okay. You're here's the fake crazy. baby. Right now, that looks like a baby. I'm There's cool Sienna with this. Miller. I'm this really seems cool fine. With that. This seems fine. I'm not really paying attention to it. Okay, that was it. That was and oh, your boy more. Ari's hating on it. No, there's more apparently. There's some real fake baby shit going on later. Oh, here it goes. Okay, that's fake as fuck. Look at his thumb. Oh come on. That's fake as fuck. Look, you don't. That's like going to That's like going Jurassic Park. Me like that T-Rex, man. I'll tell you what. That thing's just <laughs> look at not this. Come real on, enough. Side. That's not ridiculous. You're being dishonest. You don't think it's ridiculous looking at his thumb moving Aww, that rubber baby? They, they didn't baby. show that. Yeah, that's from the set. Uh, that's from so the mean. set. No, it's son. not even. That's a joke. That's someone being silly. They're joking around because it's a fucking rubber baby. Oh, come on. Look, the baby can only work a certain amount of hours, and they got union rules for so, babies. So it's a bad movie because that baby looks fake? <laughs> I, had, I had to work with babies. That's a, it's a pain in the ass. Listen, I don't think it's a bad movie because of, I don't think it's a bad movie because I didn't see it. But I definitely don't think that just, look, you got. I don't want to pay attention to the baby, but apparently the baby was only one issue. Ari thought, I mean, that's Ari that's for sure. Just look terrible. I didn't see the movie. The movie oh, was man. implausible. Was ridiculous. <sighs> wow. I, I was just disappointed that I, I found out that that he 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 lied a lot about certain things. I don't. And I think that's a bummer. A fuck. Mm. He still is the greatest American sniper ever. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a weird thing to say though. Like you don't give a fuck. So you you were not willing to. I'm like, overlooking give Anderson that. Silva a pass on doing steroids for a broken <laughs> leg. That's interesting. That's interesting. I'm giving Brian Williams a pass though. Yeah, that's true. You're very, very inconsistent. inconsistent. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. That's, that's me. so weird. But it's, it's like we goes with the wind. Uh, there's kind of like a that's blind. That's my entire career. A oh, blind okay. patriotism to that, right? Like you, you recognize that he's the greatest American sniper. So all the other stuff you just don't want to talk about. No, I'll talk about it. But him being a great American sniper is the biggest thing. That that should trump all of it. Yeah, he lied. He didn't take out people uh, during that, Katrina. whatever he said, Katrina. Yeah, yeah, he didn't do that. He, did, he also right. didn't beat up Jesse Ventura. Yeah, I know. Cool, man. But you, you killed 160 terrorists. Yeah, I'm cool, mm. man. I'm going to overlook some of that shit. You're still well, a great mm. American. They're both true. I mean, if it is true, I don't, I don't know what's true, obviously. I'm talking about interviews and people's books and all this different shit. I didn't really... Unless we were there, we really don't know what the fuck actually happened. Yeah. But they can both be true. Like I've met people that were movie stars that were also tremendous liars. I mean, yeah. I don't want to name names, but the dude was a movie star, and he's a tremendous liar. Just makes up stories about all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And you would never believe you. Like, this, the stuff you know is just a complete fabrication, things that never happened to him. And the guy's worth millions and millions of dollars. But I, one, I, one I, thing we do know is he was a Navy SEAL. Mm -hmm. And he was a sniper who killed a lot of people for, right. for America. Right. He risked his life for but, America. But hold on. So he's okay with me. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> for sure, relax. Yes, he, had, he went through Bud's training. Yes, he became a Navy SEAL. Very difficult to do. And he's really good at killing people. Uh, uh, that's a skill set as a sniper that I'm sure takes a lot of things I don't know about. I, I don't think that that necessarily means, and I'm sorry to say this, and uh, that, that means he's a good guy. I don't think that necessarily means that heroes he, he aren't gets, good guys. It doesn't mean he gets a pass for lying 
uh, and direct and making up stories about not only killing looters in New Orleans who are stealing stuff, which is already illegal and considered murder under the laws of this land. But he didn't do it, so. Well, but that's that what he bad. was saying he was doing, which is very strange. I haven't read the book, so I don't want to talk too much. You haven't read the, the book movie. or the movie. So, yeah. All you do okay. is know his name. Let me take so so me play devil's yeah. advocate here, just as uh, as a person who, like, let me just be completely objective. Take yeah. a, a wild shot at this. Now, this might not be the case, so I'm just put that out there in advance. What if he decided to tell all these tall tales because the book would be better? And he wanted to sell a book and make a lot of money selling a book. And he didn't understand the kind of media storm and that the, the, these checks, these, these stories are going to be checked and double checked. And what he decided to do was add a bunch of fabricated shit to a real story because, you know, first of all, he's probably psychologically damaged from shooting 160 people. Like, I don't think you get away from, from that for free. No. I don't think you go to war, and I don't think anybody rides for free in yep. war. I think you, you, you take in a lot of psychological damage. Everybody says that. So it could possibly be that the guy just said all that shit because he wanted to sell books. It's possible. And is that crazy? Does that make him a bad guy? Because no, I don't the, know the U.S. government's yeah. not paying him very well, right? When right. He gets, it's a good when point. He, he's not making much money. Sure. So he fabricates these stories. His book is a uh, New York Times bestseller. Yeah. He gets all this money. Mm -hmm. Is that that it's bad all possible. of a deal? It's all possible. All I'm trying to say is this. I'm not, I don't know Chris Kyle. I, didn't, I don't yeah. know anything about the guy. I don't know if he's a bad guy, a good guy. I, I'm, I tend to be pretty patriotic. Well, you uh, know what he did for America, so though. Yeah, so usually he gets a, he gets he gets a lot of leeway with me when you're a soldier and you went to Iraq and you did all that stuff. Yes, for me that's how I am. But I do think that I, I still have to at least like what Joe was saying when y it's found out that you made up these stories. That's kind of a bummer for me. It's just disappointing that he did lie about something like I that. I don't give that a sucks. shit trying to sell books. And for whatever the could, reason, it could very well have been that he was trying to sell books, and it could also very well be that we were talking before. Maybe we need to understand a little bit better, since none of us went to war, what, what kind of mental toll that yeah. takes on a person and that you kind of shouldn't expect them to be completely fine with everything when they come back. And some of them are going to make shit up, and maybe they're making shit up because reality is so fucking crazy that they don't want to deal with it anymore. Or maybe he's so, so fucked just, up he thinks yeah. it's real. Maybe it he could be. maybe had a situation where he was in right. New Orleans and he thought about shooting, didn't happen, but he goes to war, something happens, he's like, did that know. happen? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. good for and, the book. Right. And by, you know, and the, it, no one could understand what the fuck that guy's life was like except for him. No, yeah, I agree. Care. And it's not even giving him an excuse. What we're saying is we're just looking at the possibilities. Right. Like, instead of saying, hey, this is a guy that was full of shit and he lied about that and he's a bad person. Right. Like, this is a guy that was forced to do some anti-human shit for the government. People that's, are complicated. You and I have talked about yeah. this. People are complicated. A lot of people, we know certain people that are high-profile people that get criticized a lot and they're hated on. And you know them pretty intimately, and it's like, yes, they've done some things. They're also complicated people. They mm. also do incredibly good things for people that nobody knows about. So there's, there's no question that people generally are not black and white. They have a bad side. They have a good side. Mm -hmm. I know I do. Yeah, I know yeah, I do. I know I have Chris a lot Kyle. about. I have a. I know a lot of things about myself. I'm not that proud of. So it's this not is black to say and that. white. This is very black and white. If you didn't like the film American Sniper, a you're a fucking terrorist. Brendan. This is easy. Brendan. Ari Shafir is a Jew. That's what they should <laughs> do no at terrorists. airports. They should. This is how they should check if you're a terrorist <laughs> or you have a bomb. Did you like American Sniper? <laughs> no. Go to the right. Did you like American Sniper? Yes. Go to the. What left. happens when you go to the right, though? You don't get on the plane. <laughs> Damn it, Brendan. Ari Shafir would chew you up.
if you guys had this conversation. Bring he it, gets, son. He gets so angry. Bring it, son. Wanna, I get angry, hear, too. You want to hear him ranting with uh, Tom Segura? It's hilarious. <laughs> the two of them together. I got to eventually put this online. But they they get so fucking in each other's face about it. They're like yelling, like it's something like yeah. really important to talk about. <laughs> I, I do think it's 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 important to be charitable about just how complicated human beings are. Yes, it doesn't mean you don't call somebody out online. In the bar, just so contrived and awful. The the fact that they didn't show him getting shot was actually a good choice. You you two hour and seventeen minute movie and then at the end they're like he was killed that day in writing. Listen you communist fuck <laughs> I'll play the whole thing. I'll put it I'll put the that's whole thing awesome. up on Twitter somewhere. Listen you but communist fuck that's Tom Segura. Tom Segura. They go they go at it they go at it for like ten minutes. So in he, front of the ice he was house. mad that at the end they don't show him <laughs> getting killed. He was mad about everything. He thought it sucked. He brought a, a bunch of people from his Twitter feed to go to the movie and heckle. And they all went What's and they filled, they, they filled the audience. The, uh, the entire audience oh, I was got a, Ari I Shafir's got arrested. friends. I would have got arrested. Beat them up. They'd be like, UFC fighter beats the shit out of Ari and his friends <laughs> during American Sniper. not the time to get arrested. This is not for you. Don't do that. Nah. Beat up, beat up a bunch of chubby Chris Kyle Canadians. forever, son. Chris Kyle forever. You're a terrorist. Hey, man. Terrorist. I can be swayed. Did you see the movie? I didn't. I haven't read the book or anything. <laughs> he knows nothing about it. I know nothing. I only read, all I've read is that uh, the, 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 I looked at all the stuff online, and I was like, well, it's interesting. But I haven't read it. I don't know. I haven't that's a credible source. I haven't formulated yeah. an opinion on yeah. anything. That's you super gotta credible. Think that when someone has killed that many people for the government, they give them a green light to kill that many people and to kill 160 people. Yeah. Like the idea of like, telling a lie about something, it's like really no big deal. Well, that know? guy killing 160 Probably people doing all these books. tours, you know, in war, mm -hmm. should be should get a million dollars from the U.S. government for the rest of his life. He should be uh, financially set for the rest of his life. Yeah, no kidding, right? Like, how much How much do they actually yeah. get when they retire? <sighs> my Not buddy, much. My buddy's Delta Force was Delta Force, and he said that you, I, I heard, and I don't want to say online, cause, but, I mean, uh, uh, but it, it's so pitiful. It's called hazardous duty pay. Mm -hmm. You don't make any money. You, you, you don't have enough to live. And if you, are, if you go through a divorce, half of that money mm. goes to your wife. Oh, in your personal life, you're fucked because their yeah. divorce rate's like 96%. Yeah. It's not cool, yeah. man. They well, should definitely get more money it's the stress the same with cops yeah. stress that stress is insane it's 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 like it's an unprecedented level of success of stress it, it's so hard to deal with it's also really hard when you're a sniper you're uh, I, I don't know this but I, I do know that a combatant can be even a child running munitions to a mortar and if that child's mm. doing that or a guy's looking at you with with binoculars and trying to get a beat on your position you take him out yeah that, son. That, that's hard it's war. that's hard for a, yeah. uh, a soldier who gets command take that guy out shoot that kid shoot that woman because she happens to be some Chris Kyle had to do enemy. that if you watch yeah. the movie and it sucks the word hard is not even a it's not a good enough word. No. It's not that it's hard. It's almost impossible. It's almost impossible to reset from that and yep. be a normal person. Yep. Without some help. I'm sure. Without some. Yeah, you go from doing mm. that to fucking walking through Radio Shack with your wife. What? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. That's why, you know, all these guys coming back from war, I, you know, that, that's one way to make America a little bit more polite, <laughs> running into a bunch of people that just got back from killing a bunch of other people. Because, yeah. like, they, you know, people have a different attitude when you've been to a war. There's a different mentality. Yeah. And you, we have to respect that. And I think we have to consider that. That's important as a culture, as a society that sort of wants to gloss over war and wants to glorify it and make it out to be this all this John Wayne shit. Yeah. We have to look at what the fuck has really happened to these people psychologically. Uh, absolutely. The same and the same thing with cops. Everybody wants to shit on cops because cops do occasionally do they do bad things. And for you that have been done wrong by these cops that couldn't handle that job, I 100% feel for you. 
I 100% feel for you. I feel bad but for I think the cops. We, all, we also have to consider the fact that being a cop is this insane job. Mm -hmm. It's un Some people become fucking insurance salesmen. Some people sell cars. Some people become artists. Some people become cops. And you're out there and you're fucking pulling up to a, you're pulling sideways. A guy's shooting a rifle out of a fucking window and taking people out. You got to figure out how to sneak into the building. You're calling the SWAT team. You're hiding behind your car. You're hearing fucking bullets bouncing off the street. Cops have to deal with some insane You're getting shot shit. at. And they don't have much experience. A lot of them don't have much experience. And you know how few of them know how to fight? Yeah. That was the thing many. that always shocked me when I would train with guys who had been in police officers mm. and they didn't know how to fight i'm like this is insane like yeah. you don't you, you don't know any jujitsu you don't horrible. know nothing horrible like if you get in a scramble with somebody what do you do do you know how to get out like they don't know anything yeah they you, freak out you could you could sign up for being a cop you could be a cop and you have to just be in reasonable shape and not completely insane that's it yeah and that's then it. they get in trouble because they get put in these listen i'm not defending all cops some cops are scumbags i get that no doubt but in general they're good people and they get put in these situations well, where i think in general all people are good people i agree most people but then you good. get put in these situations where they have no experience they don't know if this kid's gonna shoot or yes. not so like dang my life his they shoot and then there's this big uproar it's similar to what we were talking about earlier with referees if referees make a mistake you're making a mistake and a guy is going to take some fucking punishment because of that mistake you're not designed to handle those high pressure situations or you're not qualified because you don't understand martial arts, or you're just not good at your job, like mm -hmm. for whatever reason, not focused, whatever the fuck it is that makes you fuck up. But if you fuck up as a referee, it's way worse than if Bruce Buffer fucks up as an announcer. Yeah. If Bruce Buffer mispronounces Brian Kalen, <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, God, damn yeah, my name. It's not that bad, you know what I'm saying? If yeah. a cop fucks up, someone gets shot and dies, yeah. or he gets shot and dies, or he sees someone get shot and died that he could have prevented, all that stuff is too much for people. It's a tough job. It's too man. much. And to have that go on day after day, what do you have to look forward to? When you're 25, they give you a watch? What the, and you, you look at all the friends that you've had along the way that have blown their brains out or drank themselves to death or fill in the blank, done all kinds of crazy shit. <laughs> my, my, buddy, my buddy was a SWAT team sergeant, and he said he knew he had to get out when he was sitting down next to a body that they had shot. And the, the coroners were doing all their best, and he started eating a sandwich, and didn't occur to him. He's like, "I'm sitting right next to a body, and I'm this, I'm this not phased. I, I've been so, I become so numb and the view, to my job." The view uh, of know? cops too. It's not like you're, you know, most America's not like, "Oh hell yeah, cops, man, sweet." Right. Most of them, when they drive by, most people, especially the ones I hang out with, are like, "Man, fuck cops." Americans don't That's like how authority. People are. <laughs> Americans yeah. always have a problem. Well, it's a tough an gig, interesting man. article that I uh, put up the other day. That again, I don't know if it's true. But it was that this private, this town in Texas hired a private security firm and crime dropped by 61%. And that with no financial incentive for there to be crime, because they were just compensated for their job, for what they do, for the hours on the job, they found less crime. They also patrolled areas that had the most crime instead of just arbitrarily deciding where people went based on whatever the fuck it was that they had decided on before. They targeted it like very tactically and they cut back on crime by 61% and it cost less money. I, I'm, I'm confused. So they hired a private yeah, security to take, agency. They, have, they fired the cops in 2012. Right. Right. They fired the cops. They said, 
this police force is retarded. Yeah. This government police force sucks. Yeah. We're gonna hire. We're gonna hire our own security force. We're gonna vote to do this. So they decided to do this. They hired a security firm to become cops. And because these guys don't have the incentive to write tickets, because they're not getting, it's, it actually costs less. Yeah. It costs them less. It costs them less, and there's less crime. They're not getting as much revenue from it, but they're also not arresting people for fucking nothing. So the, it's gonna adjust the attitude of the people that live in the city. They're not gonna be upset at cops all the time because they're not they're gonna think that cops are just trying to pull people aside because they. Have yeah. you know they have criteria they have to meet they have uh, you know quotas they have to make which is they, they did the same thing with uh, they did the same thing with road signs uh, Jamie see if you can pull that article up because it's on my it's on my Twitter feed it's it's pretty fucking interesting there was an intersection in Holland that's really really busy and the guy took all the all the road signs out and because there were a lot of accidents said watch this I'm going to take all the all road signs out and people figured it out on their own and he does this experiment where he walks he puts his hands behind his back and walks backward into the busiest intersection and of course never gets hit because people figure out how to navigate that crazy space on their own for sure that guy's gonna get hit for sure that <laughs> well guy's see retarded. he hasn't terrible story <laughs> and i was there it's not the best story that's well, terrible story. look at this i was 60, 61 percent seal security solutions they Ooh. hired a bunch of fucking people that were former seals and shit oh well and they gave shit, them a job that makes sense shit. of course it makes sense it's fucking those smart, guys have man. experience look at in that high stress situation reduce crime by 61 percent in just 20 months you know, wow. and also then you're not going to deal with the militarization of the fucking police And this is department. legit shit? Yes, it's legit shit. Or is shit. this written up by the Operation of the Seals? I don't know. I'm just reading what I'm reading online. I've done very little actual research out in the field. I didn't take any plane trips down there. The, the, when <laughs> not you, on the ground. When you privatize, <laughs> when you privatize an area, <laughs> the, the, the solution goes, when you privatize an area, it tends to be policed better a lot of times than if the government has Right, to but it. now this is where fucking some Alex Jones shit comes up. This is what you want, America. You want former military Guarding your streets, holding a gun to your children's head, and who do you think they do? Who who do they listen to when the shit hits the fan? FEMA, FEMA, goddammit! <laughs> got plastic coffins out there in the field. I've seen them with my own eyes. <laughs> you this? We the guy with his babies. We support our troops by hiring many employees who have served our country. Dude, I'm not mad at this at all. It's not yeah. bad. It's look, if it works, I think that there's a lot of things that they do better when you take out bureaucracy, when you privatize them, yep. when you, you offer them an incentive to be successful, and when they have the support of the community because the com community actually likes them. Yep. For sure That's get possible. A lot of times they live in the community, too. Those are fucking sloppy, out-of-shape out cops. Yeah, for sure. Don't give me three out-of-shape. Yoked up, roided up dudes. Yeah. Really take care I want of some, business. I want three Ronnie Coleman's just <laughs> jacked. <laughs> jacked. Ain't no one up. doing shit. Yeah. I would go like more of a thinner, but like Ian Freeman. But yeah, Ian the Machine I'm with Freeman. You, man. Damn, I like That'd that they dope. have dogs. I like those big canines. <laughs> uh, they can they can smell out anything. Yeah, man. it's a good idea. Use canine. You look at they have bomb detection, drug drug detection. Look, boys, drop the drug detection. All right, let's let that slide. Yeah, Cut let it this slide. Shit. But I think that uh, look, I think there's a lot of things that could be taken care of better by private by the private sector. Look, that's what you see with education. Yep. I mean, you get a way better public private education in most schools. That you know, when you deal with um, really high-level private schools, they're going to have a better education than the best public schools. That's it's just about it's true. about incentives, man. It's about incentives. It's and it's, the teachers are more qualified than private yeah. schools, right? And a they lot get, of times they get paid more. A lot well, of times, right? there's some really good public schools out there. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but if you had to look In at them general, all though, per yeah. capita, like what's going to be the most formal education? What's going to be like the most comprehensive education? There's a lot of people that have a lot of money to take their kids to private schools because they think that their kids are going to get a better education. That's there. college too. You look at yes. the private. You Universities, man, those are the beasts. Yeah, I mean, the good thing about universities is that 
people can get scholarships if they prove, you know, academically that they're superior, that they're excellent. Or they athletically. Have, yeah, yeah, or athletically. Those are good things, too. They get an opportunity. But, you know, privatizing shit. Well, that's the thing that I had that guy on the podcast. What the fuck is his name? Uh, Peter, the, uh, the fucking Peter Schiff. Very, you know, financial genius. And he was saying one of the big problems with college is the reason why it costs so much is because it's all subsidized by the government. Mm -hmm. And because it's subsidized, these fucking loans have these ridiculous interest right. rates and everybody gets roped in this incredible payment that they get stuck with. You get saddled up in debt before you even get out of school. The, you get out of school, you already owe oh, fuck yeah. tons of money. You, you also have to have the good thing about privatization is you can innovate according to your circumstances. A lot of times when you have top-down, you know, a bureaucracy telling you what to do regardless it's hard to innovate it's hard to move if you see it with huge corporations versus smaller companies you got to be able to change with the times you and know where i'm torn though man i think every kid deserves a private style education every kid deserves like it that, i know it doesn't sucks but i think that's where the problem is i think every kid deserves the best possible education but we said like the best way to make america great everyone's like let's make america great let's guard our borders and keep our criminals out this is the best way make less losers Less losers. I agree. Put shit tons of money There's into community losers, programs though, and education and counseling and try to help people that are in bad situations. People that got a shitty. You, you know that's been cards. society's. You know that's been society's problem from day always. one. It always will. What be. do you do with the people that 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 not losers as is you're a loser, but the losers in society, the people who don't get a piece of the pie. That's it's always been the issue. It's it the issue will. with the Middle East. We're frankly. never going to solve that. You, it's the biggest issue with the Middle East. You got a group of people who have no young men, angry young men, nowhere to place their energy, and you want to. You want to go through the list of why? Fine. It's just it's essentially governments that are not representative, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's a major problem. What do you do about it? What do you do about it? I think what you do about it, if I if I'm obviously not a fucking financial planner, but if I was, if I had a look at the country like far as allocation of resources with tax dollars and you know how much money do we have, what do we spend it on? I would say let's triple, quadruple, m even more the amount of money that goes into education. And anybody who wants to go to college should be able to go to college. The idea that you get go to go to college and get saddled, and it sounds contradictory from what I said earlier because the best schools, a lot of them, are private today. But still, I still think that the public education should be so much better than it is now, and being a teacher should be worth so much more. It should be like a, a very prestigious position that's difficult to get, and it should be worth a, a lot of money. And you may not need well, more even a money. PE teacher. What about a really good one? What about a really good PE That'd teacher that teaches you about physiology, about explosive, fast twitch muscle fibers, that shows you how to nah, get better at sports? What about the one that teaches you like kickball and fucking? Why do we stuff have to have that though? Why can't? Awesome. But why can't you have that kind of shit? Well, you have a little kickball game with kids, but you also explain to them this is what's going on when you're getting tired. This is what's going. This That'd is the dope. food you eat has a different effect on the way your body performs. Right, and this a lot of a lot of cardio. it doesn't take money. That'd a lot of dope. it sometimes yeah. just takes, takes a change in approach. Ah, give it them does. some fucking money. They've given There's a teachers lot of... out there that get paid 50 cents yeah, an hour. There has right. to be a standard, Force, though. Reallocate there has to be a standard, money. right? Yes. Reallocate yes. the, the There has be to be a standard. You can't have standard. every dumbass well, in think school about, private like, school. It's not easy to be a doctor, right? It's fucking really hard. It's really hard. You got to go to school. A lot of schooling, yes. A lot of fucking education. A lot of yeah. education. You got it's difficult. Most people fall out. They yeah. don't they don't hack through it. Big it commitment. should be like that to be a teacher. It really should. Finland it's Finland hard. Finland has probably the most like according to a lot of ratings the best school system. They don't test. They I think they have one test a year. The teachers are responsible to a large degree in making their own curriculum. 
they don't have this core curriculum. Everybody has to learn the same thing. You better have some good teachers, man. And and they and more importantly, they pay their teachers, and their teachers have a great deal of esteem in the society. And Finland's school system is always outperforming almost every other country. And when I had the guy on who wrote this thing called Finnish Lessons, a book, he said, I don't even like talking about rankings because that's already the wrong way to look at it. And the problem with testing is that that's what happens is you, instead of focusing on understanding, and the other really, thing, really interesting thing is he said, we focus on teaching people how to solve problems as a group. Because if you think about it, you do the, a lot of that when you work in a corporation. You have to test whatever. at some point. Because if the teachers always, for, let's say they're teaching for a year, yeah. and it's like, well, let's see if these kids learn anything. Well, no, no one's learning anything. You have to test at some you, point. You learn, well, actually, they do because they have to rely on each other to solve problems. So they'll give them a problem, and then they'll kind of let them solve that problem. And they try to mimic as closely as they can the real life situations and problems that they're going to come across when they are, for example, working for a company like Toyota or Nokia. Or hmm. I don't like just that. I don't like that, that new age teaching, man. Why? It's, it's not new age. It's more practical. I think, I think it's more practical. Yeah. I think you still have to have history. They, they still do. have to learn all that stuff. They do. And they do yeah, have but testing, why do have... but not nearly as much. Oh, so they do have some yeah, testing. Yeah, they I think they have two tests well, a year. Well, you said no testing. Yeah, for the most part, they don't. But, they, I think but that's they have just Brian Callen, the way he talks. Yeah. No, I well, said Well, I took no, it literally. No, no, no. Like, no testing. No, I said they then have, you have a test. kids just think, afraid of shit. Uh, no, I said they have one test a year, maybe two tests a year. Well, there's but a lot of people that do think that you shouldn't have that. That shouldn't be your incentive to get a high score. Your incentive should be to absorb knowledge. And then it becomes confusing. That's what stupid people say. Well, it becomes a competitive thing. Like, my daughter got a 98. My daughter got a 100. Sorry. Right. I bet you Competition. Smart. Man, you need competition. Sometimes it's like sports too. It's like you know you can't play tag anymore. You can't play dodgeball anymore. Well, they don't want losers in certain games. My daughter played softball and no one lost. That's ridiculous. I'm like, I watched people Fuck lose. That noise, man. How come no one lost? But there were four and they're barely hitting the ball. And no, I'm, not getting I'm, I'm the dad keeping score. Yeah. Oh, one nothing. That's real life. Two nothing. That's real life. Janine, you're out. Yeah, get the fuck. Well, you only get three swings. They don't learn that losing's okay because that's how you try harder because it feels bad to lose. Like, no one wants their kid to feel that's bad. That's life. Everybody wants, exactly. Dude. You're preparing them for life. Fuck, that's yeah. that Calabasas Everybody, shit, man. It's not Calabasas, dude. That, but, this is, this is Calabasas. not going on out here. This life. is going on across the country. Fuck it's you. little kids. The way they shit, treat little not kids. Aurora, Colorado. Like, like, you struck ah. out. You struck out and got made fun of. Well, today, Calabasas, it's I all bet, good. I bet there's places today in Aurora, Colorado, and all over the country that employ these ridiculous ideas. I yeah. don't think it's local. I, I don't know, man. Life is basically, I think life is, if you look at your life, life is working really hard to get to, to accomplish something and losing to a degree anyway. Life is about and failures. Learn, yes. And learning how to navigate well, those that. those failures keep... are what motivate you to never feel that shitty feeling so it gets True. you off your ass. Yes. yes. That's why people who are born rich or they win the lottery early, they're fucked. That's why All we the, hate those people. The motivation just slides away. Yeah, you know, it it's very little motivation if you're already wealthy. Dude, it's, it, hard. it's hard for me to relate to a dude who just grew up super rich and he's never had any struggles. Yeah. It's hard to sit down and have dinner with that dude. Yeah. I feel bad for them. Me too. Yeah. I feel too. bad for them. Because they have no idea. Especially, you don't, you know any friends that are rich that were raised by like their nanny and shit? Oh, yeah. Where the mom and dad are both working 20 hours a day and no one's ever home and they're fucking weirded they're out. They're lost, man. man. They're fucking, see a lot of that. Oh, oh, yeah. Mate, those rich guys who, who, who are surrounded by yes men and they, they come up like wearing a shitty holiday sweater and you're like, Nice fucking sweater, and it ruins his night. Mm -hmm. You know, like no one ever hangs out with these guys, man. <laughs> no one ever busts their balls. Yeah, no one ever busts That's their balls. So true, yeah. man. Sweet, sweet new haircut. Angry. That's so interesting. If you yeah. fuck with oh, it ruins their night, bro. Dude, we ruins were playing. We were playing a cold, this silly game, like running charades, like a group of us. And I made fun of the guy's boyfriend, the girl's boyfriend. Uh, we said that's not a word. He had some stupid like movie, and he dropped. 
he dropped the hat and threw his hands in the air and went off in the balcony. And we we're like, what? This Guess is what? awkward. Right. He went out and sulked in his girlfriend because he just gets really sensitive. Well, not, not I'm my friend. I'm gonna have to smack not my that friend. guy in the mouth. That's what happens when you don't keep scoring shit. I was yeah. on a, a sitcom once, and this guy was ad libbing to something. It was an actor. It was a, a couple comics and, and an actor, and the actor tried to ad lib something, and it wasn't funny at all. <laughs> and we stone faced it. We were like, what? What? Like he just wanted to try something Ooh. different. How about I, blah, I say this and that? But it was really he was not a bright guy. And uh, I remember we just looked at each other and we we're like, that, no, I don't think that works. He throws the fucking script up in the air and they storms well off the set. It, all, we, all we said is, I don't think that works. You tell that to a comic, they go, yeah, something yeah. fucked up about it, right? Kidding? You tell it's even a lot of funny people. I told just, that to people Brennan. have a good sense of humor. We started laughing so hard. Brennan pitched an idea for this thing we're going to do. And I was like, oh. And then, he, and, then, and, then, and then let me guess. Then I, then I go, let's get out of here. Is that your end? I go, that's, that's. I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, that's not funny at all. Oh, I couldn't stop laughing. Um, and uh, we do all that, but we bust each other's balls. The only thing I won't stand for is if you guys make fun of my taekwondo. That's the only thing wow, I, I put my foot, foot down. Yeah, it's not good. You're lying. Have, yes. you ever, have you ever gone back and read your notebooks from like your first years of comedy? Sure have. Dude, I have a notebook from when I was driving limos. I Oof. found it the other day. That's amazing. Must have been awesome. It's unbelievably bad. I should have oh, yeah. quit. I bet it's awesome. Though. I can't believe I kept going. <laughs> <laughs> like, Me too, bro. I should have fucking retired. I it was cringe. so bad. Like, so bad. Like my ideas. And to this day, like sometimes I'll write ideas that are dog shit. But I write the ideas that are dog shit, hoping like, man, there's some fucking something there. Let Someone me just come out write it, right? down like a half a concept, and mm -hmm. then I'll sit down and start working on it. Yep. So it might have been that, but more likely I was just a 21-year-old retard with a pen. Nah, you gotta start Scribble somewhere, man. God, I want yeah, to tell a story, somewhere. but it'll make me sound bad. Mm. Too late. Ah, damn it. Or right, I'm just gonna tell it. We Don't judge like me. Two minutes ago. This so better not be someone else's not, story. I was in Jamaica. I, in I was in Jamaica. I don't do drugs. I I, I don't. I, I'll smoke. Is this weed. the I you getting high in Jamaica story no, again? I know. Lindsay I don't, Lohan. No. Jamaica. A few times. See, I don't want to tell it now. No, go. <laughs> All right. If it's someone else's story, I'm gonna All punch right, you look, in the dick. I don't condone. I don't condone. <laughs> Try finding it. I don't condone. I don't condone cocaine use at all. I was in Jamaica and somebody gave me some. I may have, may or may not have done it all night. Wow. And I then and I wrote all night and kept waking up my girlfriend, who you know, my old girlfriend, and telling her what amazing bits. And she was like, uh. I was like, and God's a Rastafarian. And I was high. I was doing lines and writing, writing, writing. And I looked at my notes and it was basically one long bit about God being a Rastafarian. And I thought it was the greatest thing I've ever written in my life, and it was just fucking chicken scratch. And the motto of the story, kids, is Terrible don't story. do cocaine in Jamaica because you are never going to write anything funny. Brian Callen would be appearing at some club <laughs> in Lexington, <laughs> Kentucky off, with Broadway. way better jokes than he just Damn it. Just slung. He's going to have a Rastafarian God joke for yeah, you, Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, this is a setup. It's Guys, one of the best bits ever. It's best a setup. bits ever. He just wants you to like, really your lower your expectations. Man. I'm your creator. Exactly. <laughs> I, I agree. Every, every team going to be um, all right. The Still fighter in the kid podcast is kicking all kinds of ass. You yes, guys got to be happy about that. Yes, you guys are storming the fucking sports charts. You're the only thing that's on sports that's funny. It should be a comedy podcast. You're cheating by being on sports. You know I that, know. right? Yeah. This is bullshit. We barely talk about sports. Yeah. You guys need to move over to comedy and that's talk about point. sports occasionally. Because if people that's what think we do. they look for funny shit, they miss you. Yeah. They might miss that's you. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, because that was Fox's idea to do Fox. sports. You gotta cut that tit. I'm gonna have to break, break off, off that the fighterandthekidshop.com. We're killing it with merchandise. Kill it, by our Kill shirts. it with the merchandise. Go buy the shirts. Go uh, download the podcast for sure. Right. Subscribe on for iTunes sure. for sure. I'll tell you my I'll tell you my story if you do.
Yeah. A bonus. Yeah. Uh, Brennan Schaub on Twitter. Brian Callen on Twitter. B-R-Y-A-N. That's it, you dirty fucks. Tomorrow, Burt Kreischer. See you then. Until then, much love. Big kiss. Peace.